The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. And he gets the pin in a minute six. So Mumi was behind, and then he gets the pin in a minute six over Carter Kuchera. Today, it's live coverage of the 2019 state semifinals in Omaha. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. 15 seconds to go. Wells trying to do anything he can to roll through, but Shields has kept the wing, and he's just going to continue to push uh, his face down to the mat. Now he's going to turn him. He's going to turn him, and he's going to get an air fall, and he's going to extend the lead and win it by a score of 4 to nothing. Isaiah Shields of Amherst, the first Bronco champion here today. The state's best wrestlers are one win away from a walk in Saturday's Parade of Champions, and with the team races still up for grabs, every point is magnified tonight. All the outstanding action is coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker live from the CHI Center in Omaha right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to the CHI Health Center for the 2019 Nebraska State High School Wrestling Semifinals. Doug Duda, along with Larry Baker, the Hall of Famer Tom McCann, is with us as well for tonight's activities as the pre-championship ceremonies are going on here at the CHI Health Center. We've made it through basically two full days of wrestling to get us to this point. Earlier today, a ton of wrestlebacks, and we will keep our eyes out there on the outer mats of what's going on as those gentlemen are trying to get a win and go into the medal round tomorrow morning. For the semifinals, it's pretty easy, Larry. You're one win away from being in the Parade of Champions. Obviously, there's a few young men that have been in the Parade of Champions. A couple of them have been there three times and trying to, well, there's more than a couple, but there's a couple that are going for four-time state championships. And Evan Waddington from our area is trying to be a four-time finalist. Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton trying to be a four-time champion, but they have to get through tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it, and it's, it's just such an interesting deal, Doug, when you look at it. Uh, the, the dreams that get made tonight, the dreams that get shattered tonight are just uh, unbelievable when you look at it and think about it, and we've been able to be witness to so many of them. There will be some big moments out there tonight, uh, and those two guys trying to get in the finals for the fourth time to win a fourth uh, championship, the pressure is immense. And uh, they are honoring uh, some Distinguished Service Award winners here that have given their time to wrestling right now, the Believers and Achievers, which is a little special to us. We have uh, from uh, Donovan Trumbull, we have from Centura, my cousin from Creighton is getting an honor here among those, and a young man from Athayer Central uh, being honored here before the state championships. Yeah, and Grace McDonald from Centura High School, Doug, uh, who's a receiving the Believer and Achiever Award tonight. Absolutely fantastic student, the kind of kid that you want representing your school, representing our state. 
Uh, I think she's going into to media as well, Doug. Um, but she's a fantastic kid, definitely deserving, as is all of these kids. But Centura is extremely proud of Grace. So they've got some officials they're going to honor. They are going to continue the tradition of a parade for the teams that were in the state duels a couple of weeks ago. So we're still a little ways away from uh, bringing you championship wrestling action, but not that far away, and uh, we'll be talking more about that. But uh, let's take a look at the team races, Larry. Uh, For Hastings, that is probably the one team we're looking at right now. Amherst still has an outside chance, and not a way outside, but they're outside the top two right now. They've got some work to do in D. Carney probably does. They'd have to have a perfect rest of the state tournament to even get in the top two, which is always possible. Uh, and you've seen some teams that aren't quite as deep do some nice things down here. Lexington, Aurora only brought four, but they're still all wrestling here tonight. Yeah, the Bearcats starting with A tonight, Doug. They need to have a great night for Carney. Uh, and and for what they've wanted to do this year. The trouble in A is, to be quite honest with you, Doug, is you've got a situation where 23 Omaha, Burke, Columbus, and Millard South, that's a lot of points. Those three teams are going to separate from the field. Carney needs to have a good night tonight to put themselves, they need to finish in the top five and should. Well, this, of course, would be a great opportunity to bring in the third member of our crew tonight, and that is the Hall of Fame coach from Carney High, now working with UNK. Uh, Tom McCann is going to join us for our finals coverage tonight. And Tom, what do you think about uh, having a headset on and being way up here on the sixth level instead of on the chair down there? Well, uh, being that I just found out about this yesterday from (laughs) our athletic director, Mark Bauer. Uh, It's great to be here. This is the exciting time of year, and this is the exciting night that everybody that's in the wrestling rooms that work for all year to uh, make it down to this round where you win tonight, you either medal or go into the finals tomorrow, and this is an exciting time for the athletes and the fans alike. So, you know, it gives me goosebumps sitting up here, knowing a lot of these guys from Kearney High, a lot of the kids from all the other schools I know also. So uh, a lot of these kids, we, we've tried to recruit at UNK. So, uh, you know, we're, we're here to uh, enjoy the excitement, but also pull for certain kids that uh, we've kind of got a little bit of the, uh, you know, I guess uh, we're looking out. For, for, the, for our favorite horse, so to speak. <laughs> Tom, there are a lot of different stories with these kids down here. We just talked about some of them are walking out here expecting to win and being back in the parade of champions. A few of them try to be a four-time champ. A few of them try to get in the parade for the fourth time. There's some other kids that are tickled to death that they have won their first two matches and are actually in this parade or in this uh, semifinals. There are some of them that were number four seed in their district that uh, had to work just to get to this point. There are all different kinds of uh, young men down there, probably with all different kinds of thoughts in their head. Uh, Do you coach individually these young men, or is it a team meeting before you send them out on the mat? Oh, everything's about the team because uh, every weight counts. Uh, You add them all up, and, and every weight has to pull their weight at the state finals in order to to place real high and take home some type of trophy but uh, you know you're talking about having a perfect night Carney. i know in 2000 we came in 12th that morning we had six guys going they went uh, uh perfect day we finished with uh, four thirds and two championships with four pens one tech one major and uh we ended up uh, bumping to 11th to 8th and uh, had two pins in the finals and took home a state runner-up trophy. Of course, uh, you know, in 2012, we lost seven one-point matches in the, on Friday. So, you know, we, we, uh, we kind of didn't perform to our best ability. Sometimes you 
uh, go out and try too hard. I think that happened today with a couple of the Carney kids. You know, they were really trying hard, and they made a couple of mistakes, but they were in the matches. They've wrestled hard, and they've wrestled tough, but uh, you have to have a little bit of lady luck on your side sometimes, but you have to also go out and, and make that luck by wrestling smart and sound, and uh, anything can happen. That's what makes the, the semifinals so exciting. Well, we're looking forward to having uh, Coach McCann with us here uh, throughout the night. And uh, let's take a look at a couple of the other classes uh, before we uh, look at who's in the finals, who's in the wrestlebacks. Larry, uh, Class B, we talked about Hastings being there. They hit a touch of a bump in the road uh, yesterday and uh, lost maybe a kid that, or two that they didn't want to lose in the wrestlebacks today, but they still have the lead in the team race. Yeah, here's the deal. They did not have the day today that, that uh, Coach Lauchs talked about this morning when you and I visited with him. But what I love about this Class B race, I've, I've talked about it all week, it's very much like an old-school Class C race, the way it used to be when it was the race to 100 or 120 points, and it, that is still in effect. You know, we talk about, Scott, let's say they go, because they've only got four left. They lost their guy on the backside this morning. So let's say they win them all. They're going to score 40, 45 points somewhere in there. That still doesn't get them to 100 in a sense. So it'll go down to tomorrow. Hastings has that opportunity to get there. Uh, as does, I think Lexington has, has put themselves in shape to uh, be able to make some noise. And uh, Columbus Lakeview has this Class B race. Normally uh, not the case. This Class B race very much is in doubt. We're going to take a break. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of Hogemeyer Hybrids. More from Omaha in the state wrestling semifinals in a minute. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Office equipment, supplies, and service. That's what LaserTech of Nebraska offers you. LaserTech, putting the serve back in service. Doing what can't be done every day and the impossible with two days' notice. LaserTech in sunny downtown Shelton. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Well, this is as good a time as any to kind of run down some of the young men uh, that are going to be wrestling tonight. And we will start, uh, you just heard of the break before we came on the air, a lot of the guys that are going to be wrestling in the finals tonight. So let's take a look at the gentlemen that will be wrestling in the wrestleback round. Again, you win this, you're guaranteed a medal, and you'll have two matches in the morning finishing anywhere from third until uh, sixth. For Carney High, we have Archer Heelan. Riley Steele, Gage Ferguson, Gage McBride, and Gus Franton. So five Bearcats are in this round along with the four in the semifinals. And let's just be blunt here, Larry, nine, that's a lot. There's three or four other teams with more than that wrestling tonight. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. You take a look at Grand Island uh, wrestling in this uh, third, fourth place or consolation round, Colby Lucas-Savage, Tyler Salpas, Oscar Richter, and Ethan McPhillips. In Class B, that'll be wrestling on the outer mats. Bryce Brown, Evan Marara. For Adam Central, Cameron Court and Tristan Obermiller. 
for Aurora, Trevor Cluck, Seth Wonk, and Carter Persley. For Granelman Northwest, Colin Quant, Cooper Kaiser will be wrestling, trying to get in for medals. For Holdridge, they were eliminated out of the tournament earlier today. For Central City, Dyson Coons and Kobe Brandenburg, they were both in the Parade of Champions last year. Now tonight they need a win to medal in 2019. For Kozad, Connor Westcote is the only wrestler that is in this round. For Lexington, Ivan Lazo, Ian Bailey, and Jade Worth, the heavyweight who lost last night in the ultimate tiebreaker to Noah Stafurski. Got a 1-2 matchup there. Uh, Stafurski, of course, going to be a walk-on for the Husker football team. In Class C, those that are wrestling in the consolation round tonight for Kearney Catholic, Zach Rogers and Matthew Feldner. Feldner finishing third here last year. Wood River, they have all three that are still remaining in the semifinals. Ravenna has just Chapa to go, and he is in the semifinals. We move on. Gibbon, Donovan Trumbull, nobody that will be in that outside match. Centura will have Austin Simmons at the 220 pounds in Class C. The heavyweight for St. Paul is Nick Pardnos. He will be on the outside mat. Some others that are wrestling to try and get in for a medal. For Sutton, Lee Carlson handed his first loss of the year in the quarterfinals last night. Also for Ord is Jesse Ulrich. For Loomis Bertrand, Jacob Hilmer will be wrestling on the outside mat. And in Class D, Amherst, all four remaining wrestlers are in the semifinals. For Alma, Dalen Russell will be in the outside mat. Blake Rosiski from Ansley Litchfield, one win away from getting medals. For Axtell, Dustin Klingsborn and Caleb Sent. For Elm Creek, Kobe Smith. From Elwood, Zach Dickow. From Burwell, they are down to the two semifinalists. For Shelton, Michael Couts and Alex Slagle. And Shelton has three of their four guys still wrestling tonight. I thought Shelton wrestled a really good tournament. They've got a chance to get in the finals tonight. Uh, they've wrestled well. And finally, in Class D on the outside mats, one went away from meddling. Tristan White of Arapahoe, Logan, uh, excuse me, Tate Negleston of South Loop, and Dalton Hansen from Harvard. And we will keep a look. I mean, uh, we have to draw a circle around our coverage area. There's no doubt about it. But we will keep our eye out on a variety of other athletes. And the team race, especially in Class C with Broken Bow just up the road. And we'll see how some of the other young men are doing it tonight as they get ready for a championship match tomorrow, they hope, here in Omaha. We'll be back with more right after this. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Sark of Hogemeyer Hybrids. We'll look at the finalists when we return to Omaha for the state wrestling tournament. 
Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, Unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. Pool, spas, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Let's take a look at the starting lineups or the finalists for tonight's uh, action. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, in Class A, we have Kearney and Grand Island to take a look at. For the Islanders, Juan Pedro and Blake Cushing. For Kearney, Hunter Nagatani, Philip Mumi, Nick James, and Carter Abels. In Class B, Grady Aarons of Northwest and Caden Swoboda of Aurora are both at 106. Jake Russman of Kozad at 113. At 132, it's Brady Fago and Wyatt Holtz. Lexington and Gothenburg will face off against each other. Isaac Hunsley from Hastings is also at 132. At 138, Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings. Tristan Berry of Lexington at 145. His teammate, Riley Cuff at 160. Damon Pape, undefeated junior for Hastings at 170 pounds. A Tri-Cities face-off at Class B... 195, Connor Brown of Adams Central against 46-1, Grady Grease of Northwest, and at heavyweight, Josh Stahlbomber of Kozad. In Class C, there are three Wood River Eagles in the semifinals, including Dylan Ann Chetta at 106, Carson Thompson at 113, and of course, Evan Waddington, 52-1, a defending state champion at 138. Gibbons' Daniel Eskendon will take on Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow at 126. Carney Catholics' Chris Feldner is at 132. Joe Henricks of Sutton is at 145. Kyle Bentley of Centura at 152. And Alex Chapa of Ravenna at 170. At 106 pounds in Class D, it is Jesse Saucida of Shelton. He'll have a rematch, and he's seen Eli Lanham of Plainview Last year, state championship in the uh, consolation round. Earlier this year at the Amherst tournament, Isaiah Shields of Amherst at 120. His teammate, Quentin Frank, at 126. Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton, two wins away from being a four-timer at 132. Joel Ostrom of Burwell at 138. Sam Florell of Amherst is at 145. At D152 is Connor Schutz of Elwood. At 170 pounds, Jaron Potts of Amherst will be taking on Zimmerer of Creighton, and Chase Hauserman of Franklin will take on Noah Scott of Randolph. Corey Daw of Burwell is at 182, and that the heavyweights in Class D, 
Keen Martin of Overton, and then a one versus two, according to the coaches' poll. Number one, Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City against Marcus Cave of Weeping Water. This tardy lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. So glad to have you along with us for tonight's state wrestling championship action here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Hastings, Lincoln, Lexington, and Holdridge, Barney Insurance, and you can listen as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're about ready to get the wrestling underway. The 2019 State High School semifinals are coming up on Power 99. Back by popular demand, Rexius Nutrition Carney is now your only spot to pick up eat, fit, go, healthy meals. 80% of weight loss is due to diet. We all know that. So let us take the work of dieting out for you and pick up your prepackaged healthy eat, fit, go meals only at Rexius Nutrition Carney. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Carney. We take pride in what you ride. CHS Agri Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, Tom McCann, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. We are ready to get things underway. On the mat in the consolation, Dalton Hansen of Harvard will be taking on Sam Foster of Sutherland. Foster suffered his first defeat of the season here at the state tournament, so Hansen will have his hands full. But then we also have in the semifinals Juan Pedro of Grand Island against 50-5 and five, Caleb Coyle of Millard South. 48-4, Grady Aarons of Northwest against freshman Zach Oreda of Omaha Scut. Also in the semifinals is Dylan Anchetta, the 45-3 freshman from Wood River against Brock Bowling, the 35-9 freshman from Pierce. So we're ready to go. Are you ready, Larry? Yeah, and, and, and team race-wise, right off the bat in A and B, Grand Island can help here. Uh, by beating Millard South, or Millard South can start to extend, and it's a big deal. Right now, if you're a Hastings Tiger, you're a Grand Island Northwest Viking fan because one of four Omaha Scott final, or semi-finalists is going to wrestle Grady Aarons from uh, Grand Island Northwest. So team stuff right, right off the bat. And we're so glad to have you along with us here on Power 99. Rich Broderson gives the signal to wrestle, and we are underway here in Omaha as we look forward to bringing you tonight's state championship semifinal action. And it's going to be really interesting with Grady Aarons. He's a high, high-level wrestler. He's wrestled literally across the country his whole life, but at times he can be a little overzealous. If he just stays within himself here, he's got a great chance. It's a freshman-on-a-freshman matchup with the Omaha Scut Catholic uh, wrestler. And for Wood River, they could really make a run here. Dylan Anchetta, when you have a battle of freshmen, you never know what's going to happen. Their first opportunity to be uh, in this situation. And Tom McCann, uh, how do you feel when you watch a Grand Island Islander as one of your chief rivals from Kearney High? Well, you kind of kind of pull for them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're close by. Uh, two sophomores going at it. And, you know, this Caleb Coyle got to be pretty decent to have 50 wins under his belt at this point in the season. So... Uh, 
I don't know. Pedro took him off. And, uh, you know, they're they're getting after it pretty good. Right now, no score. Yeah, Grady Aarons gets a big takedown. That was a big scramble that just about ended up in big points. And you can't take your eyes off that kid because he ends up in some really wild positions. But that first period takedown, really important. 47 seconds left in the first period, and they're going to get a fresh whistle here. Take a look down here at Matt number six, and Dylan Anchetta has been taken down by Brock Bowling of Pierce with 45 seconds to go in the first period. So Anchetta now down 2 nothing in the 106 semifinal. Yeah, Dylan Anchetta's had a tremendous season. He's 45-3, and three, just a freshman, but he's done a fantastic job for Coach Waddington this year. He's nice. got himself in some trouble here. Nice fireman's carry there for a takedown by Caleb Coyle. And Grady Aaron's riding. He's got a leg in. Hit a splatle. We got a splatle at the state meet, and you know what that means, Doug. That's Mike Fleshman time, baby, is what that means. One of the greats that was always uh, helping uh, an assistant coach at Carney High that did a lot of years with us here on the radio, and that was our favorite move with the splatle. Oh, whip over. Yeah, we got a neck whip. We could get a pin here by Grady Aaron's. He's in tremendous position. It's, he's going to take an 8-0 lead. Now, just understand that that's not always safe. Grady will put himself in some spots, but you see how fluid he is here. This is big for not only Coach Sebrins and Grady Aarons, but for the Hastings Tigers. Caleb Coyle has a 2-0 lead over Juan Pedro. They go to the second period of Grand Island. Pedro will take bottom to start the second period here. Now we have some blood time in the Anchetta match down here for Wood River as he trails 2-0. Yeah, he trails 2-0, but he truly has drawn first blood, Doug. <laughs> That's his opponent bleeding. So Granola and Northwest off to a good start here with an 8-0 lead here for Grady Aarons. Down in the consolation, Dalton Hansen has a 2-0 lead over 49-1 freshman Sam Foster. Hansen of Harvard is up by a score of 2-0, and he is trying to get a turn here late in the second period. Yeah, he's got a cradle. He's getting some swipes. Only got one. Didn't score there. But imagine that. You're a freshman, but you're 49-1, and meaning his only loss, Doug, came yesterday in the season, and he's fighting to stay in this tournament. They'll start the second period here in the C semifinals, and Bowling of Pierce will be on bottom. He leads it 2 to nothing. We're back to action over here in Class B. Yeah, another takedown, 10-0, almost, and he did get two more back points. 12-0, now one minute left. And this is a deal where you have to keep up your pace if you're Grady Aarons, but don't get yourself in trouble here. You're literally in the driver's seat three points away from going to your first state final. Logan Russell from High Plains. Worth mentioning, he leads uh, two to zero. He's forty and zero, two-time state champion down there for Coach Manstead. Coach Manstead's fiftieth season. Would like to get himself a state finalist in year fifty. Checking out the scores right now. Juan Pedro is still trailing two to nothing as they are midway through the second period against Caleb Coyle of Millard South. And Pedro has been on bottom and has not been able to score so far here in the second period. Dylan Anchetta continues to trail two to nothing in his match against uh, Brock Bowling of Pierce, working on maybe getting a reversal here to try to tie things up at two. And then you have Grady Aarons up 13 to nothing already. And if he gets one more turn, he can tech fall here. He's got to be very careful and not let any crazy stuff. It's going to be 12 to 2 now. Back on their feet. 30 seconds left in the second period. And of course, you see Coach Seabrant's giving it to him. And also in the corner is uh, Blake Fructel, which would be Grady Aarons' cousin. 
And Chetta trying to ride things out here over Bowling with 25 seconds to go. Bowling gets out of there, and Anchetta's just holding onto the leg, and Bowling's trying to drag him across, and Anchetta's trying to pull him out of bounds. Neither one can get a lot of really good uh, control here. Grady Aaron's just tried a high flyer, and he's on his back. He's in big trouble. This is what I said. He'll put himself in some of these spots. Now 12-6. to That fast, this lead has been cut in half. And at 12-2, there's no need to try something like that, is no. there? And that's, uh, he, he's, you know, when he, when he was beaten by the Sydney wrestler early in the year, it was the same type of situation. Tried a high flyer and got himself in trouble. Pedro was not able to get off the bottom, Coach McCann, over there, and so now he trails 2 to nothing and has the top position to start the third period. Right, he almost got out one time, but uh, he rode, rode him out pretty well, and... Uh, I, he's going to have to cut him and try and take him down to his back or something because he could just sit there and coach to a 2 to nothing win. So Juan Pedro's got to get busy and turn him or cut him and try and take him down. Grady Aarons just took a big shot, and he's going to end up getting the pin. Grady Aarons going to the finals. He'll take the pin in four minutes and 23 seconds and put some more points on the board here for Grand Island Northwest. Yeah, that's a big deal. I see his dad down there having a blast. I grew up with his father, J.J. Aarons. Great kid. Of course, T.J. Aaron's a state medalist for Grand Island. will be his uncle. And as I said, Blake Fruckle, three-time state champion, cousin. A stall warning has been issued against Caleb Coyle of Millard South, but he can get two or three of those and be just fine in this match. One minute left. Pedro trails two to nothing. Back down here in the Class C match, Bowling was able to get an escape, leading three to nothing. Now he's in on a shot he's, on he's Angela. Juan Pedro's got a cradle yes, he locked does. up. Pedro's wrestled a really good match in these types uh, of matches. Oh, he gave it up. Uh, Couldn't finish it, and he is going to be reversed, and it's 4 nothing now. Coyle leading Pedro with 40 seconds, 35 seconds to go on the match. And our young man from Harvard is going to get himself a medal. He wrestles Sam Foster from Sutherland, 49-1. and Dalton Hansen, 28 and 10, leaving with a medal. He'll wrestle tomorrow morning. One of the roughest things that can ever be asked to you in the offseason. How was your season? Oh, it was great. How'd you do? I was undefeated in the regular season. What'd you medal? Didn't. Yeah, the worst when you say I was 49 and 2 as a sophomore, what place did you get? None. That means the two came at the worst time. Well, it happens, and now uh, Anchetta down three to one. Caleb Coyle just won it. Coyle able to get a four-nothing win. Over Juan Pedro of Grand Island, he was expected to win, and he's able to get the job done. Yeah, now for uh, in the Class B, we're going to get Quentin Chavez of Gehring, who was third a year ago, Doug, wrestling Caden Sabota from Aurora, who was fourth a year ago. This actually is a rematch of the third, fourth place matchup last year at the state meet. Sabota, 43-3, and he's just a sophomore. Wrestling Quentin Chavez Agaring, 32 and 3. So they wrestled at the state meet last year. Quick takedown by Chavez Agaring. And Chetta needs a takedown for Wood River to tie it. He's in on a shot. He's got the takedown with 10 seconds to go. He's tied the match at 3. And it looks like Anchetta, if he can ride him out, we might get to overtime. But Bowling trying to roll through here. Anchetta's able to hold him. And we're going to go to overtime in the C106 semifinal for Anchetta of Wood River. Yeah, we said it at the top. He's a very gutsy freshman, and he's in the room with Waddington. And, I mean, he's, he's able to uh, glean a lot from what Evan Waddington brings to that room, and Darren's done a good job bringing this kid along. 
Avon Lazo of Lexington is on the Class B mat for consolation. And now in the Class D, second 106-pound semifinal, Jesse Saucita, the 36-4 junior out of Shelton against Eli Lanham, the 40-3 sophomore from Plainview. And one of those losses came to Saucita in the Amherst Finals. Yeah, uh, Lanham beat Saucita uh, in the Amherst Finals, but last year Saucita beat Lanham uh, in the third and fourth place match. So these two are one and one in the last two years. Incredible scramble down here in the Wood River Pierce match. Anchetta, it could go either way right now as they're on the mat. No points have been awarded. Anchetta's got to stay on the ankle. They'll still, he needs to stay on the ankle, get his head up. High head will win here. Stay on the ankle, elevate the ankle. This is a great scramble here, Doug. High-level stuff. Ten seconds to go. Anchetta. Anchetta can't pop his ankle free. And we're going to go to sudden victory. Whoa, what a scramble. That was really good. You Most times freshmen will, will panic in that moment uh, with that ankle. He did a nice job there. I think Anchetta's bleeding. Four to one now down in the Class B uh, with Caden Sabota trailing Quentin Chavez of Garing. Lazo of Lexington and Manier of Sydney did not score in the first period, so they go to the second period here, and we'll get a quick escape for Lazo, so he's up one nothing. Eli Lanham has gotten the early takedown here and has turned Jesse Saucita of Shelton, and he has got a 5-0 lead, and he is working for more. Yeah, you're right, Doug. He really looks good, and as, I, as you said, you called the match when uh, Lanham beat Saucita at the Amherst Invite. He looks like a hammer on top. Back over here to our sudden victory with Anchetta of Wood River and Bowling of Pierce. Bowling will be on bottom for the first 30 seconds. Anchetta is able to ride him out of bounds down to 16 seconds. Yeah, and Anchetta's tough on top. He's extremely tough on top. This is big now that you're in the tie breaks. Captured the arm, did a nice job. Oh, his butt's on the mat. He, You can give up the escape here. You can't give up the reversal. Look how Anchetta's scooting. He's doing a fantastic job. Five seconds left. Boy, this would be a big ride out, and Chet has just got to get out now. How many times at the end of a practice has it been? Get out to win. Last sprint to win. Right now, if you get out and you can hold him off for 30 seconds, you go to the Parade of Champions as a freshman. And again, just if he escapes, will not end it. They will wrestle the full 30 seconds in this sudden victory. And so Anchetta now, it's his turn to try and score. He's got to score from the bottom here. We will go to the ultimate tiebreaker, and then it'll be Bowling's choice. That's the, the man who scored first. And Bowling's doing a good job. He's ridden him out 15 seconds already. He's got a really tough arm bar. He's tripoded up, has Anchetta. Bowling drops down to the leg, which is the right thing to do. 15 seconds. Anchetta's got a really good chance to score. And, boy, how often do you see that? Neither wrestler was able to escape. So now if it's your choice, what do you do? Usually it's just automatic. You take bottom. Yeah, he just took top. And so here we go to four to walk tomorrow in the Parade of Champions, the ultimate tiebreaker for Dylan Anchetta of Wood River. You know, Coach McCann, you, you coached a long time. You put your kids in this situation all the time, don't you, at the end of a practice, that mental deal, get out to win, here it is. That's exactly right. You know everything's at stake right now. You've got to go. He got to his feet, did Anchetta. They're going to immediately throw a leg in. Now, I think that they'll only let that happen maybe one or two times. There's been no warnings, and you're not going to get I ding twice in the ultimate tiebreaker here. But 
Restart for a potentially dangerous. They re-off the whistle. 20 seconds, and Chet has got to get out. He just needs to create a scramble here. He's going to get out. There it is, and Chetta has gotten out in the ultimate tiebreaker and will walk in the parade of champions for Wood River tomorrow with a 4-3 victory. Yeah, what a fantastic job. He just fought and clawed, gave up the first takedown, and didn't give up. Look at Darren Waddington. He's just fired up. Good for them. He got the takedown with about 10 seconds to go in the third period to tie it up at three apiece. And Doug, I don't think that the wrestler from Pierce, Brock Bowling, understands. He continued to try to wrestle, and when Anchetta stopped, he took him down. He's arguing. He thinks that that continues. That's only in the tie breaks. Once we get to the ultimate tiebreaker, it's done. So that is the end of the match. Let's take a look at Eli Lanham and Jesse Saucedo. This has got interesting again. It is now 7-4 to four, Lanham. It was 5 to nothing. so Saucedo has wrestled his way back in here. They're on their feet in the final seconds of the second period. Austin Muneer has gotten a reversal here over Lazo of Lexington with 1.40 to go in the third period, and so Lazo is trailing 2-1 to one in the consolation match. Caden Swoboda of Aurora, they go to the third. He trails Chavez of Gehring by a score of 7-2, to and Archer Heelan is on the consolation mat against Nathan Rubio. Rubino is a 4-7-8 sophomore out of Omaha Burke. So Heelan trying to pick up a medal here as he's been rated in the top five all season long. Yeah, this it's it's seven to four down here uh, with Saucedo. When you have kids That's that have seen each other, period, I think. Yep. And they haven't scored in the first two periods, so they're going to go to the third. And Heelan's choice, Heelan's choice, and Rubino says, "I'm just going to cut you." So Heelan's up one to nothing. They wrestle on their feet in the third. That's right. a great move. There's no reason, you know, it's just such a risk to go down there and ride and ride and ride and give up a late escape. Oh, that was a close one. Lanham and Saucita, neutral position in the third period. A minute 30 to go. Lanham of Plainview leading Saucita of Shelton 7-4. Yeah, and Lanham's in on the leg, Doug. Saucita's fighting it off, but this is not a position that Saucita's going to be able to score from. Pretty quick uh, stalemate. Very smart there by the official. Saucita fell down 5 nothing immediately in the first period. Yeah, and Heelan actually is in pretty good shape here. Rubino's really kind of chasing him, and when guys do that, it puts you in a position to be able to create an easier angle and score. This is the 2019 State High School Wrestling Tournament semifinal round here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Boy, Lanham has stayed aggressive here against Saucedo. They're down to 50 seconds to go. Over there for Archer Heelan. He's up one nothing with a minute 15 to go as they wrestle on their oh, feet. We're going to get a restart. Yep. Just got warned. Stalling. He needs to stay in there and keep... Keep in good position, not reach for his head, be ready to down block. He's got to get taken down to lose this. Yeah, he's, he's got to fight that. Or, or, oh, look at that. He took a shot. He's got to match that foot movement by Rubino. Yeah. got to change levels with him. Still 7-4 to four with Saucita, just 25 seconds left. Saucita's got to find three points here, and he's going to get taken down. He took, a, he took a risk at a shot here, and they're down to 15 seconds. Even if he gets two here, it's not going to be enough for Saucedo. And it looks like Lanham's just going to keep the leg here, and we're going to get a stalemate with six seconds to go. Archer Heelan still won nothing. The only point was letting him up to start the third period on an escape. And Heelan 
continues to lean on him here, Coach. And we are done here down at Class D. 30 seconds left. Saucedo loses 7-4 for Shelton, but uh, Heelan is doing doing a good job down there. Yep. He's going he's gonna to get another shot against him coming up. He's got. Oh, he took the shot. If he can get down to that leg and just hang there tight. He's got a single leg. He's turning corner. That's a great place to be. Heelan's, with the Heelan's right there. Just smart. Stay away from headlocks. He's stepping over. He's Eight down seconds. seven seconds left. You got a single in the air. Keep him on the mat. And Archer Heelan is going to win one nothing over Rabino Just of Omaha. Just won a state medal. So Archer Heelan, the first Bearcat to guarantee out of this five-man rotation that they'll have here tonight to pick up a medal. A couple other re- uh, results. Swoboda, Carter Swoboda of Aurora has been defeated in the semifinals 7-2, to and Lazo of Lexington has been eliminated from the tournament, losing the consolation match 6-3. to So we're going to take a break here as we listen to uh, many of our fine sponsors as you are listening to the State High School Wrestling Tournament. When we return, Tristan Obermiller of Adams Central will be on the consolation match and more semifinals after this. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing and Carney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. This wrestling update is proudly sponsored by the gang at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Looking for a new career or a career change? Call Casey at Belchner's today and find out how you can begin a great job right now at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Best of luck, wrestlers. And welcome back to high school wrestling here on Classic Hits Power 99 of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. A reminder, Carney High is playing basketball at home tonight against Millard West starting at 6 on ESPN 1460, the Kearney Catholic Adams Central boys game tonight was canceled because of the weather. But back to wrestling here. We have Tristan Obermiller with the early takedown of a Reed Stocky of Nebraska City, and he leads it 2 to nothing into the second period. Taking a look at some of the rest of the action out there, you've got Jalen Ruffin of North Platte against Paul Garcia of Scotts Bluff in the Class B-113 semifinal. Brandon Bostert, he's the Lincoln East wrestler in this 106 story uh, that has been in there with Heelan and Juan Pedro, and those three have seen each other a ton of times, and he is uh, on the chance to get to a final here. But the Grice brothers from Bellevue East are number one ranked at 106 and at 113. Yeah, the Bostert boy, his uncle uh, is a Centura guy. His cousins go to Centura. And that was overtime, Doug, I believe. Yeah, they were in overtime. They made it into all the way to the very end here. And it looks like Bastard is going to fall in the ultimate tiebreaker. Again, the old 1-1. Seemed to me like we've seen a lot more of those this year. And maybe maybe that, maybe that, not. But we saw a lot of low-scoring matches. Uh, if they did go into the ultimate tiebreaker, it seemed a lot of them were, 
1-1. You got into sudden victory. Both got the escape 2-2. We saw a lot of 3-2 ultimate tiebreaker finals. Yeah, now we get Blake Cushing from Grand Island going to wrestle Garrett Grice from Bellevue East. Of course, Garrett Grice, the freshman, 47-0. Cushing, 36-5. Cushing's a tough kid. He's wrestled in that Grand Island program a long time. Dad's a Centura guy. Uh, Very good kid, been around. But uh, as we see, nobody's been able to solve the puzzle of Grice yet this year. Trenton Obermiller still has a 2-0 lead here for Tristan Obermiller for Adams Central over Strachey of Nebraska City as they are winding down the second period, and we are now ready to go into the third period down here with the score 3-0 now in favor of Obermiller. Consolation match, Class B, 113 pounds. Yeah, and just that fast, Grice comes out, gets the quick takedown on Cushing. Very quick takedown. Coming up, Hunter Nagatani will be following Cushing on that 113-pound mat here in Class A. And, of course, he'll wrestle Emilio Haynes from Omaha Central. Escape. And now we've got, uh, coming up down here, the Thompson young man for um, Wood River, their second finalist, Carson Thompson. Sophomore, 47 and six, is going to take on the defending state champion and Chris Williams from Valentine, 36 and one, and just that fast, Chris Williams scores a takedown. And over here in the consolation, over Miller has put Strachey on his back. He's trying to finish off the pin. Adam Central thinks he's got a short time here in the third period. Over Miller really hit him with a good high flyer there and dropped him to his back, and it doesn't look like they're going to award him a pin yet. There's still a minute to go here in the third period. And he's got him in big trouble. And there it is. Finally, they slap the mat at 5.08. And Obermiller will move on for a medal tomorrow morning for Adams Central. And Coach Linusky getting another medalist there for the Patriots. Blake Cushing was able to get out. 46 seconds left in this first period, so it's 2-1. to one. Did a really nice job off the bottom. Oh, big sweep single there by Grice. And he's got Cushing in some trouble. He's got it kind of seat belted. Cushing's going to try to scramble around. He's creating a nice scramble. He's got to stay down on the legs. The high head will win in these situations, and Grice has got him in a little bit of trouble. He's going to get, nope, looked like he was going to get two, but they're out of bounds. And that's high-level wrestling there where as they start to go out of bounds, Cushing circles back to the ankle. Most kids kind of flop to their belly and give up the two. Carson Thompson in the Class C semifinal. Taken down by Chris Williams of Valentine, and he's been riding him out two to nothing. Thompson still with 30 seconds to go here in this first period. Man, just big hand fighting again, two to one. 15 seconds left. You're Blake Cushing. You don't. You know, he doesn't feel terrible about this first round. He's competed tremendously well. He's going to have to find a way to create his own shot. Grice has probably oh, taken 20 that. shots. And time will run out in the first period with Cushing of Grand Island trailing 2-1. to one. Yeah, and in the Class C match, Doug, uh, as we said, we've got Thompson down there wrestling for Wood River. Gave up the takedown but didn't get turned. It was taken down immediately upon the start of that, but just did a fantastic job making sure that there was nothing uh, beyond that. And we go to the second period. Williams decides he will take bottom here for Valentine. Cushing's out, ties it up. He's back in on a shot. So Grand Island hanging tough here. Pedro did lose four oh. to nothing. 
Wood River did get a win already with Anchetta and the ultimate tiebreaker, 4-3, to three, and Thompson trying to pull an even bigger upset here, trying to avoid the reversal, but, man, Williams is just so good for Valentine. Yeah, no doubt about it. Defending state champion. Grace just got another takedown. Goes up 4-2. He's just superior on his feet, I think. As we see here, Blake Cushing, you know, 36-5 and five as a sophomore. It's his first year in the lineup. He's get, there it is, one escape. It's 4-3. to three. Yeah, This is really good. Minute 15 left. Cushing He's in on a shot. Did get in on a leg. Uh-oh, trying to splatle. Cushing's doing a nice job to circle away from it. I'm not sure they blew it. No, I thought they'd blown it dead. They didn't. They're still going. One minute left in the second period. Cushing's doing a really nice job here. He steps over that leg. He'll get two. And he is stepping over the ankle. Now he's got to be able to get it scooped with his foot. Oh, I don't know if I stalemate that right there. No, no. That was... Should have waited a little bit on that. They're complaining about the brace. Grice got up and kind of pointed to his face. There must be some metal in that brace that Cushing's wearing. And now back over here in Class C, Williams of Valentine has gotten the reversal, and he takes Thompson to his back, and he is going to end the match with a pin in three minutes and 39 seconds. So 3.39, Thompson, Carson Thompson of Wood River is defeated by pin by the defending champion, Chris Williams of Valentine. And it was good for Thompson to get in the semis here. He'll... He'll, he's a tough kid. He'll do a nice job tomorrow. Grace is in on a shot. 40 seconds left. Got him in the air. Got him in the air. He's going to get two. And immediately and get his locked, locked, locked hands. So point here he'll, for Cushing. He'll still be up two points. And we still have a lot of wrestling to do down there. 30 seconds to go in the second period. Grice of Bellevue East, a 6-4 lead over Cushing of Grand Island. Yeah, and the pace of that match has been extremely high. It'll be interesting to see who has the gas in the tank on this thing. You're listening to the State Wrestling Tournament here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com from the CHI Health Center here in Omaha. And our wrestling action is brought to you by Impact Seed. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation. Contact Pioneer sales professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneers, science with service, delivering success. Cushing trying to get out here before the end of the period, but cannot do it, so they'll go to the third. Yeah, and on Mad 8, Doug Kobe Smith from Elm Creek is going to take the match, trying to get himself a medal. Match has just started with uh, Tyler Nagel from Morrill. Smith is a 41 and 8 sophomore. Nagel a 37 and 10 sophomore. Smith trying to be one of those guys that lost in the first round and win three in a row to get in for a medal. Yeah, and he wrestled really well this morning. Tyler Nagel, 37 and 10. Now you have Jace Russman of Kozad. On the mat in the Class B 113-pound semifinal with an early five-point move here over Tanner York of Beatrice. And not even a minute in, and he is in control of this match. Yeah, and York was a fifth, uh, excuse me, York from Beatrice was a fifth-place finisher last year. Jace Rassman, Russman, excuse me, did not place. So Cushing's riding tough. Down three, it gets tough to spend all the time here. He's going to maybe give up a reversal. Yeah, I think we got a potentially dangerous in there and a one-point award. 
because they're going to say that loss of control. For the escape. Okay, the escape. So it's 7-4, to four, Grice. And Cushing has not been able to find a way to get him taken down to the mat. Track load. And in the Class D race, we do have a Plainview Archbishop Bergen matchup tonight. He's got his head down, trying hard. Uh, he gets two. He goes up 9-4. Yeah, this is a tremendous performance by Cushing. He's just a little bit outmatched on his feet. Yep. Interesting call there, uh, Coach McCann. They did not award the takedown. They called him out of bounds. Oh, I was with you. It looked like he was in bounds, but it's still 7-4, to four, so Cushing's down three with a minute to go on a restart neutral position. And Jace Russman has jumped out to an 8-0 lead from Kozad over Tanner York of Beatrice. He's going to try an inside trip. It looks like he's trying to. Yep, 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 he got it. Almost. Uh, yeah, 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 he got the inside trip. He can't capture the far oh, elbow. Oh, no. He needed to capture the far oh, elbow. He had 90% of that wrapped up. Oh, he tried a foot prop. Yep, right there. Yeah, he's he, going after him. He needed to capture that far elbow. If he elevates that far elbow, that absolutely would have been yeah. uh, back points. That would have been back points. That was a big move. That was a big move Cushing pulled out. But he did not even get credit for the takedown, nope. so he's, he's still down 7-4 with 36 seconds to go. He needs back points here. He's got to go for it. And he's just in a collar tie. No, that's not going to do it. Tries to duck. 25 left. There, Grice does the right thing by shooting in on a leg and just forcing Cushing to be on defense. Oh, he tried to throw. He almost got that. Does he he have that Joey Morrison twister? He needs to pull out a big move here in 12 seconds. There's a stone. Oh, he got caught with the same move he caught him with at first. Fire was carry. You know, the Grand Island coaches are upset, I think, but I don't think there's any reason to be. A tremendous match. Going to lose 9-4. to four. We definitely left it all out there. So a freshman, Grice, going to the state finals. As an undefeated wrestler. 48 play- Yeah, so you got all that thing there as a freshman. You're undefeated. You're going to, you know, they're already talking four-pound. I always think, Coach McCann, that that is the toughest part of it. The only way to be a four-time state champion is to win as a freshman. The hardest year to win is as a freshman. And, and yeah, there's pressure each and every year. But, boy, when, when you come out of what you do now in the offseason and a lot of guys go, man, this kid's got a chance to, to win as a freshman, that's a lot of pressure for a 14-year-old, 15-year-old. Yeah, yep. but you're yeah. still dumb as a freshman. <laughs> yeah, they get tougher every year. Russman now is 11-2 lead, 19 seconds left in the second period. Has just absolutely mauled Tanner York of Beatrice. Dyson Coons, who was upset in last night's quarterfinals of Central City, is taking on Ian Bailey of Lexington in the consolation at 120. And Coons has the takedown here in the first period. And Kobe Smith has finally got on the board here against Tyler Nagel. But Nagel of Morrill in the third period leads Smith 4-2. to They only have 50 seconds to go. Now they're on their feet, so Smith needs a takedown to tie it. Yeah, and Coons has done a great job coming back. He'll have his hands full with Ian Bailey, but Coons in the Parade of Champions last year, a state runner-up, and went backwards in the quarters yesterday. Smith trying to find a way to get in here on Nagel. Nagel's done a good job just kind of circling right in the center of the mat. 30 seconds to go. Smith is going to have to make something happen. He won 9-7 in overtime earlier today, got clipped 6-4 to yesterday. So he's been in some close matches here in Omaha. Yeah, and he's the one backing out. He's got to get his feet moving, Doug. 15 seconds. 
Takes a weak shot. Now looks to tie up high and get a throw, but instead they're going to go out of bounds. He got the takedown. Did they give it to him? I thought he signaled two. Now they say, yes, they did. Yeah, it's 4-4. They give him the takedown, 4-4 with five seconds to go for Kobe Smith. He's got to ride an angle out for five seconds to get to overtime. Yeah, and then he needs to look for another takedown. This is a big five seconds. Boy, Nagel comes straight up, and we get a potentially dangerous, so two seconds run off, and they'll restart. And that is smart by uh, Smith. He just threw a leg in, knowing that it would potentially dangerous it, and he wouldn't have to fight it. And they will go to overtime. Kobe Smith of Elm Creek is going to overtime for the second time today. Yeah, and Hunter Nagatani's taking the mat. He's doing a great job against Emilio Haynes. Emilio's in deep on a leg. This is where Nagatani's funk comes in. Nagatani does the full split, and now look, he's put himself in a position to stalemate it out. That's exactly what he does. Yo, Hunter Nagatani is a tough guy to wrestle. You heard Coach Swarm talk about it yesterday. And this, I mean, he's an underdog here. He's wrestling a two-time state placer. Haynes has been sixth and third. And now Russman of Kozad officially brings home a win in the Class B semifinals, 18-2 over York of Beatrice. Yeah, and Smith's going to get taken down to his back in the sudden victory to lose. They'll allow it to play out for the team points for the pin, but there it is. Kobe Smith, no medal. He will fall. Nagatani just got taken down for two. Right at the end, the last five seconds of the period, the last thing you ever want to do is give up those uh, short-time points. Tough loss there for Smith of Elm Creek. Uh, A 9-4 loss to Tyler Nagel. Well, it's a good thing that uh, uh, Carney shows up with about 10 coaches because right now we know Nagatani's trying to get in the parade, but Riley Steele, 33-15 from Carney, is on the outer mat trying to get in wrestling uh, Devin Marone from Omaha North. And Mahone's just an 18-7 and seven junior, so on paper this looks like a straight-up match. Wow, and Omaha North just now got to the corner after the match had started. I don't know where their coaches are. This is their only wrestler tonight. Haynes is neutral. He's 3-0 lead. Yeah, Nagatani's one of those guys that there's not a lot of leads that are safe the way that he wrestles. He's very, yeah, he's very flexible. Yes. Back over to Matt Four in the Class B consolation. It is now Dyson Coons of Central City leading Ian Bailey of Lexington 4-1 to one after an escape takedown here in the second period. And Bailey is not going to be able to get off bottom. In the final few seconds, they'll go to the third period with Coons on top 4-1. to one. Yeah, Nagatani here. Minute 15 left, still on their feet. 3-0 lead. Beautiful takedown there by Haynes. That's a deal where he was slicking up with his angle. He's not going to allow Nagatani to get him in a scramble. That was very well done. Without question there, Riley Steele still on his feet. No score in that match. It's been kind of a war, 4-1 to one down there with Ian Bailey and uh, Dyson Coons. Yeah, there has been a lot of physical wrestling here, but... Coons is on bottom here in the third period, so Bailey has got to find a way to turn him and get this thing tied up. Kind of a tough situation to be in on top, down by three. And, hey, if you're Plainview and Archbishop Bergen, you're trying to win a state championship, how about at 113 pounds you're in overtime against each other? Wow. Scout Ashburn and Caden Arps, both 40-plus wins, both freshmen, could be in on the determining factor of who wins a state championship in the team race. 
We've got a host of Amherst wrestlers coming up. Four of those, three more in the semifinals for Carney after Nagatani, who is currently down by a score of five to nothing with 20 seconds to go in the second period. And still no score uh, in the Riley Steele match. Woo! Little that was a good thing that was out of bounds because Devin Mahone launched Riley Steele. Nagatani is in is getting turned in a cradle. But time ran out. Time ran out. He's in a deep trouble with an eight nothing deficit. But had there been a few more seconds, we may have seen Haynes get the pin. Coons is going to get the escape over here for Central City. Now he is in on a shot on Ian Bailey, and he'll take him down. And Coons is going to end up winning this with just 25 seconds remaining. He has built a seven to one lead over Bailey of Lexington. And Archbishop Bergen does win down there. In overtime, takedown right on the edge. Over Scout Ashburn of Plainview. That's big. Plainview is the one in Class D that came in with the most guys tonight. So, And again, Amherst is who matches up with Plainview. So if Amherst still has that kind of squeaky, uh, sneaky shot at this title, that really does play into their favor. So Tyson Coons of Central City has finished a 7-1 win over Ian Bailey of Lexington in the consolation match. Back to the Carney High Bearcats. He's just got another takedown. He's uh, he's a tough competitor with 43 wins. You got to be pretty tough. He's up 10-0. Yeah, doing a nice job. And I feel like the game plan was is has been pretty good. He's not rolling around with Nagatani, which takes away Hunter Nagatani's best weapon. Riley Steele has been taken down now and then led up by Devin Mahone of Omaha North, so it is two to one with 25 seconds to go in the second period in favor of Mahone. Yeah, and they're going to make their way back to the center. If you're Riley Steele here, you, you want to push the, the pace of this match. Really make Mahone wrestle. For Nagatani down here, he does garner an escape. Well... They said it was an escape. Now they changed that and put him back in the down position. 56 seconds to go. He's got to find a way to catch lightning in a bottle here against Haynes. And Riley Steele got a takedown. Did they award it? got a takedown on the edge. Yep, that was right on the edge. I wasn't sure if they awarded it. Yep. He just went up 3-2. Yeah, and that's good. I, and, again, I think he really needs to push the pace here. See, Mahone's going to go over and take a break. Yeah, he has blood time, I think. No, it's he's holding his arm. Cyrus Wells of Anselmo Myrna was just pinned by Kobe Ellis of Windside in the D120 consolation match. Uh, yeah, Riley Steele needs to push this pace. Yeah, whatever he's doing, he's getting a drink of water and getting, getting a little air in his lungs. Yeah, you're following me. You know where I'm going with that. He, Steele just needs to get after it. Yeah. Back over here for Hunter Nagatani. He is in danger of being turned here, and time will run out, so it does not matter. But Nagatani, the first of the four Carney Bearcats in the semifinals, is beaten by 43 and 1 Emilio Haynes of Omaha Central, 10 to 1. Yeah, Nagatani looks good. He looks like a guy that's going to be tough coming back. So that's where we're at right now. We're still in a injury timeout over here for Riley Steele and Mahone of Omaha North. With a minute to go in the match, and Steele leading it three to two. And when we resume, Steele is on bottom, so uh, in a chance to get out of there and score a little bit. And he used all but 27 seconds of his injury time. So three to two, going to the second period. Oh, I hope he's rested. 
And, yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with being on the mat, does Mahone. Going to be 4-2 to two here. As we move here. And that is the third period they're getting started with yep. down there. So Riley Steele up 4-2 to two against Mahone in the consolation match. He's quick. You see that ankle pick? Just like that. Bam. Oh, he doesn't have it yet. He's not giving it. He just awarded it. It's 4-4. Four to four. And out of bounds they'll go. So now what do you do, guys? You cut him again? That's what he did to start the That'd period. That'd be my guess. I, I'd love to know. Yeah, yeah, he just cut him. I'd love to know the all-time stat, Omaha North, plus points out of a timeout. <laughs> They're explosive, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he needed that little break, but, you know, he may have had an injury. Yeah, I would never say that he didn't, but they, yeah. they can score out of a timeout. So five to four here. Minute 40 to go. Riley Steele trying to move in for a medal here for the Carney High Bearcats. Nagatani was just defeated in the uh, semifinals by a score of 10 to 1. Already today, Juan Pedro of Grand Island lost 4 to nothing. Aaron's of Northwest, a winner by pin. Anchetta of Wood River, a winner by the ultimate tiebreak. Swoboda of Aurora lost 7 to 2. Saucida of Shelton lost 7 to 4. All that was semifinals. Consolation, Archer Heelan of Kearney wins one to nothing. Lazo of Lexington lost six to three. Obermiller of Adams Central won in five oh eight. Cushing of Grand Island lost nine to four. Carson Thompson of Wood River lost in the semifinals in three thirty-nine. Riley's going behind. He's going for a double. He misses it. He's still got him on the edge. I think he got a single leg. Yeah, Riley Steele's doing the right yeah. thing. That's the second shot he's taken off these restarts. Yeah, he just needs to stay in good position to watch that ankle pick. He's real quick. There it is, going for that ankle pick again. Down to 50 seconds to go. Steele has a 5-4 lead. Yeah, he just needs to be smart here. He could get this kid in overtime. He just needs to be smart here. Yeah, he's got him there. He's got his leg. If he can get him up in the air. He got two, maybe, maybe. Yes, yes he got two. And he took him to his back. He's getting the swipes. What do you have? 20 30 seconds, 30 seconds to go. Left. You bet. And Steele now in command, a 10-4 lead. Yeah, that was a really good job. Marone tried to get kind of funky and take him up over like a flyer, and Steele just sunk his hips. That's a great job. Riley just needs to keep him in bounds and win this match. Yeah, that was very well done there just at the end. Right. We're down to 10 seconds. You know, so many times these kids completely shut down and become a target in that situation, and Riley Steele didn't do that. He stayed on the hunt with good shots, not bad ones. Yes, another medal for Carney High School. Riley Steele wins it by a score of 10-4. to 4. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Championships here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back with more from Omaha after this. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a New Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Klingelhofer Weld Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Weld Drilling. 
see RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCabe. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Doug Duda along with Hall of Famer Tom McCann and Larry Baker here at the CHI Health Center in Omaha for the 2019 State High School Wrestling Championships. Millard South, 94.5. Columbus, 92. Carney is tied for fourth with 79. Northwest has caught Hastings. How did that happen? Where'd they come from? 52 points apiece in Class B, tied for the lead. Well, that's what happens when you get a stick in the semis, and I think and, and that's the deal. You score, Doug, that's 13 points. I mean, you have to work. You have to get so many kids to win on yesterday to get to 13 points in one single match. That's where Hastings is, or, I mean, Northwest going to struggle a little bit is those losses yesterday uh, early. Um, but, you know, they've still got a semifinalist coming. The Cobra's coming. Like, Northwest going to score in this thing. And Blair... Uh, just another half point back in that Class B team race at 51 and a half points. Lakeview and York are at 44, tied for fourth. In Class C, as we stand, Valentine has taken the lead with 79. Broken Bow, 71. Aquinas, 64. Plainview in D, 67. Archbishop Bergen, 63 and a half. And Amherst, 49 and a half. But Amherst hasn't taken the mat here yet. And Broken Bow's just getting going. Yeah, and Amherst is on the mat against Archbishop Bergen. Uh, Isaiah Shields, of course, two-time medalist, is wrestling Zach Hamilton, last year's state champion. And Hamilton comes out, takes Shields down immediately. Shields comes out, is creating a great scramble. And Hamilton, there's a little roll through. Shields does a nice job passing the ankle. They're going to go out of bounds. Gee whiz, I think, I know that's probably technically not one, but there was no control there whatsoever. Of course, Isaiah Shields has been fourth and sixth in the state meet, just a junior. This is a big match down here for this team title. Amherst has got to find a dozen points here in this match, and Hamilton's riding tough. I really thought coming into this match that Shields was better on his feet than Hamilton, and Hamilton was able to get the trigger pulled quicker. They're in a potentially dangerous... uh, Hamilton had a arm bar uh, on Shields, and he stood up with it. Of course, that'll always potentially dangerous out. Bryce Brown of Hastings has taken the consolation match. B-126 against Trevor Reinke of Beatrice, a 31-8 freshman. Brown, a 24-3 junior. And Brown, they were kind of hoping, would be able to get into the semifinals. Now he's trying to wrestle back for a medal, and Shields 
In a little bit of trouble down here. He's in big trouble. He's giving up back points, and he's on his back. 20 seconds left. Oh, he's in big trouble. Hamilton transitioned it to a headlock. These are tough to fight out of. There he did. Shields had showed a lot of guts there. Did a nice job, but he finds himself in a 5-0 hole. Shields is great on top. Same type of wrestler running arm bars. He needs to get on top and try to work his magic here. Boy, Hamilton just strutted back to the center. He feels good about himself. Shields is going to defer. Hamilton says, I'm not afraid to go under you, and he chooses down. Boy, Burks is really rolling up the score. He's undefeated, 56-0, and and he's wrestling Columbus 19-8 to right now. He's playing a takedown, let him up game. Yeah, that's what I that think, whole match yeah, has been. I think they just got to... And it's game over. Yeah, yeah. game over. 25-10. And so uh, Jackson Burks will go to 57-0. James Burks is trying to make his fourth state championship. He'll be coming up here at 170 pounds. As we were reminded at state football, it's Jaquason Burks. You and I have said it wrong for how many years have we finally got told at state football. It was kind of a funny moment. Another, another. uh, At 57-0, you get your name right. Should have got it right before that, so my apologies. Bryce Brown is going to get an escape here for Hastings to start the second period, so he's up one nothing over Reinke of Beatrice. Yeah, this Shields has got to get it going. He's not only found himself in a giant hole here, Doug, but it's bonus points now. Hamilton is up 11-0. to zero. Shields just keeps finding himself in spots where he's giving up swipes. Well, he's got to find a way just to even get close to scoring well, before he can hit the home he's run. creating a scramble here that had a chance. Now I think it'll probably get stalemated out. Shields got to find a way. He's got a third period. It'll be his choice. Still a minute to go in the second period, but Shields is going to have to find a way to pin a kid that is uh, incredible from Archbishop, but has been beaten. So Yeah, and I, I'm, not, I'm not so sure I don't choose both up and try to go feet to back because he has lost miserably on the mat. Bryce Brown has continued to hold a one nothing lead here after a second period escape with Reinke. 25 seconds to go in the second period on their feet. 24 seconds left in the second period. Shields still on the bottom, not able to get even close to coming out. Hamilton impressed me here. I, I, I thought that uh, Shields was better on his feet. And, of course, a lot of these points have happened uh, in this position. We'll go to the third period. Bryce Brown of Hastings leading Reiki of Beatrice by a score of one to nothing, And Reiki will take bottom to start the third. Trying to get this thing tied up at one apiece. And Shields has called for both up to start the third period here. Trailing Hamilton of Archbishop Bergen 11 to nothing. Amherst, the first of four semifinalists, not going so well. Yeah, I need to stick his head in the hole and twister him here is what he needs to do. What just happened on that match? Which one? The Boys Town Matt? Yeah, Matt number three, Arnold and Lomax. Yeah, three to two. Boys Town win there, three to two. Three yeah. to two. Time ran out. Yep, Lomax oh. gets the win. Wow. And it is now 13 to zero as Hamilton just took Shields down again. Ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw here. And big points here for Archbishop Bergen going forward in the team race. Although there's a minute 40 to go, 
Now Shields not only has to get something going, if he gives up any more points, this one's going to be over. Well, and actually, if you're Bergen here, the major doesn't, who cares about that point? Get me the point and a half. Tech him here. I mean, that's a big deal. And he's running a bar half is Hamilton, and he's going to get swipes. He only needs two. That's an extra half team point. And he just turned Shields with it. Now you look for maybe the pin. He's got a minute 10, really good position. Boy, what a wrestling match for Zach Hamilton of Archbishop Bergen. And he is not going to be able to get the pin, but he is going to win 16 to nothing over Isaiah Shields of Amherst. Yeah, that was worth 12 and a half team points there. Bryce Brown has given up the escape to Araiki. They are still wrestling on their feet. 1-1 with 30 seconds to go in the third period. Brown of Hastings in a tussle here with the freshman out of Beatrice. Brown needs to, you know, if they're going to stay in this team race, he needs some more wins. And now he is at 1-1. And in on a shot right now is going to be the Beatrice wrestler. But out of bounds, they'll go. Yeah, 13 seconds left there. Gage Ferguson from Kearney has taken the mat against Daniel DeRoser from Bellevue East. Oh, Bryce Brown could be in trouble here, Doug. Bryce Brown just got taken down with four seconds left. Bryce Brown, 24-3, and came into this tournament with only two losses, leaves with no medal, and that is that is somewhat of a dagger for Hastings, no doubt about that. So a 3-1 loss there for Bryce Brown. Wow. Yeah, a tough, tough one for Hastings that was trying to stay in this Class B team race, and they're going to need some special things. Now, Lee Carlson, who was upset in the quarterfinals last night, undefeated from Sutton, and got upset last night, has an 8-2 lead over Zeggers of Milford late in the second period in the C-126 consolation match. Yeah, Carlson came into this tournament, I mean, it looked like maybe he could run the table and just had trouble yesterday. Colin Quant from Northwest is going to come out and take the mat for the Vikes and with Hastings faltering they need Quant to do well here State High School semifinals brought to you on Power 99 Gage Ferguson gets through the first period no score, he's on top here with about a minute 15 left really pretty good ride though DeRosler hasn't been close to getting out Carlson and Zeggers started neutral here in the third period. Carlson up 8-2. to two. Get on a single here against He's the Milford wrestler. He's got a crab right going over there. For Carney's getting a little high. Looks like he might get sucked under. He got the other boot in. Oh, he pulled it out. Saved himself. Boy, in that one-minute first period with Colin Quant wrestling Cameron Muse of Wayne, this has been a high-flying deal. Somebody's going to end up flat on their back in this match at some point. They're going to end scoreless. So they're going to go to the second period. Northwest is going to choose down right away. So Colin Quant's got to get himself out. Of course, Colin Quant, 45-5, and five, junior. Had the big year last year. Now finds himself in a fight to get in. Yeah, Northwest had a couple of those, of course, with uh, Cooper Kaiser. He's going to have that coming up later on, too. Carlson is now up 12-2, to two, but slips off the top and gets reversed, and he is now on the bottom, but up 12-4 to four with 40 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, it looked like Carlson was trying to get the pin. He's trying to make everybody pay for that loss yesterday. 
Gage Ferguson has 15 seconds left on top. Looks like he's going to write him out. A scoreless second period. Gage Ferguson of Kearney trying to get in here for a medal against DeRosler. The 35-10 and 10 sophomore from Bellevue East. Ferguson, the 37-13 and 13 sophomore. So they'll go to the third period. Gage, Gage is going down. And Tayton Eggleston from uh, South Loop. Uh, scoreless first period. Wrestling to get in for a medal. Wrestling Jared Shaw, North Central. Tayton's going to be on top here. Going to be Colin Quant is going to lead 2-0. to zero. He gets the reversal. Does a nice job, but of course, if you've watched Colin Quant wrestle, he sticks both boots in and just wants to punish you with them. And Lee Carlson has finished off a win here for Sutton, 15-4, to so he'll be fighting for a third-place medal tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's a really nice job. Gage Ferguson back over here to the Carney match. 0-0 in the third. Ferguson choosing bottom. He's at two stand-ups and... Uh... He's had the leg put in on him twice, and we've had two potentially dangerous calls. If he keeps coming up, and the kid keeps doing that, we're going to get stalling. Yeah, he's on his feet here. I feel like he's close to being he's, able to get out. He's almost out. Don't step over that leg. He's going to try a near side head and arm. He could get taken over. He better be careful here. If he can get that arm out, he can get a reversal right here. Pop that arm out. Bring it through. Bring it through. On the edge of the mat. Don't get one, get two. Come on, just get that arm through. Very close. Colin Quant finds himself in a little predicament. Boy, they're on the edge. Come on, Carney, let's get that arm out of there. Colin Quant's going to give up the escape and then give up a takedown. So it's gonna, he's going to trail 3-2 to two going to the third period, and he's going to be on top of Cameron Muse of Wayne. So not the best position to be in. Now in the semifinals for Gibbon, 23-3, junior Daniel Eskendon against Broken Bows, sophomore 48-4, Casey Falkenberry in the C-126. And now we've got a long discussion over here on the Carney mat about whether some points should be awarded. The referee said that they were off the mat and no points were awarded. They were going to put Ferguson on bottom. He definitely had lost control, but they decided nothing. Eggleston is still scoreless down here late in the second period for South Loop against Shaw of North Central. He's been able to ride him so far here with 20 seconds to go. Quant's getting back points. He did turn him. He trailed three to two. He's going to get, he, oh, he should, they stopped at four. He's in really good shape here. He could sit there for a minute and it'd be okay with Coach Seabrance. Eskendon did come out, get the really quick takedown, but gave up the escape. They're going to go to the second period, two to one. They're going to give three back points to Quant. So he's going to lead with a minute seven left on a restart, five to three. So now theoretically, as long as he doesn't get taken down, he could give up the escape. He's really reversed the fortune here. Gage Ferguson stood up. He put the leg in again. They call a stalemate, and he's coming up again. And he puts the leg in again. He puts the leg in again. That's like the fifth time. Colin Quant running a tough half here. Come on, come on, step over. Ferguson is in a scoreless match with 20 seconds to go, needing to get an escape to get the point on the board. He needs to get out of bounds to get a restart, come up and catch that leg. He's going to get turned, it looks like. Don't get turned here. Nothing yet. Yeah, they gave one swipe, and I that was it. Yep, nothing, nothing, nothing. Let the time run out. Let's go overtime rather than get turned. And that's what's going to happen for Gage Ferguson. They're going to go overtime scoreless. Two to 
Two on their feet with uh, Eskandon of Gibbon. A minute left in the second period, and this Colin Quant match is a war. 15 seconds left, and Quant is not in great shape here. He does lead 5-3, to three, 10 seconds left. They're going to stalemate that out. You're getting to the spot now where you loose ride him and then let him go and run. No warning for stalling. Come on. Eskandon is in on a takedown, so now he's up 4-2 for Gibbon with 40 seconds to go in the second period. We're on the mat over there in Ferguson to, to Rossler. Who took the shot, Coach? He took a shot. Uh, Gage has got him in a head and arm. He took the shot. He needs to be careful. He's coming around on Gage. Gage has got a good arm. He's gonna, looks like he's going to try a headlock. 25 seconds to go in overtime. Colin Quant does win 5-3. to three. So into the middle round for Northwest. He needs to suck that leg in. Oh, he's getting turned here. He doesn't be, need to be in there. Ferguson needs to fight this off with 10 seconds to go to get into sudden victory. Eskandon gives up the escape to Falkenberry. He leads it 4-3. to three. 10 seconds left in the second period with Eskandon. They're right on the edge of the mat. No score over there for Ferguson. We go to sudden victory. 0-0 zero, zero in a 126-pound consolation match. Tate Nagelstead for South Loop 2-2 two two with Jared Shaw of North Central, and they are going to go to overtime in Class D-132 consolation. Yeah, and the defending Class C state champion, Kobe Brandenburg of Central City, he's going to take the mat to get in for a medal, wrestling Gage Stokely of Ogallala, 41-11. He's got to put that leg in again. Ferguson came up. This is 30-second ride out. Shake him off. Get out of there. Come on. Come on. Shake him down. Shake him down. There is a uh, stall warning. Oh, uh, no, he didn't warn him for stalling. He was just reminding himself of who was on the bottom there, Doug, or who was okay. in control. Ferguson not able to get out. Ten seconds to go, and now he's just laying on him, and he's going to be Pick able to that do leg that. Up. Now so, he's going to have to he's going to have to ride him out for thirty just to go a double overtime. Peyton Eggleston gets the big takedown right there in overtime, Doug. To get himself, the area's racking up the medals right now. Quentin Frank from Amherst, 42-3 and three freshman. He's been a super freshman all year, but he's wrestling Keegan Casey at Thier Central, 34-5. and five. And Casey was the state runner-up last year. Turn him! Gage is trying to a, a, a tilt here, but he didn't get it. Don't let him up to his feet. They went out of bounds. Eskin Donov Gibbon now has an 8-4 lead over Falkenberry of Broken Bow with a minute to go in the match. We've got some excitement here we from got 15 the seconds state tournament. To go. we got 15 seconds to yeah. go here. Carney on top. He's got to ride him to get a shot at another double overtime. Takedown by Quentin Frank from Amherst. Oh, he's trying to switch. Don't give up the switch. He's in on the leg. Nothing yet. Three seconds, two seconds, seconds. one second. No. no. Ultimate oh. tiebreaker. Here we go. Zero, zero. Flip the coin. You take top, right? Nobody's been able to get out. Oh, this could be it. Is he going down? He's going down. No, he took top. Did he take top? Yeah. Oh, I hate to see it on the flip of the coin. He's got to come out. I would stand up and be reaching inside for that leg. Do you know it's coming in? Dustin Klingsborn from Axtell took the outside mat. He's wrestling uh, Brady Gracie from Mullen, 33-3. and three. Of course, Klingsborn, 43-8. and eight. Uh Klingsborn is going to give up the takedown. Then Klingsborn does a nice job, gets the escape. So 30 seconds left in the first period. He trails 2-1. to one. And Daniel Eskendon of Gibbon 
has just pulled off a little bit of an upset, beating Falkenberry of Broken Bow, finishing this match Gages off. Gages up. Guess what he does? He puts a leg in. He's hanging over the top. He rolls. Oh, he's giving up some, nothing. Nothing here. Nothing here. The guy's just hanging on like a leech. He's not going to get away. He is not going to get away. That's a tremendous uh, 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 deal there for Daniel Eskendon. This is a kid that has really worked, fought hard, Doug, to put himself in, in this position, and he's going to go to the finals. Uh, he, he's worked hard. He's a great football player. That was a really nice moment for Daniel Eskendon. Gage Ferguson is going to be beaten in the ultimate tiebreaker in a match that had zero points. You will rarely see that. And DeRosler of Bellevue East never let him up, and he wins it one to nothing in the ultimate tiebreaker. Amherst Quinton Frank still has a 2-0 lead over Casey of Thayer Central as they go to the second period here. And Frank, I will just tell you, Frank is in a spot, Doug, where uh, he's tough on top. But when he finds a way into these early points and matches, he, he usually can hang in there. Very good on top. He likes to run legs. He also can run the Amherst bars like they always have. So second period, minute 10 left. And it's important for Keegan Casey to score on his choice here. Brandenburg was not able to score uh, Central City uh, against Stokey of Ogallala. That's 0-0 with some blood time midway through the second period, and they are on their feet down here in the consolation match. Brady Gracie of Mullen has just got a takedown here in the second period to take a 4-1 lead over Klingsport of Axtell. Yeah, that's a big story down there with Brandenburg. He's only had two trips to the finals, Doug. He's been second and first in Class C, and he's on his back, Doug. Brandenburg is on his back. Stokey bull rushed him. Brandenburg lost his balance and fell right on his back. But he got off, and I think that's the key. Brandon, and he's so good on top, Doug. He rides legs better than anybody. He can rack up a lot of points. Only two back points out of that as well. So it's going to be 4-0, 44 seconds left in the second period. Casey will get an escape here for Thayer Central. So Quentin Frank of Amherst up 2-1 to one with 25 seconds to go in the second period of the D semifinals as they wrestle on their feet. And if you're Frank here right now, find a late takedown here in the second. Don't get inside tripped. Keegan Casey's been in this moment. He's won a state semifinal before. Of course, this is Frank's first state tournament. Gracie of Mullen now in control over Klingsborn. He's able to take him down, tip him. It's 9-1 to one with 15 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, Frank got in a roll-around deal there, but it's it's done. Let's see what Amherst does. They're gonna They're discussing it a little. He's going to go ahead and take down a little bit of a risk, uh, two to one. Of course, we know Casey also will look to bar and leg. He's a very long 126-pounder. Krolikowski and Valentine just picked up a pin. More huge points in the C race. Yes. And Quentin Frank does pop the reversal, as Coach said, so he's up 4-1. to one. Got him right off the whistle there to start the third period. Brandenburg just got a great reversal down there for Central City, so it's 4-2 to two, going to the third period, and he's going to go down. Coach Garfield goes out and emphatically tells him where to go. Kobe Brandenburg again, he's won two big matches on this Friday night in the center match, so I don't think you'll see him panic against Stokely from Ogallala. He was upset by... The Lexington wrestler uh, yesterday in uh, Fago. And then, of course, he's been in the Parade of Champions the last two years. He's trying to bounce back and just get a medal right now. And he's down 4-2. to two. And Frank is just, he's got both boots stuck in. And Casey's just down there flailing. They're going to stalemate it out. 
if he can continue to drive this leg in, there's a minute 12 left. Frank's going to go to the finals. Klingsborn is trying to get something going here for Axtell. As they start on their feet, he will get a takedown to start the uh, third period, but he trails 9-3 to three to Gracie of Mullen. Yeah, really slick roll there. Oh, look at that. It was a really, really nice roll done by uh, Keegan Casey. Frank gives up the reversal. and he's, back, he's very, very uh, tough spot here. It's going to be 4-3. to three. He's still going to lead. 50 seconds left. He's got to find his way into an escape. A fresh whistle would help Frank here. And there's a stalemate. Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic, the 42-5 and five sophomore against Skidoris of Milford, the 43-7 and seven junior. That's the C-132 semifinal on the mat. They're just underway. Casey's going to have to cut Frank. Yeah, the fresh whistle helps Frank because he was in a tough spot. Yeah, there's the cut. It's 5-3 now. Frank's a great scrambler. He is tough to take down. 30 seconds to go in that match. Gracie gets an escape against Klingsport. He's up 10-3 late in the match. But we're here with a couple of semifinals. Amherst and Carney Catholic. Yeah, and Frank's doing a nice job. He's staying in the small circle. That's what you want to do. 15 seconds left. He, he, Frank should score a takedown here. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. He's almost behind. Frank's all look out. He's oh, getting hit, shit, hit with a headlock. headlock. Oh, stay out of that. Oh, he rolled it through out of bounds. Wow, that was exciting. Three Holy seconds smokes. to go. And Quentin Frank's still up. Three seconds for Casey to try and get a home run. He's not able to do it. Then Quentin Frank is on to the parade of champions. Freshman upsetting a senior. Oh, man. Well, yeah, and a senior state runner-up. Uh, yeah. Keegan Casey had one last year in the state semis. People have been waiting to watch Quentin Frank for a long time. He's had a, a incredible uh, little kid's career. And now over here, uh, Clingsborn gets a takedown, but it's not going to be enough. Brady Gracie of Mullen, a 10-5 win over Dustin Clingsborn of Axtell to deny the district champion a medal down here at the state tournament. Two-time state finalist, Brandenburg, trails by one with about a minute 15 left, and they are on their feet. This is one to watch. That would be a big story, Doug. Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic and Skidoris of Milford with a scoreless first period. Skidoris is taking bottom here to start the second period in the Class C semifinal. Yeah, Felder's good on top. He's got legs in here. His hips are up a little further than you'd like them to be. Brady Fago from Lexington is now on the mat wrestling Wyatt Holtz from Gothenburg. Who knows how many times in their life they've done this. Colby Lucas-Savage of Grand Island against Brecken Sperling of Lincoln East in the A-132 semifinal. Yeah, this will be interesting, Fago and Holtz. There's no way they haven't wrestled a million times in their life. Fago's 38-6 as a junior, and Wyatt Holtz a senior, 38-6. Another one that's going to be interesting, Trigger Picorni of Central Valley had two big wins oh, yesterday, yes. and he's taking on Andrew Hurley of Neely Oakdale. And the winner of this most likely gets Tyler Pulaski tomorrow to try and prevent him from being a four-timer. Of course, Tyler will be coming up next. He's got to win tonight, obviously. Fellner has him broken down with legs in, doing a nice job on top riding. Brandenburg is down to 11 seconds, trails 4-3, to three, and they're going to have more blood time. This will give Coach Garfield a little bit of a time to try to set something up. Gage Stokely trying to defeat the two-time state finalist. Boy, and Chris Feldner has done an outstanding job on top here against Skidoris of Milford. He's got 10 more seconds to ride him out, and then he'll get choice to go into the third. 
And with those legs in, Coach McCann, he's just not letting him do anything no, on bottom. Great hip pressure. If you just stay on top, finish this period out, he'll be a – there it is. He can go down, get away, build that lead. His brother Matt will be in the 195-pound consolation later. Zach Rogers also. And it looks like we've got Skidoris does not want to try and ride out Feldner. He's just going to let him up. So they'll wrestle neutral. Feldner up one nothing to start the third period. Yeah, Brandenburg is just alone with his thoughts. They're trying to get blood off of Stokely. And Brandenburg literally has just been standing there with his foot on the line. Now he's starting to pace. 11 seconds left in this match with Kobe Brandenburg. Fago and Holtz, Lexington and Gothenburg, they're scoreless, 30 seconds to go in a match. Kobe Brandenburg down to his last two seconds, tries the lat drop and goes to his back. And that will be the end of the match. Skordoris trying a, a whip over. And, oh, he hooked it, he got it. He's got Fellner he's got on his back, on his back and in trouble, big trouble. Looks like he's going to stick him, stuck him. I can't believe that. Whoa. He went for it. Paid off for him. He did a great job there. 4-44. And Feldner, Chris Feldner, will drop down into the third through sixth place matches tomorrow. Boy, he had wrestled so well through the first two periods. Had a great match going. So let's check out what else is going on. Wyatt Hoots, Gothenburg, Brady Fago, Lexington. That's going to be a scoreless first period in the Class B semifinals. And then you move over and take a look at Colby Lukasavich of uh, Grand Island, a scoreless first period with Brecken Sperling of Lincoln East. Yeah, and Evan Waddington is going to make his way out, Doug. He's been in, this is his fourth trip. He's 3-0 and in the state semifinals. And he's had just an absolutely fantastic season. He's going to make his way out here, and he hasn't wasted a lot of time in this tournament. Right now, in on a big shot. Gets fought off really well. Ooh. And Jefferson McNeil of Oakland Craig, 43-4, and four, gives Evan Waddington a big kind of bash to the head out of bounds and ran back to the center. Maybe one of those messages, I'm not afraid of you. And now uh, Colby Lucas-Savage of Grand Island just got turned. And he is down 3 nothing to Breckland Sperling. He's able to get off his back. But Sperling in control right now in the Class A. Unbelievable, unbelievable, Doug. Evan Waddington was taken down. There is no doubt he was taken down. And he completely reverses that and gets the takedown and almost gets back points out of this. He is just so good on his feet. Of course, he's the son of Darren Waddington, the head coach of uh, Wood River. Done a tremendous job there for some time. Wood River 1-1 one one so far in the semifinals uh, tonight. They got an exciting win from Anchetta in the ultimate tiebreaker, 4-3. to three, And then Thompson lost by a pin in 339. Yeah, so they're going to go back one minute left. Still just one to nothing now. Wyatt Holtz and uh, Brady Fago. Brady Fago from Lexington gets out, and Wyatt Holtz uh, leads... Or excuse me, Brady Fago leads one to zero. Brecken Sperling turned Colby Lucas Savage two separate times in the second period, leads him six to nothing. They go to the third, and Sperling is on bottom here in the third period. The match between Picorni and Hurley down here in D-132 is tied at two, and now it goes 4-2. Hurley almost got Picorni on his back, yeah. and maybe he did. Yeah, I think he's going to get two near fall. Yeah. 6-2, Hurley. 
Jeez, these one these one zero one one matches are fantastic to watch, especially when they're wrestled the way Brady Fago from Lexington and Wyatt Hoach from Gothenburg are wrestling. I mean, these guys are they're exposing themselves. They're taking risks. It's just been really uh, a good defense. Twenty seconds left in the second period there. Trevor Cluck of Aurora against Noah Talmadge of Ralston, a thirty and twelve sophomore in the B one thirty two consolation match. We're going to have to get a break here in just a moment, but uh, we want to bring home Evan Waddington here, hopefully, as he will go 2-0 into the second period and choose bottom. And now Philip Mumy and Carter Kuchera, for the 176th time, will meet. They kind of have a little laugh, or maybe they said something to each other, but it looked like a light moment as they went to get the ankle bands. Well, I don't know how light that will be. Kuchera's tired of getting beat by this dude. This guy, you know, when you talk about Carter Kuchera, uh, Doug, He's uh, had a tremendous career. He just can't get by this guy. And he's he's a gore. He's tough. And they get after it right off the whistle, guys. Yeah, no, I, I don't know that this was a joker. You know, Kuchera's only been fifth, fourth, and sixth. And and Kuchera's got a leg up and does a little dresser dump, wasn't it, Coach? Yeah, that was a great yeah. job. Well, Kuchera has 48 wins, so he's no slouch. Trevor Cluck of Aurora has taken a 4-0 lead late into the second period in the uh, consolation match against Talmadge of Ralston. Yeah, and now we've got an injury. Wyatt Holtz is hurt. Not sure what it is. Grabbing his groin, maybe. Yep, so he'll be all right. Waddington chose bottom here to start the second period, and he gets out. Kuchera's in on the leg again, a sweet leg. Well, Kuchera, you know, Doug, you and I talked about this at supper last night. Kuchera's going to come out here guns blazing. I mean, what does he have to lose? No, lose. Nobody in the building thinks he's going to win. He's tired of getting beat by this guy. And I'm just going to tell you, his coach is one of the most competitive human beings you've ever met in Coach Keysweater. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. And look where all the TV cameras are pointed. There and on Waddington across the way. Waddington does get the escape, so it's 3 to nothing. a minute to go in the second period as they wrestle neutral. Colby Lucas-Savage has been eliminated for Grand Island. He got beat 8-1. Yeah, Mumi really hasn't risked himself yet here. He's he's done a great job defending. Oh, right. beautiful duck under, and Kuchera just about gets yep, yep. spins around. That was a really nice duck. He had cleared the hips there. Tries to duck him again. Yeah, Mumi's getting after that. Waddington is slowed. Ankle his... pick by Mumi on the edge. Waddington is. Oh, he pulled it in. He uh, he got the two. And he's gonna yep. get swipes. He got the he got back points now. Kuchera's out of bounds. He could pin him. Yeah, he absolutely could pin him here. Boy, he's going to get three back. It's going to be five to zero. Kuchera's wrestling a great match. I don't let that affect me if I'm Kuchera. I'm still going to go out there. At some point, I'm going to fire bazookas, whether it's twisters and all the thing. It doesn't matter. He said, he said, Mumi's leg up in the air twice. And you see the Waddington. Waddington has slowed a little bit in that first period. He. Uh, in, in, in that situation where uh, McNeil really got after him. And Waddington's been working the right rotator cuff, the right shoulder. Uh, ever since that move you were talking about when they went out of bounds early in the first period, he's grabbed it, he's, you know, wrenched it like a pitcher would, and now we go into the third period with Waddington up 3 nothing and McNeil choosing bottom against Waddington. He's looking at this going, i got to get an escape and a takedown and find something later. You know, Actually, if, if, if I'm Andrew, or excuse me, Jefferson McNeil from Oakland Craig, or if I'm Carter Kuchera, I want to try to create a scramble here. 
And Kuchera chose bottom. He gets the escape to start the second period. Mooby's up 5-1. Try to create some big scramble and find something on their back. Wyatt Holtz, a 3-1 lead for Gothenburg over Brady Fago of Lexington. And they have just uh, about 45 seconds remaining in the match. Mooby's in. Got it. Got the leg. Looks like he stepped over. He's got two. Yeah, he did a nice job there. Trevor Cluck on an outer mat for Aurora. Really taking care of business down here, Doug. Oh, it was up 5-1, and he gets a medal. Win by pin. Or match was over at 5-1, excuse me. Philip Mumi up 7-1. Waddington has ridden out here the first minute of the third period. A tough 3-0 lead over McNeil of Oakland Craig. And now Tyler Pulaski is going to take the mat, Doug, in his quest for his fourth parade of champions. The difference between his and some others is he left with three yellow medals. Hurley did win for Neely Oakdale against McCorney, so he could potentially be the last hurdle here for Pulaski against Stewart, the 30-12 and 12 senior out of Thayer Central, and Pulaski's in on a quick double-leg takedown. Yeah, Brady Fogbo is going to lose from Lexington, lose to Wyatt Holtz at Gothenburg, 5-1. to one. So Gothenburg, the Swedes have got a state finalist. Brought one, one champ, one uh, parade of champions. Yeah, they're undefeated in the tournament right now. <laughs> Mumi cut Kuchera, it's up uh, 7-2 now. That's really interesting, that, you know, that little simple scramble on the edge of the mat that turned into five points for Carter Kuchera really has slowed him down. Oh, he whipped over to his back. Mumi yeah. just got another takedown. It was Those... a poor shot by Kuchera too far away, and Mumi just pancakes him. 11-2 now. Right to his back, and Pulaski gets the quick takedown, and he's got a big arm bar, and he's circling it right back to the center. Oh, came out the back door. A reversal on Mumi. Right at the buzzer. So he's still within striking distance. You know, when you're within five, Mooney's going to go down. And Evan Waddington is yes. now up eight to nothing over McNeil of Oakland Craig after putting him on his back, and they're down to the final 30 seconds. Yeah, he's so technically sound as Evan Waddington. He's going to go to Shadron State, I believe, Doug, is what his dad told me. Going to be a Division II wrestler, do... Okay. Cameron, Great job. Cameron Court of Adams Central is on the mat. Zach Rogers of Kearney Catholic is on the mat in consolation. Kuchera puts a leg in. It looks like he's going for a turn. He's going to crab right. Moomy's scooting away. Yeah, Moomy's doing a great job getting some hip separation, and that's the key there. Yeah. He doesn't need to sit down there too long. He needs to work, get out, get to his feet, and score. Isaac Hunsley from Hastings is now out in the 132-pound semifinal wrestling Jared Hernandez of Scotts Bluff. Hernandez only 18-7 and seven, uh, into the state finals. Isaac Hunsley, of course, the junior, 41-6 and six for the Tigers. Pulaski gave up the escape to Stewart and took him right back down. So Pulaski, a Pleasanton up 4-1 to one with 20 seconds to go in the first period. And Waddington is literally, he's uh, on to his fourth state title, literally holding his shoulder as he's walking off. He, without question, in that opening piece, unless he came in with the injury, which I don't think so, uh, has hurt himself here in the state semis. Moomy got an escape, went up 10-4. Now he's in on a cradle on the side, locked up. Nope, nope, Kuchera broke it, came around, tried to throw, and, threw Mooney to his back. He hit oh, it. my goodness, he hit a lat drop. He's got Mooney on his back, getting back points. 45 seconds to Holy go Holy smokes. He'll, he'll be down by one if he doesn't pin him here. He's going to pin him. No. Mumi, nope, Mooney came off. No, nope, Mooney's coming out here. He's going to be down by one unless this results in a reversal. 
But that was the deal. He created that scramble, Doug. It's exactly sitting at plank, what I told you last night. Create that scramble, and at the end of the match, hit the trigger. Now we stalemate out. 23 seconds Now he's going to cut him, put him on his feet. You watch and see. Mumi is up 10-9 to 9 with 23 seconds to go. He cut him. 11-9. Mumi just kind of did the smart thing. He turned around and kind of cleared his head. He's going to hit that sweep again. There it is. That's a that's a bad shot. That's a time suck shot. He yep, takes it head yep, on. Yep. With, We're out of 10 seconds left now. He does a nice job to drive him off the mat. Restart with 10 seconds to go. Pulaski up 7-1 to one down here with a minute to go in the second period for Pleasanton. He had his shot. He did a nice job. Hit the lat drop that he needed to hit. Mumi had the guts to fight it off. This is a great job. 11-9. to nine. Holy smokes. Slapped hands and great respect yeah, to I each other. So Holy smokes. Mumi knows how close he was. Yes, he does. And Kuchera gave him the best he could, and it ends up Mumi 11, Kuchera 9 between two. That was a great match. I just wish, I just between these two years, I wish they could have ended up on the other side because Carter Kuchera is going to go down as a four-time medalist, and he never walked in the parade, and he was good enough to two years, I believe. Let's update you on some other matches. Zach Rogers of Kearney Catholic. 30 seconds to go in the second period is up 5-1. to one. Cameron Court, Adams Central down 1 to nothing as they go to the end of the second period. Those are both consolation matches. Isaac Hunsley in the semifinals for Hastings is down 2 to nothing to Hernandez of Scott's Bluff with a minute and a half to go in the second period. Pulaski, after another escape and takedown, leads Stewart of Thayer Central 9-2 to two with 15 seconds to go in the second period. All right, Coach, here's a question I have for you. During that match, where was your heart? The coach for Columbus, one of the favorites you ever had, hey, hey. yet you were a Bearcat for 75 years. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I love Adam Keysweater, but uh, no. Still, still a Bearcat? My, my heart fell from my heart down to my stomach when I saw that happen to yeah. Mumi. I, I was from Mumi all the way, but uh, you're right. Couture is a great competitor, and guys, that was one great match. No question. That was a great match. Yeah, we knew, you know, I, I, I felt all along. Doug and I talked about that match last night at supper, and I just felt like uh, at some point we were going to see the bomb go off, and when you do it, can you land it? We were about one second away from maybe that being the match that wins the state title for Columbus. That's exactly right. That that would have done major things right now. Millard South, 100.5. Columbus, 92. And that Millard match, South, 91.5. That would have been worth 13 points. They'd be in the lead. Right. <laughs> it's not over oh, down man. here for Zach Rogers. He is up 5-3, to three, but there's still a minute 10 to go, and they're on their feet against Korth of Hardington Cedar Catholic. Yeah, and Hunsley's in an absolute war down here with Jared Hernandez. Again, 18-7. and seven. It's interesting maybe where Hernandez has been all year. Uh, because he's going to take a 4-1 to one lead over Isaac Hunsley, who's got 41 wins on the season. And Cameron Court needs to get off the bottom for Adam Central. He's only got 20 seconds left in the match. He's down one to nothing to Romano, who's just ridden him out this entire third period. He's got him really flat on the mat. Ten seconds to go, and it doesn't look like Court's going to have a chance to get out. Come on, Zach Rogers. I'm not afraid of cheering on this thing. That's I want right. that kid to win. His yeah, family's a, a tremendous family, yes. He's a competitor. Court will fall one to nothing for Adam Central. Oh Rogers, 30 seconds to go in a tie-up. He's up 5-3. Pulaski now up 14-2 with 45 seconds to go in a match that he's dominated. He got an escape and another takedown here in the third period. 
He gets another escape, and he's going to try in on another takedown here. If he can get the takedown, that would end the match. He's up 16-3. to And, of course, Mike Herman and his dad are the two coaches in the center. So they're going to get a restart. 19 seconds left with Rogers leading 5-3. to He's backing up, but he's he's keep he's circling. He's keeping himself in the small circle. Circle back in. He's on the edge. Oh, he's got a single. Oh, wide he out. dove out. He dove out. Gave up a takedown with how many seconds left? Seven. Seven seconds. No, he didn't. And they call waved it, it off. He, he waved, waved it off. off. Unbelievable. Yeah, Mark Jensen awarded it and then waved it off. Five four. I think he gave him a ding for stalling. But time with two seconds is going to run out, and Zach Rogers is finally going to find a way to get a medal here. Holy smoke. That's great. Great for that oh. family. Look at his dad. has got both hands on his head right now. Man. Of course, Matt Rogers, the head coach, three-time state champion for Mullen. And Tyler Pulaski is now 15-0 and at the state tournament as he wins by Tech Fall. 18-3, to and we'll take on Andrew Hurley tomorrow in the 132-pound Class D final to become a four-time state champion. And the only thing that will keep that, and, and the throng of press is moving out from being an absolute mob, is their mob and Moomy for interviews out there right now. <laughs> oh, no, I, no doubt. I think Coach Rogers just got a few more gray hairs. Well, Zach picks up the win. We've got some recapping we need to do here, but Isaac Hunley's still on the mat here. Short time, Larry. Yeah, and it's 6-2. to two. He is just working incredibly hard. It's 6-4 to four now, but it's not going to be enough, Doug. And Hastings may have taken enough shots here tonight that they might uh, be out of the team race. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see because Scott hasn't really rolled necessarily. You know, does Lakeview come in the back door? Northwest leads with 56. Hastings at 52. Scott Catholic at 52. And Blair had 51 and a half. You know Blair's got the numbers down here. They might be one of those things where tomorrow morning they nickel and dime you to death. Yeah, Class B will could be decided tomorrow morning, Doug. You're right. Let's take a break. Uh, you have been listening to the State High School Wrestling Tournament here on uh, Power 99 and the World Wide Web at Platte River. Preps.com, brought to you by New Beginnings of Grand Island Family Services, empowering children, families, and individuals through teaching, hope, support, and encouragement. We are back to Omaha after this. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in south-central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Doug Bolt with Pioneer Seed in Upland is a very proud supporter of the Minden, Axtell, and Wilcox Hildreth wrestling teams and wants to wish them the best of luck at district and state. Pioneer Seed is your premier seed dealer. Get a hold of Doug today and get your seed order in. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. 
The Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, the Hall of Fame coach, Tom McCann, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda at the CHI Health Center here in Omaha with exclusive radio coverage in the Tri-Cities of the 2019 State High School Wrestling Semifinal. We've already had quite a little bit of action uh, here tonight, and uh, you're listening to KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Central City, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. want to thank our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you uh, high school wrestling throughout the year, including uh, many of our Amherst folks like Shockey Custom Homes. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, isn't this the type of custom home builder you want? Shockey Custom Homes. And so, two wrestlers from our area are going to be in the Parade of Champions for the fourth time tomorrow. Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton trying to be a four-time champ. Evan Waddington trying to be a two-time champ out of Wood River. And down here trying to get in for a medal. The greatest rivalry in all of sports, Gage McBride of Kearney wrestling Tyler Salpas of Grand Island. And Gage McBride does leave two to one. Got a first-period takedown with a rideout. Salpas took down and was able to get out. And now in the Class B semifinals, Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings, 42-7 and junior, against the 33-1 and wrestler from Omaha, Scott. You talk about a big one in the team race. Uh, Scott's going to be favored in this one. Yeah, Nicholas Stoltenberg has been third and a state champion. So definitely favored here. We also have... Joseph Hendricks in the Class C semifinal. Joseph Hendricks of Sutton, 44-4. Wrestling Chase Olson of Valentine, 33-3. And, and, of course, Chase Olson has uh, been second and third. He's won a state semifinal before. Just a junior with his third medal. Look at that. Still 2-1 to one out there with Salpas and McBride. Chase Olson did get a first period takedown. So it's 2 to 0 there against Joseph Hendricks of Sutton. Want to take a quick look at the current team totals in class A. It is on top Millard South 100 and a half, Columbus 92, 91 and a half, Omaha Burke East 91, Carney 90. So how tight is that in the second through fifth? Northwest 56, Scotts Bluff 53. What? Scotts Bluff 53, Hastings 52. Well, there's five points that separates the top five in Class B right now. This is about as close of an overall four-class team race uh, that we have had in 20 years here at the state tournament. Uh, Hastings and Scott are tied for third, and uh, Northwest with the lead. Valentine, 98. Battle Creek, 73.5. Broken Bow, 71. Plainview, 78. Archbishop Bergen, 76. Amherst, 60.5 right now in Class D. Yeah, now... Not almost or about the closest. This is the closest, and it would take you a couple, two or three decades to find where you've had a state tournament top to bottom this close. 
Mason Brumbaugh, we've had two takedowns and two escapes. Stoltenberg with the takedowns, Brumbaugh with the escapes. Four to two, and now another takedown. Make it six to two as we go to the end of the first period. Brumbaugh trailing for Hastings. Got blood time over there with Gage McBride. Grand Island's bleeding. Chase Olson uh, for Valentine uh, leads two to one against Joseph Hendricks of Sutton in the semifinal. Hendricks uh, was on the bottom, got out, and then Olson immediately took him down. Well, you know, Burwell and West Holt have seen each other, and Burwell's Joel Ostrom, a seven to nothing lead over label of West Holt as they get ready to start the third period here. Yeah, Ostrom's had a heck of a year, Doug. Extremely tough wrestler. And Stoltenberg has opened up a 9-2, to now 9-3 to lead over Mason Brumbaugh. And I'll tell you, this is just on the edge of the area, but you know, Twin Loop and Mullen have seen each other a few times. Cooper Coons of Twin Loop and Zach Sweet of Mullen are 1-1 with 35 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, we saw Cooper Coons this morning end a match with a pretty big injury, and it looks like it was a broken nose or stitches. He's got his head completely taped up, and they've got the mask on him. At some point, Grand Island has got to cut Gage McBride. Gage is winning 2-1, to one, and he's on the bottom. He keeps trying to come up, but Tyler Salpas is riding him out. That's not going to do him any good. He's got to cut him loose, give him the one to try and tie it up with a takedown. Yeah, there's just a minute 28 left. It always seems like you sometimes guys make that decision just too late. Hendricks of Sutton kind of got worked around here at the end of the first period, and Olson of Valentine got too near fall, and he leads it four to one over Hendricks. He's going to try. He's going to try a, a a little hip tip roll under. Uh, I see him setting it up. Oh, there's Gage. He's up. Yeah, Gage is doing a good job there. I mean, South is just hanging on the leg. Yeah, he's hanging on the legs. He's going to get called for uh, locking hands. Why would he do that? He's yeah, just eating up the clock. That's a it's freshman mistake. Yeah, it's not helping him by riding. Okay, as long as he keeps coming up, they won't warn him. Come on, keep building up. And Tyler Salpas is going to be a tremendous wrestler for Grand Island. Looks like we got some blood time down there in that Salpas-McBride match. Right, right. 49 seconds to go. And for Mason Brumbaugh, he is in one of those situations, Larry, where you have just run into a superior wrestler that could control you, and it's just take down, escape, take down, escape from the Omaha Scut wrestler in Stoltenberg. Yeah, and what they're looking for now is big bonus. Uh, they'd like to tech him if they can't get something feet to back. Co- Coach Morrison's over there, and he's telling him, hey, you try something quick, either near side cradle or far side cradle, go out front, hit a twister, or cut him loose and get to a takedown. Joel? He, yeah, you may see him five or six seconds on top, but after that, he's going to cut him. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't cut him at the very beginning because he's going to lose just by hanging on this way. Brumbaugh's going to give up another takedown, 15-5 to five now. Joel Ostrom of Burwell is on to the state finals with a 9-1 win over label of West Holt. And Max Mayfield, who is an outstanding wrestler, he and Mumi, the only losses they have were to each other. Mayfield beat him at the duels, and Mumi beat him in the Kearney High Lincoln East duel in the auditorium. And Mayfield is already on that takedown let-up train against Miller of Omaha Burke up 9-4 after the first period. Yeah, and Mayfield just Oh, he got one. Bleeding. He got one. He earned it. He got one, earned it, almost got a takedown. Now he's got to be careful. He's up 3-1, Gage McBride over Tyler Salpas from Grand Island. And there's still 40 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, Isaac Hunsley, or excuse me, Mason Brumbaugh, 
Uh, now it's 15 to 6, 50 seconds left. Find a way to get a takedown here and stop the major decision is what uh, needs to happen here for Mason Brumby. That sounds ridiculous. That's what you want to do in a duel. But... And for Hendricks of Sutton, he has been defeated here in the C-145 semifinal by Chase Olson of Valentine. Just uh, really controlled the match. He wins it by a score of 7-2. to two. And Valentine, uh, they didn't like the headlines this morning when they got up. No, they didn't. Everybody had all the plays on words. Yesterday being Valentine's Day, talking about Broken Bow, and they flexed their muscle today. They're pulling away. They've got 98 points. Battle Creek and Broken Bow are 20 back, you know. Yeah, Broken Bow's at 71. Yeah, Gage McBride wins it 3-1. to one. Another medal for Kearney High School. Over Salpas of Grand Island, Brumbaugh Hastings is going to be defeated here. The final score looks like it's 15-6. to six against Stoltenberg of Omaha Scott. So now they're going to have to rely on Damon Pape if Hastings is going to have a state finalist. Yeah, and as, as you heard uh, Coach Louts talk about, you have to go all the way back to his son's time. Uh, his first one, they've had a state champion every year for a lot of years now, has Hastings. They are looking for their first team title since 1988. And they let it yesterday, let it into today, let it into the final round tonight. Speaking of their state championship, Doug, were you ever? Did you ever get to know the professor in Howard Sheely? Yes, their I, old head coach, good guy. I, I've interviewed him before. Yes, yeah, great dude. There's some legends there in the Tri Cities, and we're glad to have one of them with us here tonight. And Tom McCann, the old Bearcat to the Hall of Famer, joining us up here for our coverage tonight of the state high school wrestling semifinals. Yeah, it's, it's great to be here. Howard Sheely's a, uh, not only a great coach, he's a great individual. And, and we, we went to war many times together. A lot of, a lot of handshakes uh, between those two. Uh, and we need to take a break here from some more of our fine sponsors as we will be back on Power 99 in a moment. Lincoln. Swim all year round with an endless pool fitness system in your own backyard. Hi, this is Doug from Detterdings. Our endless pools are unmatched, whether you're training for a triathlon or improving your health. See and try the endless pools at Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. 
DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. And welcome back to High School Wrestling here on Classic Hits Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. All of a sudden, some teams uh, that may not have the numbers are having a good semifinal round and are putting themselves on the top five uh, team board right now. Class A, 112.5 Millard South, Burke 97.5, Columbus 92, East 91, Kearney 90, and B, Northwest 56, Sydney 55.5, Scotts Bluff 53, Hastings and Scott 52, Valentine 98, Battle Creek 73.5, and, and Broken Bow 71 in C and in D, Plainview 78, Archbishop 76, Amherst 60.5, Mullen is fourth with 49 and a half points. We'll have Nick James coming up here in just a little bit for uh, Carney High as he'll be trying to uh, get back into the finals. Uh, already today, again, Tyler Pulowski does pick up an easy 18-3 to tech fall, so he is one win away from becoming a four-time uh, state champion, and uh, we will... Uh, I'll be looking forward to that tomorrow. A wonk is coming up here from Aurora on the Class B consolation mat. Uh, we'll also uh, be looking at a couple of Michael Counts of Shelton coming up on the Class D consolation mat. So far, here's what we have for Carney High. Archer Heelan won one to nothing. He'll wrestle for medals. Hunter Nagatani lost in the semifinals ten to one. Riley Steele won ten to four. He's in for the medals. Gage Ferguson eliminated by the ultimate tiebreaker one to nothing. Philip Mumi. In a scare, Carter Cuchero put him on his back, but Mumi won at 11 tonight, and Gage McBride just beat Salpas of uh, Grand Island by a score of 3-1. to one. Nick James is still coming up in the semifinals, so is Carter Abels, and then Gus Franzen will be in a consolation at 170 pounds uh, later, or excuse me, yes, at 170 pounds later tonight. Uh, for Grand Island, Juan Pedro lost in the semifinals four to nothing. Blake Cushing lost in the semifinals nine to four. Colby Lucas Savage uh, for Grand Island, he was eliminated tonight as he fell by a score of eight to one. And then, as we told you, Salpas just lost to Carney Highs McBride three to one. So Oscar Richter is still in the wrestle background as is heavyweight Ethan McPhillips, no finalists for Grand Island. For Hastings, Bryce Brown tonight uh, wrestling, and uh, he was knocked out, lost by a score of 3-1. to one. So here's a top-ranked, one of the top-ranked wrestlers. He's been eliminated here tonight. Isaac Hunsley of Hastings in the uh, semifinal round uh, this evening, and things did not go his way. He was upset by a score of 6-4. to four. Mason Brumbaugh was beaten just a few moments ago by one of the top wrestlers from Omaha Scott, 15-6. to six. Damon Pape. The undefeated number one ranked wrestler at 170 still coming for Hastings in the semifinal. And Evan Morara is also in for a medal for Hastings. For Adams Central, we had Tristan Obermiller in this round, and he won by a score of five, or a time of 5.08, so he'll be wrestling for a medal. Cameron Court for uh, Adams Central. Uh, he was on the wrong side of a one nothing decision, so he has been eliminated. Also, Connor Brown still coming up tonight. He'll be an underdog, but he 
wrestles in the semifinals. For Aurora, Caden Swoboda lost in the semifinals by a score of 7-2. to two. And then you had uh, Trevor Cluck uh, wrestling here, and he comes away with a 5-1 victory, so he is in for medals. Seth Wonk is about ready to come up. For Grand Island Northwest, Grady Ahrens was a winner by pin in 4-23, so he'll be in the Parade of Champions tomorrow. Colin Quant for uh, Grand Island Northwest was able to pick up. Colin Quant was a winner by a score of 5-3 today, so Quant picks up the win, and he will be in more medals tomorrow. Grady Grease is coming up later in the semifinals, and Cooper Kaiser will be in the wrestleback ground. Uh, no one for Holdridge is advancing on. For Central City, Dyson Coons and Kobe Brandenburg, both winners, so they'll be in for medals tomorrow. Uh, Jake Russman of uh, Kozad, he wrestled uh, this afternoon, or this evening, we should say, and uh, Russman picked up an 18-2 to victory, and so he is on to the finals tomorrow. You still have uh, Connor Westcote in the consolation and Josh Stahlbaumer coming up in the semifinal round. For Lexington, Ivan Lazo was eliminated by a score of a 6-3. to three. Ian Bailey uh, was the man that lost to Coons of Central City by a score of a 7-1. to one. So he has been eliminated. Brady Fago of a Lexington he had a pretty good match, uh, or a pretty good tournament so far, but he lost to Hotz of Gothenburg in the semifinals by a score of 5-1, to one, so he'll be in for medal rounds. Tristan Berry for uh, Lexington, also out here on the mat, coming up at 145 pounds in the semis. Riley Cup will be in the semifinals, and Jade Worth will be in for a medal. And we just told you Wyatt Hotz, the only wrestler for Gothenburg that is here, uh, beat Fago 5-1, to one, so he moves on to the semifinals. So that's A and B. I'm going to take a look at C and D here in just a moment. But uh, let's see what's on the mat right now, Larry. What do we have going? Yeah, right now we've got Michael Kautz of Shelton in a 2-2 matchup with Brandon Bloomquist from Randolph to get in for a medal. There's only five seconds left in the second period. Kautz has been uh, ridden out here. So we'll see going to the third period what happens. Again, just five seconds out great escape here would just be fantastic not going to get it comes to his feet Bloomquist takes him back down to the mat so let's see my guess is Bloomquist from Randolph will go down that is what he chooses now Couts has to play the decision game how long is he going to let this go he feels like he's got a chance to turn him he will he's going to ride gets the wrist back does a nice job there he's got to be able to uh Get something done here. Seth Walk from Aurora is out wrestling. He has a 2-0 lead to get in for a medal. Wrestling Boston Barcel from Columbus Lakeview. Nice uh, nice ride now. Couch has got a leg in. Oh, tried to arm bar. No dice. Not going to happen there. Couch is doing a nice job. He's got a good cross-body ride. Seth Walk still a 2-0 lead. Over for Aurora. We have no area teams right now in the center mats. Now we just have uh, starting off here with uh, Tristan Berry of Lexington, 32-5. and five, Comes out and gives up the immediate takedown to Cole Ligori from Auburn, a senior, 38-5 and five on the season. So Tristan Berry, who has had a great tournament trying to find his way into the finals here. Michael Couch still with that crossbody ride find there. They stalemate him out. They're going to go back to the center. One minute left. So, again, and it looks like the decision's going to be 
to try to turn Brandon Bloomquist to Randolph or bust. We're going to give a caution to Couts. He came on too soon. Seth Wonk now in the third period. One minute and 40 seconds left from Aurora, leading Boston Barcel from Columbus Lakeview 2-0. to zero. So two area guys here fighting right into the end to get in for a medal. Tristan Berry was able to get the escape. So now, and it's a good escape right at the end of the period. 30 seconds left in that period. So that'll be 2-1 to one with Boston Barcel again from Columbus Lakeview. Couts now 30 seconds left. He has spent the entire period on top with both legs in. But Brandon Bloomquist just bellies out. I think he'd be better off putting one leg in and running a crossbody ride versus both legs in because both legs in, what's happening is just overpowering Brandon Bloomquist and not allowing uh, for any. We're also going to go ahead and get Nick James to take the mat here. Don't blink. (laughs) That dude pulls the trigger quick. Tristan Berry on the mat in the class B145 semifinal trails one to nothing to or two to one to Lagori of Auburn. Seth Wonk of Aurora up two to nothing with a minute to go in his match in the consolation. And Brandon Bloomquist from Randolph was warned for stalling. Couch ties it up. They're in overtime. Couch is in deep. And they're gonna give two takedown to Couch. That's a great decision. I questioned it. What a great decision. Rode him out, got the stall call. Take down in overtime in nine seconds. Michael Couch. James is underneath with a duck under. Goes ahead 2-0. Gets the medal. Does a fantastic job there. Shelton continues to churn. They keep on going. Yeah, Tristan Berry, after being taken down immediately to start the match, he gets the escape and now leads 5-2 over Cole Ligori of Auburn. So Lexington starting to move here. Seth Wonk trying to ride things out here. He's going to give up the escape. Ten seconds to go. It's two to one. And now he's backing away from Barcel of Lakeview. Now Barcel's in on a shot at the edge of the mat. He's got time. And they're going to they say call him out of bounds. He was dragging his feet. Wonk just quit wrestling. Literally just quit wrestling. Without a doubt. Thought that he had this one put away. Still four seconds to go. They're going to discuss this takedown bit. I felt like one leg was sliding out without question down here. And uh, James is starting to rack up the points. 5-0 lead now. These last four seconds will be interesting. This stoppage really helps Wonk because he had stopped wrestling, Doug, mm-hmm. from Aurora. Blake Rosetsky is on the mat now for Litchfield. And Brett Riggs, he's an undefeated wrestler, and he is in trouble here. Tied 5-5. They're going to go to overtime. It looked like maybe a chance to take him down at the end of regulation. Yeah, Brett Riggs does this about every other time he wrestles. He's wrestling Will Gunning of Plainview, who you and I have seen multiple times. Great kid. But you got to be careful with Riggs. you got to be careful of the headlock and the neck whip. He loves it. Boy, this would stick. Gunning just the freshman. Riggs, the 50-0 senior, going to go potentially dangerous there. Still talking about this over in that Class B mat with Seth Wonk and Boston Barsill. Nick, Sit- Nick James going to take a 5-0 lead for Carney into the second period. Riggs is going to get taken down. Will Gunning takes down Brett Riggs. Top-ranked Brett Riggs, who was on his back in the state duels for Maxwell. Yeah, and look here. The coaches for Plainview are just going bananas. Good guys. Coach Boyer, of course, a Mullen guy. 
That's tremendous. And Wonk is going to win, Doug. He's going to win two, a four to one. Excuse me, Seth Wonk, four to one winner. That could sew this up for Plainview. That's one I'm sure most didn't think they would get. Will Gunning, the freshman, a seven to five win over Brett Riggs of Maxwell, the 50 and 0 senior in overtime, seven to five. And now Nick James is putting Nielsen on his back here from Burke on the edge of the mat. No oh, big tilt there, big there wrist tilt. Man. James hand him, hand him. Carney had just gone ahead of Columbus, 94-92 for fourth place, and they got some big points there. 13 points 13. for the Bearcats. Oh, man, that was big. Two minutes and 54 seconds, and Nick James picks up the win. He did a nice job there, that's for sure. That might put them up into second place. Tristan Berry of Lexington up 8-2 with a minute 10 to go on his match. Blake Rosesky of Ansley Litchfield has a 6-2 lead over Ebert of North Central, and they are in the second period. Again, Sam Florell, this is a big matchup. Sam Florell wrestling Jacob Johnson of Archbishop Bergen. Of course, Sam Florell, Amherst, this is his first medal. He'd like to find his way into a final his senior year just like his brother did. Jacob Johnson was fifth at the state meet a, uh, a year ago. Amherst so far, they're one and one today. Wonk's got a, or, uh, excuse me, Tristan Berry had a splatel on. Going to be 30 seconds left. No, there's not. Tristan Berry, Lexington, going to the finals. Tristan Berry picks up the pin in five minutes and 29 seconds. And did a nice job there. That was a really good match. Got himself taken down immediately to start the match. Let's go back to Sam Florell of Amherst. With the big takedown. This is big. Oh, he's getting a roll-around deal a little bit here. Still, nope, they're going to give one. Nope, yep, they're going to say one escape. Jacob Johnson, so this is going to be two to one. That was a big roll-around moment there. Broken bow, Cole Ummer just got the pin over Ty Jaime's. Battle Creek. So big points there for Broken Bow. So as we said, Amherst is one and one. Isaiah Shields got beat 16-0 tech fall. Quentin Frank was a winner five to three. Jaron Potts still to wrestle at 170. Yeah, this is big though. This this allows Amherst to get right on the heels of Plainview. You might be playing for second here, but second gets to take something home. Bursley of Aurora is now on the mat against Landauer of Blair in the B152 consolation match. And after the quick takedown and escape in the Florell-Johnson match, there's been not much since. Nobody really willing to risk themselves necessarily. Checking up on what's going on here on Power 99, the State High School Wrestling Tournament. Carter Persley of Aurora on mat four. Still no score here in the last ten seconds of the first period against Landauer of a Blair. And uh, Kyle Bentley of Centura has now taken the mat of the C-152 semifinal against Noah Stiskel, the 47-1 senior out of David City. Florell has the 2-1 lead late in the first period here for Amherst. And Stiskel's been fourth and fifth at the state meet. This is Bentley's first medal. Had a fantastic pin last night. In fact, he's pinned his way to this spot. Very good on top is Bentley. He's going to get the escape. Going to be 2-1 to one here. Oh, it's his shoulder. 
He's struggled with this all year. Stiskel just took and uh, hit an outside single, and he kept the arm, which is a good takedown, but he just pulled that arm clean out of its socket. Jacob Johnson of Archbishop Bergen will take bottom to start the second period against Sam Florell, and he might turn him right to his back, and he does. Florell's on his back. Big trouble. Florell may not get out of this. They're, they're resetting Bentley's shoulder. He's got him cradled up here. Florell in some definite trouble. He scrambles out of there. But a five-point move, and Johnson's up 6-2 to two over Florell with a minute and a half to go in the second period. Blake Rosiski had a 6-0 lead. Now it's 6-4 late in the match. Is he able to hold on? Yes, Ansley Litchfield's Blake Rosiski will get in for a medal with a 6-4 victory. Boy, if, if, if you're watching that down there in that Class C semifinal, if you've never had that done, you have no idea how that feels. They're trying to reset his shoulder, get it to go back into place. It looks like it, nope, not yet. He is the, I'm just telling you, one of the toughest human beings you've ever met. His dad's a Marine and a police officer in Grand Island. And this kid is legit, no joke, tough. They'll have to scrape him off of here. There, they got it reset. He's kind of shaking him around. Coach Saborn says, go get him. And now the trainer's talking to Coach Saborn. Saborn's like, you don't get it. He's not coming off of here. Florell trails 6-2 to two now. After the quick takedown, sometimes... These guys have gotten this quick takedown, and it hasn't quite worked out. Stiskel's going to let Bentley up back to his feet. We've been giving you some updates from earlier matches. We still need to get to Class D, and we'll do that here in just a moment. Laurel's just got to find his way to his feet, make it 6-3, and get back on his leg attacks. His leg attacks are good enough. Stiskel's in deep. Big wizard by Bentley. Four to two, 30 seconds left in the first period. Stiskel's in deep. Bentley fights him off again. And so Sam Florell in trouble again down here in the semifinals. He gets cradled up and gives up three more near fall. And Florell now down nine to two to Johnson of Archbishop Bergen late in period number two, and that's how the period will end. Yeah, I've, let's see. I Whatever I do, I don't go down. I get to my feet here. Nope, Florell's going to go down. It's going to be 6-2, to two, another takedown there for Stiskel against Kyle Bentley from Centura. Going to move to the third or second period here, excuse me. Got a cradle locked up. Yeah, Florell's trying to come out of that, but that looks pretty tight, doesn't it, Coach? Yeah, it's pretty tight. I don't think he's coming out of that one. I don't know if he'll get turned, but he's keeping him on the mat, that's for sure. Yeah, he just switched sides with it's what he did. Oh, Bentley's going to get in his best position here. I think he's turning him here. He looks like he's going, nope. Bentley gets reversed to his back. So Kyle's fighting here. And that cradle, he's just switching sides here, is Jacob Johnson from Archbishop Bergen. Now Kyle Bentley's been put to his back by Noah Stiskel. Yeah, he looks, he, he got pinned. Yep, he gets pinned there in, well, I'll let Doug do the math. We're live radio. <laughs> 233. 
is Bentley of Centura. He's beaten here, and now he's got to kind of work through that injury and come back and get a medal tomorrow somewhere between third and sixth. I will tell you this. That's an injury that happened in football season. He's put himself in the state semis with that injury. He'll be all right. Carter Persley of Aurora is in good shape as he leads it now 9-1 to one it looks like, and he's still looking for more, trying to get the pin here in the last few seconds over Landauer of Blair. And Florell in all kinds of trouble over here well, in the Class D yeah, semis. They, they, he went down, and he's, you know, it's Whoa. the right thing, but he's got to get himself out. He just hasn't given himself a chance here in any shape, way, or form. Guys, David City scoring a bunch of points. And Persley of Aurora is going to come away with a major decision, 11-1 to over Landauer of Blair. You know, Doug, you talked about it last night. Aurora didn't bring a bunch of dudes, but they really wrestled well in this tournament. And we'll uh, be giving you another update here in case you missed any of it. You're listening to the State Wrestling Semifinals on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is KKPR-FM, Kearney, Elm Creek, Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And Florell is really all that's out there right now that Persley has picked up the win, and it's all over. Looks like Nick James will be wrestling Levi May from Millard West, who just won convincingly over Deion Davis of Omaha Central. Yeah, and Jacob Johnson from Archbishop Bergen has ended that match 11-3 to over Sam Florell. So Bergen punches another ticket to the parade. We'll take a look at more of our results from the area right after this on Power 99. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown health mark pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCain. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. Pool, spas, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing in Kearney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud supporter of all the Amherst wrestlers. M.A. Graham Incorporated in Amherst is an independent distributor of oral wheat bread and Thomas Bagels and Muffins. They are a very proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Nothing can warm up your day better than a warm, buttery bagel, muffin, or oral wheat bread. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. We are back here at Omaha 
And we're going to do a little bit more recapping for you from earlier tonight because uh, we're clear of the mat right now. We are here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you the state semifinals of the 2019 High School Wrestling Tournament. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home on a day with weather like this. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty, to heavy duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. We're actually fortunate, Larry, because the weather did not hit Omaha uh, like it did back in the Tri-Cities. Yeah, make no mistake about it. If you talk to anybody back home today, it hit the Tri-Cities. All right, let's take a look at where we're at. Uh, we did some recap in A, B, and C. I want to get to D here first, and then we'll come back and take a look again at the top of the order because Carney's wins here have uh, bumped them up into the team race for Amherst. Tonight, Isaiah Shields was beaten in the semifinals 16 to nothing. Quentin Frank, a winner 5 to 3. Sam Florell was just defeated 11 to 3. Jaron Potts is coming up for Pleasanton. Tyler Pulaski, a winner by Tech Fall 18 to 3. He is 1 1 away from being in the parade or for being a four time state champion. For Alma, Dalen Russell is still to wrestle in the consolation. For Arcadia Loop City, number one, Jacob Jarabic will take on the number two ranked wrestler, according to the Coaches Association, in the heavyweight semi. Finals for Ansley Litchfield, Blake Rasiski wins six to four, so he moves in for a medal. For Axtell, Dustin Klingsporn was eliminated ten to five. Caleb Senf is still in. He needs to win to get in for the medals. For Kobe Smith of Elm Creek, he was eliminated nine to four. For Elwood, Zach Dickow picks up a two twenty eight pin over Tristan White of Arapahoe, so White is eliminated and Dickow is in for a medal. Connor Schutz will be coming up here in the semifinals. For Burwell, Joel Ostrom rolls on to the finals with a 9-1 victory. Corey Daw still to come in the semifinals. For Shelton, Jesse Saucita was beaten in the semifinals 7-4. Michael Couts wins in overtime 4-2 to get in for a medal tomorrow. And later in the consolation, Alex Slagle will be wrestling. Slagle beaten in the first round, won two matches earlier Today, So now all the wrestlers are out for Arapahoe. Tayton Eggleston of South Loop was a 4-2 overtime winner. He'll move on to the medals. Chase Hauserman of Franklin will be in the semifinals. Kean Martin of Overton is in the semifinals. Dalton Hansen of Harvard was a winner 4-2, so he will wrestle for a medal tomorrow. And that's where we're at in Class D. In the team race, 123.5 for Millard South, Kearney 107, Lincoln East 104, Scotts Bluff 65, Scott 64, Northwest 56, Sydney 55.5, and, and Hastings stuck on 52, Valentine 114, Broken Bow 82, David City 81.5 in C, Plainview 89, Archbishop Bergen 88, Amherst 60.5 in D. Amherst is now out of the team race, Larry, but they still have some kids that will probably come back and get some medals, and we'll see what Potts does at one. Yeah, no doubt. They had to get those two head-to-head matchups to have any chance, uh, and they don't. So, But I still will tell you this. This has been a fantastic uh, outing, Doug, for the Broncos. They're really building this, and they're effectively going to bring this whole team back next year. And, Tom, uh, when you look at Carney High, they're setting in second place right now. They're going to well, be... Well, they just got bumped. Uh, Lincoln East just went back up on top by 10, 117. But uh, Carney High just doesn't have uh, four guys here in the upper weight, so uh, some of these other teams might catch up to them here in uh, Burke, and we know Columbus has got some boys still to go. Yeah, Millard South has four left. East has two more. Uh, Burke has two left, 195 152. Carney um, will have one more going. Columbus has five more. Mm. So, and they're, they're all pretty solid. And they're young. Yeah. And they're young. 
uh, Columbus was so young last year. A lot of people thought they were going to take the big jump and, and maybe just didn't wow a lot of folks at the beginning of the year, but they're wowing them right now. Yeah, they got one going right now over on the in Matt there. Yeah, he's down one to nothing to Ethan Valencia from Millard West. That's Cade Fulner from Columbus. Want to take a look in case you missed anything a little bit earlier on. Uh, for Carney High, let's go over it again. Archer Heelan won one to nothing. He goes in for a medal. Hunter Nagatani lost in the semifinals 10 to 1. Riley Steele won a consolation match 10 to 4. Gage Ferguson was eliminated in the ultimate tiebreaker 1 to nothing. Philip Mumi beat Carter Cuchera of Columbus 11 to 9, but Cuchera put Mumi on his back. In the third period, Gage McBride, a 3-1 winner in the consolation round. Uh, Nick James picks up the win in 2 minutes and 54 seconds in the semifinal round. Carter Abels is still to come in the semis, and Gus Franzen will be wrestling in the consolations. For Grand Island, 0-2 in the semis. Juan Pedro fell 4-0. Blake Cushing fell 9-4. Colby Lukasavich in the wrestlebacks was eliminated 8-1. Tyler Salpas was eliminated in the wrestlebacks 3-1. Oscar Richter and Ethan McPhillips still coming in the wrestleback round. For Hastings, Bryce Brown was eliminated 3-1. Isaac Hunsley lost in the semis 6-4. Mason Brombaugh lost in the semis 15-6. Damon Pape still to come in the semis. Evan Marara will be in the wrestlebacks. For Adams Central, Tristan Obermiller, he won in the consolation round in a pin in 5-0-8. Cameron Court was eliminated 1-0. Connor Brown still coming up in the semis. For Aurora, Caden Swoboda lost in the semis 7-2. Trevor Cluck won in the consolation by a score of 5-1. And then you had a Seth Wonk. He was a winner in the consolation by a score of 4-1. to one. And Carter Persley was a winner 11-1. to one. So, Larry, we talked about Aurora brought four, and they're all going to medal. Yeah, and, and they you, you talked about it yesterday. And as we watched it run through this day, they did a great job. Staying in Class B, Grady Grease, or Grady Aarons, is into the parade of champions for Northwest. He won by a pin in 4:23. Colin Quan in the consolations won five to three. Grady Grease is in the semifinals, and Cooper Kaiser will be in the consolations later tonight. Uh, for Central City, Dyson Coons and Kobe Brandenburg were both winners in the consolation. Uh, for Kozad, Jace Russman was a winner, 18-2. We still have Connor Westcote coming up in the consolation, and Josh Stahlbomber, the heavyweight, will be in the semifinals. For Lexington, in the uh, consolation, Ivan Lazo eliminated 6-3. Ian Bailey eliminated 7-1. Brady Fago lost in the semis, 5-1. Tristan Berry was a winner in the semifinals with a pin in 5-29. Riley Cup will be coming up here in the semifinals. And then the heavyweight, Jade Worth, is in the consolation. Gothenburg's lone wrestler, Wyatt Holtz, is in the finals. He had that 5-1 win over Fago of Lexington. And finally in Class C, Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic lost by pin in the semis in 441. Zach Rogers wins in the consolation 5-4. Matt Feldner will be still coming up. For Wood River in the semifinals, Dylan Anchetta wins in the ultimate tiebreaker 4-3. Carson Thompson was pinned 339 in the semis. And Evan Waddington will be in the Parade of Champions for the fourth straight year with an 8-3 win, but it appears he has a little bit of a shoulder injury that occurred in in the match tonight. For Ravenna, Alex Chapa coming up in the semifinals at 170. Gibbons, Daniel Escondon is in the finals with a 12-6 win over Falkenberry of Broken Bow tonight. A huge one that uh, I think Broken Bow was kind of counting on. 
Donovan Trumbull will have no medalist this year for Centura. Kyle Bentley lost in the semifinals in 233. They'll have Austin Simmons wrestling in the consolation round. St. Paul still has their heavyweight Nick Padnas coming up in the consolation. Minden had just the one wrestler in Smith. He was eliminated earlier today. For Sutton, Lee Carlson wins in the consolation round 15-4. Joseph Hendricks lost in the semifinals 7-2. For Ord, they've got Jesse Ulrich coming up in the consolation. Loomis Bertrand, Jacob Hilmer is a winner in 4-0-8. He is in for a medal. And that is our recap here of what's happened so far tonight. Larry, anything else for us? Yeah, right now we've got the 152-pound Class D semifinal Connor Schutz of Elwood, fifth a year ago. He's going to, just a sophomore, going to wrestle William White of Sutherland, a senior, 48-2. and two. I'm sure they've seen each other this year. Also, Alex Chapa of Ravana just took the mat and was taken down by Mr. Duda from Broken Bow. A very quick takedown. Duda, sixth-place medal last year at the state meet. This is Chapa's first time to the medal stand. Well, as Coach McCann said earlier when it was Keyswater of Columbus against Carney High, you know where your ha- heart is. And Choppa, whatever happens, happens, buddy. But I'm talking blood, brother. <laughs> His, Lathan is the sophomore. His brother Colton, who took fourth in districts, is coming up in the semis at uh, 195 as well. And he'll take on the undefeated Wood wrestler out of Perkins County tonight. Yeah, Bo Wood. He's a stud. Choppa's going to – he'll roll. Choppa's tough to wrestle. He's short. And he's just an absolute goer. He'll never stop coming. So he will be tough. The thing with Lathan Duda is he's very technically sound. Like many of the Broken Bow wrestlers are. And Lathan's going to get close to another takedown here on Choppa. It's still 2-1. to one. Lathan trying to headlock him and whip him to his back. But Choppa continues to fight. Yeah, he's, he's in the top position here, Doug, is Lathan. So the score will stay the same here. He's riding him. But look at Choppa. You just see, I mean, he moves, Doug, uh, in a continuous fashion. He just won't stop. That's for sure. Penalty point was awarded there, yes. so there was no escape. That's why it's 2-1, to one and Choppa is still on bottom as they get a restart here with 40 seconds to go. White of Sutherland will get... The two points here over a Schutz of Elwood getting the takedown in the first period. And now White's going to take bottom here in the second, and he'll pop the escape, so he's up 3-0 on Schutz. A minute 15 to go in the second period. And Schutz just needs to get to his attacks, Doug. Oh, so Choppa, look at that, just that continuous movement. It's now 2-2. Two two. Choppa against Duda. You don't want to hang around with Alex Choppa. He can make you pay. Schutz was just taken down, so that, now that for Elwood, now that's a 5-0 to zero match. Connor Schutz wrestling William White of Sutherland. So Duda's going to get a little upper body with Choppa. I'd be careful there. Duda's got tremendous leg attacks. So that's how the first period's going to end. We're tied 2-2. Two to two. Choppa, oh, got to put his leg band back on. It's going to be Duda's choice. Duda's going to go down right away. Get himself going here. Chop is in tremendous shape, and he's just never going to stop coming forward. Not a whole lot of Class A still to come, but we still have a couple of Carney and Grand Island wrestlers that will be going. 
And James Burks has taken the mat here in a Class A as he is uh, looking to become a four-time state champion. And he just about got rolled through there as the period comes to an end. But Burks is up 6-0 over Johnston of Omaha Westside. Yeah, and he had kind of a scare last night. That 9-8 quarterfinal win. Oh, and he's got a 6-0 lead here. Lathan Duda doing a little bleeding. Coach Mahler getting coached, or uh, Alex Chapa kind of coached up on what he wants him to do. Coach Mahler's done a tremendous job at Ravenna this year, taking over for a legendary coach in Dom Reichs. State champion out of Elgin Pope, John, and then wrestled at Kearney State College. Coach McCann with us here. Tom, uh, have you have you got over being the head coach now? How long did it take? Oh. <laughs> or you're not over it yet. <laughs> no. no, I enjoy what I'm doing right now. Working with some great coaching staff with, uh, you know, Dalton Jensen. And having had the opportunity to work with the likes of the one and only Mark Bauer. I'll tell you what. That was that was uh, just fun. You know, I'm living the dream there working with those guys. A lot of great wrestling uh, out of the community of Kearney as always. And now we're back to action here in the Chapa Duda match. And Duda will take bottom and trying to get out here in the second period. And oh my, what a rustle through there. But Chapa holds on. It looked like he was going to whip him to his back. Yeah, and Duda just about put Chapa. Oh, if Chapa stays with that head chancer there, Duda would have been in big trouble. Big trouble. What a scramble by both of them. It looked like they could both have ended up on their back here in the last 10 seconds, yeah. and all in all, nothing changed. If I'm Lathan Dude, I do not roll around with Alex Chapa. Shuts trying for the big throw here, down 8-0 with a minute and a half left. Not out of this. Kind of a whizzer hip lock position. Shuts felt himself going to his back, and he bailed on it. I think it's going to be 10-0 now. Shuts from Elwood. Trails. Chapa doing a good job here. He's ridden for the first minute. Duda turns in, does a nice job. Chapa just closes across those hips and ankles. There, Duda got to the leg. Now Duda will look to cut this corner. Chapa's just got to keep moving, and he does. He covers those hips. What a fantastic job. Still no scoring, though. Duda hasn't scored off bottom yet. There, he's going to get the reversal. There, he gets the reversal, as you said, on the edge of the mat. Kind of had to pick Chapa's foot back in. And William White of Sutherland is in complete control here over Schutz of Elwood. Schutz does get an escape, but it's 10-1, to 1, wrestling on the edge of the mat with 35 seconds to go. That's where White wants to stay, the senior 48-2 and two on a restart. Due to running just a big high half with a thigh ride there. Choppa's tripoded up. Shuts in on a shot, and White just continues to back up. He gets warned for stalling, but... Only 20 seconds left in the match. White wants no part of wrestling anymore right now. He's going to get dinged again. There's a penalty point. 15 seconds to go. But again, on the edge of the mat, and all White's doing is running from Sutherland. Shutt's going after him again, but he knows what's going to happen, and that's how this match is. They step out of bounds with three seconds on a restart. Yeah, not enough time. He'll Shutt. run again, and that'll be it. Shuts will fall 10-2. to two. Yeah, just a sophomore. We saw him place last year as a freshman. Took a step up here. He'll be in good shape. Now Chapa takes down and immediately gets out over here in the match with Lathan Duda. So it's Duda 4, Chapa 3 as we get the third period underway. Yeah. Chapa's right in here with the number two ranked wrestler. 
Yeah, Chapa's looking for the opening. As I said, he doesn't get a lot of respect, and he should. He's just a tremendous wrestler, and his, his motor is, is what does it for him as much as anything. So they're on their feet, and, and you see how Duda slowed this down a little bit. He's tremendous respect for Alex Chapa after some of these scrambles that he's that Lathan Duda's used to scoring on. He's not getting those points here out of Alex Chapa. What a tremendous performance. Now Chapa's looking. Let's find a takedown in the last minute. Chapa's not afraid. He's coming in and tangling up. Again, Chapa just a – and he's not a fat 170-pounder. No. He's just – Short, a little stocky, I guess you'd say. Lathan much taller. And Chapa worked into kind of an overhook there. He's kind of wanting an over and an under. One minute to go. Four to three due to over Chapa. Looks like he's trying to set up a throw. It does. He's really worked to double unders. Yep. What he needs to do is drop his head now and lift up with his head to bring Duda's head up with the back of his head, and then he can go with that. As long as Duda blocks with his head, he can't. Down to 35 seconds to go. Starting to get to the edge of the mat now. The referee whistle out saying, let's get back to the center. And so they do. 30 seconds to go due to up 4-3 on Chapa. Chapa's going to try to create one big scramble here. What he cannot do is take one of those dumb hip-on shots. He's got to create some angles. And now there hasn't been a warning for stalling, so Lathan backs away. 15 seconds. He's running out of time. Yeah, Chapa, just no attacks here. He did a nice job early with the pummels, but no attacks whatsoever. It's going to be a penalty point and two escapes for Chapa's three points. And Lathan Duda will be in the Parade of Champions for Broken Bow, hanging on for a 4-3 win over Alex Chapa. Yeah, just a sophomore, Lathan Duda. Again, sixth-place finisher last year as a freshman. He's going to find his way into a parade. Got an injury on that three. And I don't know how many people, you know, would, would know this history here, but he will be the first Duda in the Parade of Champions since his father, Scott. Back in 1983. I don't know if you caught that year, but uh, 1983. <laughs> been a while. Might have been 82. Uh, congratulations to Lathan, and let's see if Chapa can come back tomorrow and get third. He'll be a handful for, for guys, Doug. And he gave him a heck of a match. There is absolutely no doubt about it. Let's take a break. You are listening to the State High School Wrestling Tournament here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you in part by our friends at Impact Seed. Craig Weech is your Pioneer Seed dealer. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation. Contact Pioneer sales professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneer, science with service delivering success. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. At American Family Insurance, we believe that with the right support, any dream is possible. For auto, home, business, or life, contact us today. Contact Jim Crayson at the Jim Crayson Agency at the corner of 2nd Avenue and 46th in Kearney. Call 236-6868. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. 
Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. Back here at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, the state semifinals of the 2019 state wrestling tournament. As we go around here, we've got Jesse Ulrich. The consolation round 182 from Ord moving to the second period. Jesse leads 2-0 over Eric Hossing of Hardington Cedar Catholic. Ord just kind of had a tough uh, piece. You know, they came out of a state final football tournament where they lost probably their best piece um, uh, to an injury there. But then the thing was, they've got a kind of a top five team and injuries just ravaged this team this year so the state tournament hasn't been for them what they've really wanted it to be a medal for Jesse Ulrich in his senior year would definitely be a, a solid finish well and down here on mat two Larry it took a long long time but James Burks of Omaha Burke is now 59 and 0 with a 12-6 win over Nolan Johnston of Omaha Westside and Burks now one win away from being a four-time state champion so Burks and Pulaski of Pleasanton both winning tonight, but Burks actually the last couple of days had to put in a little more work than Pulaski. Pulaski two first period pins and a tech fall tonight. Burks 9-8 to eight in the quarters and 12-6 to six here, which is still plenty fine. It's just that when you're thinking about four-time, you just think domination. He's undefeated. He's number one. He's a three-time champ. Yeah, and haven't seen that out of him. Even there, it was kind of a tussle. Riley Kopp of Lexington's going to come out here and get a quick takedown in the semifinal over Gabriel James of Ralston. That was a quick takedown in about 10 seconds here. So Lexington's still looking to kind of pour it on here just a little bit. Hey, and we want to say thanks to all those that are listening in on Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Uh, we know that Bob is continuing his tradition out on top of the hill, and uh, well, he should be about it on uh, number five by now if the pace is exactly right. So uh, uh, thanks to Bob, Dave, and all those that uh, are giving us some thumbs up tonight. Thanks for listening to our wrestling coverage. And Carter Abels of uh, Kearney is taking on Avery McMeekin of Columbus, and he gets thrown immediately here, and McMeekin has put him on his back, and that is it. 40 seconds here, and Carter Abels of Kearney, he just got caught. Yeah, put straight to his back, and the discoverers go crazy. They've got one there. That was awful quick. Huge in the team points, and now McMeekin will take on Burks tomorrow to try and deny him a four-time state championship. McMeekin, 46-7. and seven. Uh, Abel's kind of had one of those styles usually that uh, you can you can be down and wrestle around and a little funky, but uh, he didn't have time to do that here. Yeah, no, that's going to vault Columbus back up into the top two or top three. I will say hello, Bob. I'm glad you're listening. It's always my favorite 
time to be able to visit with you, and you bring us a lot of joy, so it's kind of nice to be able to bring you a little bit tonight. The action just continues here on Power 99. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and uh, Tom McCann, the Hall of Fame coach. And uh, Nobody stole your car, did they, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a look at what else is going on out here, uh, Larry Baker. Yeah, we've got Connor Westcote uh, from Cozad Jr. going to take the mat against Zachary Cerna of Norris, another senior. Cerna's going to get the... A quick takedown, and then Westcote's going to get out, so it's going to be 2-1. to one. They're wrestling in the consolation match to try to get a Class B medal at 170 pounds. And then the Class B 160 semifinal, Riley Cup of Lexington, a takedown over Gabriel James of Ralston, who gets the escape. So it's 2-1 to one here. We're a minute in, and we get a little blood time here on uh, mat number three. Yeah, and we get a great start by Matthew Feldner of Kearney Catholic. Goes out and gets a four-point first period. That's a great start in a one-minute first period, Doug. So they're going to move back to the center. It's Matthew Feldner, Kearney Catholic, wrestling Evan Fisher of Chase County. Felder's going to go down to start the second period. And he leads four to nothing. Stars trying to get another medal. Ooh, we're going to get an illegal slam call. Uh, Connor Westcote was slammed by Zachary Cerna of Norris, and they are going to award the point. So it's going to be four to two in this situation. Just so you know, if Connor Westcote from Cozad does not continue, he wins. Uh, but he gets a few minutes to get ready, but he doesn't care. He's a tough guy. He gets down and says, let's roll. Jesse Ulrich picks up the win for Ord and a pin in 215. So the Chanticleers will get a medalist here. And Ulrich, who's going on to uh, play football at Hastings College yeah. for Coach. Tarper. It's just crazy, Doug, to think of, you know, I talked about it a minute ago, but they get a medal. Uh, you, know, you know, where this yep. season started for them, just a uh, stroke of bad luck for the chance. Top five team, and they were in that district with Valentine and Broken Bow, and if they would have been at full strength, my, oh my, would have been one of the all-time toughest districts. No it was doubt. still unbelievable. No doubt about that. So, Riley Cup, 4-2 lead. There's blood over there. And, of course, Lexington, as tradition, the coaches have their uh, Coach Dooley pants on. Remember Coach Dooley from Tennessee always wore those bright orange pants? Love it. Love it. Cup with two takedowns and James with two escapes, and there's still uh, plenty of time, 37 seconds to go here uh, in the first period. And Westcote now 4-3 as he's able to sneak out of there as they get ready to go to the third period against Cerna of uh, Norris, and they have elected to go uh, down here, it looks like. Yeah, and Coach Hammerland just came out and really was imploring Westcote to really get after it here and win this match. You want to win. You know, this is a forever thing. You're always a state medalist. Matt Felder now 5 nothing your lead, and he's looking for a turn here. 7 nothing on Fisher. He's got the turn. He's got him on his back. It's going to be 10 nothing. Still a scramble. He will not finish the pin here. Body scissor, and he just, you saw those big thighs just flex. You scissor somebody's body, and it's not good, man. I'm just telling you. I've seen accidents happen, <laughs> literally, when that happens. And that's not a joke. We were in Shelton one year, and that happened. <laughs> that is a true story. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of that story. <laughs> we're going to go to the end of the second period, and Matt Feldner of Carney Catholic will have a 10 nothing lead over Evan Fisher of Chase County. On the consolation, Matt looking for a medal. Still working on that blood over here on the cup of Lexington and James of Ralston match. Yeah, it was all over the mat. They were having a tough time. It was the Ralston wrestler that was uh, bleeding. Caleb Semp 
of Axtell and Daylon Russell of Alma in the Class D consolation match, and Russell of Alma is going to get the early takedown. And he's going to get the pin. Daylon Russell is going to leave with the medal, defeats Caleb Sent of Axtell in about, what? 41 seconds. 41 seconds. <sighs> so Russell able to get the job done in really good fashion. All right, start this third period. Uh, Feldner is down. He's got to really get to moving, though. Evan Fisher at Chase County uh, put a really tough ride on. Felder's got to be careful here. Coach Rogers is out there telling him, man, you got to be careful. You've got a 10-0 to lead here. West Coast of Coast had has finally cut Cerna of Norris, so it's 5-3. to three. He's got to take him down in the last 20 seconds here. He's attacking. He's attacking. He's got the leg up. West Coast still driving. You hear the Kozad fans in front of us, but he's not going to be able to finish it. And it's going to end up 5-3. to three. Cerna of Norris over West Coast of Kozad. West Coast will come up one win short of a medal. Yeah, and he was in a good spot. If he cuts back there immediately, he'd have been okay. Reversal by Felder. Felder. He's going to pin him. going to pin him. Step over. Reverse pin. So both Felders leave with a medal. Zach Rogers leaves with a medal. And for Matt Feldner, the time is 4.09 on the pin. He finished third last year at 82. Now he's back at the middle round and trying to get to that spot on the podium again tomorrow at 195. Pretty tough weight class there for uh, Feldner. Now they're back to action over here. Riley Cuff got one more takedown over James of Ralston, and Cuff leads at 6-2. They'll go to the second period, and Cuff will take bottom here for Lexington. What the explosion is here off the whistle? No, they're going to, no caution. Again, we're about three hours into our coverage, and uh, you look around the mats here, we are at 160 in Class B, we're at 182 in Class C, 195 in the D constellation. Uh, You've also got A-170s going on, so we'll mix it up, and here in a couple of, probably about a half hour when uh, some of the Class D heavyweights are done, we'll start moving around, but uh, been pretty good tournament, and we want to update you on where the team scores are right now as uh, it's really, uh, as we knew, would change things up, and we will start in Class A where they've moved up and down, and right now it's Millard South, 123.5, East, 117, Burke, 108.5, Kearney, 107, Columbus, 105. In B, Scotts Bluff, 65, Scott, 64, Northwest, 56, 55.5 for Sydney. And uh, then Hastings has just been sitting there in fifth place, and they need uh, Damon Pape to get up there. Now, Gus Franzen of Kearney is on the mat. Yeah, and Jaron Potts from Amherst, Doug, in the Class D semifinal. Uh, wrestling Bryce Zimmer out of Creighton and gives up the, the, the takedown. Amherst really needs this win. Bryce Zimmer, a tremendous wrestler. If you've never seen him play football, go wherever he's going to uh, play. Pay two times the admission. Unbelievable football player. He's, I don't know, three, 4,000 yards, whatever it was this year he was responsible for. Just a tremendous athlete. He gets the takedown and back point, so he leads Jaron Potts by four. Amherst really needs Potts here. Carney High and Lincoln East, another matchup. Gus Franson against 43-11 junior Grant Lyman. Nobody scored in the first period, and Lyman will take bottom to start the second period in the consolation match. Wanted to give you the Class C and D team scores. Valentine, 127. Broken Bone, 99. David City, 93.5. And, and in D, it is Plainview, 93. Archbishop Bergen, 88. Amherst, 60.5. Then Elkhorn Valley, 57. And Central Valley, 56. 
The Central Valley Greeley-based school brought four, and they've had a great tournament. Yeah, they've had a great tournament. You bring four kids and get your name uh, up on the board on Friday night, that's a pretty big deal. Riley Cup just controlling this match now as we're into the final seconds of the second period. Lexington's Riley Cup over James of Ralston 10-2 to and trying to tip him here in short time. Yeah, I mean, that match has gone on for a day and a half, but there's just been a tremendous amount of blood. Back to the Zimmer, uh, Creighton, and Jaron Potts of Amherst match. Potts just has not been able to get out. Zimmer leads 4-0, to zero, got the quick takedown, two back points, and then Potts has never threatened to get out. With a guy like Zimmer, one of the things that's tough, we talk about the way he plays football, he's just so athletic that it gets tough, and he's a big, strong kid. Down there, Lincoln East with Grant Lyman, one, and Gus Franzen from Kearney, zero. About 40 seconds left. Franzen was in on a leg, and Lyman's going to spin around and get two. So that now is going to move to three to zero. And what a football season Creighton had. Pleasure covering them down at the finals. Well, yeah, they lose their quarterback in that game. You and I did, and they just stuck Bryce Zimmer back there, snapped it to him, and ran about two plays. And 54 just... carries, and he was not the starting run quarterback. That's exactly right. It was just absolutely amazing what got he did. Got a chance I, I think Franzen's wrestling with maybe a leg injury. He's been kind of favoring that the last couple matches. Well, this is a tough one, too. Uh, they thought Franzen uh, didn't get the right end of a call last night in the quarterfinals, got beat, right. and now he's trailing 3 nothing as they head to the third period, and he's got to come back just to get a medal where they thought he should have been in the semifinals. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Columbus is getting handled in the semis by Isaiah Alford, their defending state champ. He's uh, way ahead there, just kind of having his way. Yeah, Isaiah Alford's another dude if you want to see somebody play football. That kid's legit from Lincoln High. Just an incredible athlete. And that whole match has been takedown, escape, takedown, escape as well. So it's 14-7. to Seven, seven takedowns, seven let-ups. Riley Cup is still up 12-4 to four now in the final 30 seconds of his match, trying to get James pinned here. Make that eight takedowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and over here for Gus Franz and just nothing. He is on bottom and he's... got rolled through. They're trying to get him turned, but he's able to roll through. And... and... Uh, Bryce Zimmer is going to go down to start the second period. Jaron Potts, good position for him, but not able to get anything done. One minute uh, left in the second period. And yeah. See Franzen hobbling back to the center. Whoa, wait a minute. The Lincoln East kid got hurt on that. Going out of bounds. <clears throat> They're calling injury time for him. He's not getting up. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened over there, I, Coach. Well, they went out of bounds, and he hit. It didn't look like anything special, but he just he's just there. He's not moving. And for Lexington, they have picked up another win as Riley Cup wins the semifinal over James of Ralston, 14-4, and will head on to the Parade of Champions for the Minutemen. Yeah, this is going to be interesting as it's coming down to the end because I think Grady Grease for Northwest, I mean, this there's like 10 points in here in Class B. If Grease can get a win or a win by pin, something like that, Northwest is going to go into tomorrow relatively close to a trophy again. After uh, just a, kind of a disaster early first day for Granada Northwest where they were down in 11th place. They were down in 11th yeah, place and, after the opening day. And today, they lost a couple today that in a million years they didn't think they'd lose. 
Still down here for Jaron Potts. He has ridden Bryce Zimmerer, but he hasn't scored. He's down four to nothing with 22 seconds to go in the second period. And then I think if it's Potts' choice, he has to go both up because he got taken down, turned, and then just, I mean, uh, Zimmer cinched the saddle up and just spurred him to death for about a minute ten. Coach, we're back over there in the Class A match. Uh, Lyman comes back, and he's trying to ride out Franzen with a minute ten to go, and Franzen down 3-0. He's got to get one so he can tie it up with a takedown or reverse him and put him on his back. Oh, Amherst just took top. They well, warned Zimmer for stalling or hit Zimmer for stalling, so it's 4-1. to one. Oh, Dave said top, and somebody changed, and they went on their feet. So they're going to go on their feet here. Zimmer has really slowed. Alfred got tired of taking Columbus down after nine takedowns and finally pinned him. <laughs> Alfred, uh, Lincoln High, starting to... Over the last three years, really doing some stuff with the male athletes again. Jaron Potts needs to get going. Bryce Zimmer has absolutely stopped wrestling. He could get, I mean, he'll get stall calls here in the state semis. He's got to get going. Zimmer's putting one knee on the mat. He's just standing there. Jaron Potts has got to push the pace. Four to one. Potts trails here. Lyman is still up three nothing. And boy, Franza just hasn't even been close, coach, to getting out. No. No, no, he's definitely got a leg that's bothering him. He has a hard time getting it up. And so time is winding down here, and Lyman is just laying on him right now, and he is going to pick up the victory. So uh, Gus Franzen going to come up short here in the heartbreak round and be eliminated by a score of 3 to nothing. And Lincoln East just uh, moves ahead a few more points on Carney. And they're going to go a few more here. How about this match coming up? A-182 is one of the best weight class semifinals tonight. Three of them are undefeated. And the other guy is uh, from the Columbus kid, I think, that's ranked second. Mother's Baugh of Lincoln East didn't get started till late in the year. He's 9-0, taking on 54-0, Trumbull of Millard South. That's on the mat right now. And Potts just hasn't really done anything uh, offensively here for Amherst. No, he needed to push the pace. If he didn't push the pace, look at Zimmer on his knee again. He just really needed to get it going. And there's only 15 seconds left. Austin Simmons from Centura has taken the mat. Going to go through a scoreless first period. Wrestling a really good wrestler from uh, Josh Bailey from Johnson County Central. Both of these guys, Simmons came into the tournament ranked number two in the state. Bailey spent a large portion of the year ranked number two in the state. And Zimmer is going to officially beat Potts six to one uh, to make his way to the state final. We're going to move to the second period here, and Simmons is going to be on top from Centura. Again, that's in a consolation match to get in for a medal. And two kids with only three losses, a combined 80 and 6 between these two. And Swain went pretty tough from Columbus with a 56 and 2 record. Yeah, unbelievable. The, the four tough. wrestlers at A182 tonight, unbelievable. And that is a weight in Class A that should most generally be tough because you've got your linebacker type, you know what I mean, your football kids uh, up there. Simmons is going to give up the escape, so Bailey's up 1-0. to zero. No real offense here, no risks by either guy. Simmons is an incredibly physical kid. Got a 1,200-pound three-lift total. He's fast. He's got to use that here. Trumbull has a 2-0 lead over Lincoln East. And 
He takes down second period. So Mothersbaugh down 2-0. In a big match like this, it'll be interesting to see does Mothersbaugh have the gas. You know, been hurt all year. You're listening to High School Wrestling on Central Nebraska's sports leader, Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney, and all of our friends along the way in Axtell and Lexington and Ansley, wherever you may be. Thanks for listening tonight to the 2019 State High School Wrestling Semifinals on Power 99. We will, if you missed anything, we'll have it all for you continually here as we start to wrap things up. We will have our Impact Seeds wrap-up show and let you know the final team stats going into Saturday and who will be in for medals for our listening area. And Chase Hauserman from Franklin's on the mat right now in his 170-pound semifinal. No score in that yet. Noah Scott from Randolph, 38-4 and on the year. Still no score... Uh... Uh, in this second period outside of the escape from Josh Bailey. Simmons has not been able to score, so seven seconds left in the second period. So this looks to me like Simmons will go down, and it's the one-to-one bit. Simmons will go down for sure. There's a nice shot by by Noah Scott of Randolph, and he's going to take down Hauserman on the edge of the mat to go up two to nothing with 40 seconds to go in the first period of the D-170 semifinal. That was a nice that was move. Slick. It was very slick. I did see that. And we've got some blood time down here in the Simmons match. He bleeds just about everyone. He's got a nose that doesn't like to stay closed. Now this is your boy here, and offensively, uh, the amount of shots that have been taken are, are, are not many. With, which, with, with him, it's all about pulling the trigger. If he pulls the trigger, he'll blow right through this kid. If he doesn't, He'll be a three-time qualifier, win 100 and whatever matches, and not be a medalist. Uh, Austin's got to be willing to pull the trigger. So we have the blood time before we move into the third period here. Back over here in the Class D semifinal, Hauserman has 19 seconds to get out, and they've got a little blood time. Yeah, we do have Doug Colton Duda, just to bring your attention, is wrestling Bo Wood. Of course, Bo Wood, 19-0. and 0. He was the state runner-up a year ago. That was awful awkward there, Bo, or due to just kind of give that up. He's stayed tough, no score yet. Hauserman match is stopped due to bleeding. Simmons's match is stopped due to bleeding. There, now Simmons is coming back to the center. Start this third period. He's going to take the down position. Well, generally, he's very hard to ride. And there is... Bo Wood about ready to get the two-point takedown, but they haven't awarded it yet. Now Colton's younger brother, Lathan, won tonight over Alex Choppa of Ravenna, 4-3, and Simmons gets out quickly. And so it's 1-1 with a minute 50 to go in the match, and now quickly in on the shot. Simmons is in trouble here. He's in big trouble here. There he gave up. The, the way he was looking, he'd hang on to that head. He'd go to his back. He was just taken down. He's got to get another escape. You, you know, you get escape here, you're 3-2. You're in a position that you were in before. Get an escape to win by one. Lathan Duda, or Colton Duda, excuse me, was just pinned by Bo Wood. So the Dudas are 500 tonight. Got him taken down, and then it didn't take long to turn him and put it away. So now it's up to Colton to come back through as a senior and medal here for Broken Bow. And Bo Wood's uh, something special. Yes, he is. Chase Hauserman has made his way back to the center for Franklin, wrestling Noah Scott from Randolph. Again, that match is 2-0, to zero, Noah Scott. Simmons is in big trouble there, was just turned for a two-count. 
So he now trails five to one. He's, he's got a headlock, trust me. And back in that A match, Trouble of Millard South has really dominated Mother's Ball of Lincoln East. He's up 11 to nothing, and he's going to win this easily, Coach. Yep, now Hauserman. Yeah, Lincoln East was sitting with uh, 121 to 123.5 behind Millard South. They had a shot at going ahead there, but uh, they, he stood no chance. He was smothered by Trumbull. Trumbull at 54-0 goes to 55-0. and Yeah, Simmons tries a really awkward-looking headlock. That, I don't know what quite that was. He's down 5-2. to two. They are back on their feet. 30 seconds left to get in for a medal. Slagle, Alex Slagle of Shelton is taking on 45 and 6. Clayton Hassard of Mullen in a consolation match in D220. And Johnson or Bailey doesn't want anything to do with it. 15 seconds. Simmons throws him. Oh, he doesn't get it. Got to go again, Kittle. Going to try a headlock. That one's not going to fly. He's going to fall short 7 to 2. Just not enough leg attacks. His two losses in this tournament just boiled down to not enough leg attacks. It's going to be 7 to 3 final. Simmons will end his senior year 43-4 and four on the season. And now Damon Pape of Hastings has taken the mat in the Class B 170 semifinal. A quick takedown over Gavin Brower of North Platte, who's just a 31-18 and 18 sophomore. Pape, the 45-0 and 0 junior. Well, Damon Pape's going to be angry, Dougie. We went to the Parade of Champions. The freshman had to settle for third last year, and now he's getting back points. You know, last year it didn't work out. He's not going to take those chances. It's 6-1 to one right now. He has cradled up Brower. He'll get three near fall. Kind of let him go, but he's still in control of this match. Columbus is in deep. He's just got a takedown on an undefeated Lanier of Papillion La Vista South. Yep, Carson's wingman. Back over here, Chase Hauserman has finally got an escape in the second period, but Noah Scott of Randolph leads it 2-1 with 30 seconds to go in the second. Oh, Pape's had a big body lock. Well, I don't know if he wants to be here. He's had trouble in these spots. Be careful. Big headlock thrown. Pape's going to try to fight it off. Seven seconds left in the period. Five seconds left in the period, and Pape pops out on top. It's going to be an 11-2 lead going to the second. Oh, when you get beat like last year the way he did, you want to be careful in those spots, Doug. Swingman just got reversed. Again, A182, what a match, uh, what a weight class here. Back over to D220. They had a scoreless first period between Schlegel of Shelton and Hassard of Mullen. And here in the second period, Hassard has taken bottom. And so far, Schlegel has been able to ride him out pretty effectively through the first 45 seconds. And Hassard is really kind of flattened out on his belly, and he's trying to crawl to the edge of the mat and get off the mat for maybe a restart. Yeah, Clayton Hassett has been rated as high as two most of the year, Doug. Uh, his whole family up at Mullen, tremendous wrestlers, state champions, uh, both dads, uncles, so on. And of course, we saw him play football, tremendous football player. Damon Pape is going to get the two off of the uh, neutral start here in the second period. He'll get the takedown. Pape already up 14-2 to two over Brower of North Platte with a minute and a half to go in the second period. Yeah, he's not leaving anything to chance here, Doug. I mean, he's just absolutely destroying Gavin Brower of North Platte. And a takedown to the back here for Scott of Randolph, and he is elevated to a 6-1 lead over Hauserman of Franklin. Yeah, and has it from Mullen just pinned Alex Slagle from Shelton. They got kind of in a flop around, and has it ended up on top. He was riding him hard, and then when Hazard got out, pins him in 210. 
Pape now up 16-3. And one more takedown will end that thing in a tech fall. Hastings will at least get one in the finals here tonight. They dropped their first two matches, and they also lost Bryce Brown to the Wrestlebacks. And Huseman from Franklin still trails 7-1, to one, a minute 12 left. Pape just went feet to back. The match will be over no matter what, but he'd like to get the pin. Going to be 21-3, to three, Damon Pape. He didn't leave anything to chance here tonight, Doug. Well, that is the first win tonight for Hastings. This Semifinals was, or wrestlebacks. Yeah, this was a tough night for the Tigers, as you have been talking about, as you've updated this all night. They just sat there uh, in, in points just over and over. Swainman took down uh, second period after being ridden out over a minute after he was reversed. He hasn't done anything except stand up and get put back down. So he's been ridden hard by Lanier from Papillion La Vista South, who's undefeated. And that's still 2-2 two to two with 40 seconds to go in the second period. Hauserman in some trouble down here now, uh, taking on Scott of Randolph 9-1. to one. He gets cradled up. He gives up three back points. He's able to get the escape, but there's only 20 seconds left in the match. It's 12-1. to 1. There's a shot right to the back. And this might be a ending in a pin on the edge of the mat here again for Noah Scott. He's up 16-2, to 2, and time will expire. And Chase Hauserman of Franklin is beaten here in the semifinals by a score of 16-2. to 2. Noah Scott of Randolph is on to the Parade of Champions. Yeah, this is interesting. You know, Lanier was fourth last year, but Zwingman wrestled in the finals last year. So, you know, Zwingman has won one of these uh, uh, semifinals before. So this 2-2 matchup, this is big. He's going to have to ride him out just to tie it or cut him loose and take him down. He did get the first stake down early. Well, it's 2-2. Two to two. The score is 2-2 two to two down there. Oh, right. But he's, uh, if he cuts him... He goes up. So, Oscar Richter of Grand Island has taken the mat against 35 and 11 senior Xavier Vaughn of Creighton Prep in the A182 consolation match, and they have wrestled a scoreless first period, and now ready to see who will get choice here in the second. It's about time to uh, give you a break here and hear from some of our fine sponsors here on Power 99. This timeout brought to you by. ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll be right back. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud supporter of all the Amherst wrestlers. M.A. Graham Incorporated in Amherst is an independent distributor of oral wheat bread and Thomas Bagels and Muffins. They are a very proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Nothing can warm up your day better than a warm, buttery bagel, muffin, or oral wheat bread. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace. CapaGrains.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. 
Backed by popular demand, Rexius Nutrition Carney is now your only spot to pick up Eat Fit Go healthy meals. 80% of weight loss is due to diet. We all know that. So let us take the work of dieting out for you and pick up your prepackaged healthy Eat Fit Go meals only at Rexius Nutrition Carney. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. For Carney High fans, Millard West girls clip Carney High tonight, 65-59. The Carney High Millard West boys right now on ESPN, 1460. We have got uh, more wrestling to take care of here. Back to Oscar Richter against Xavier Vaughn, the Grand Island 182-pounder, trying to uh, get into the medal round, but uh, Vaughn gets an escape and then a takedown for a 3-0 lead, only to see an escape here for Richter. So it's 3-1, to and that's how this second period will end, and it'll be Richter's choice as we move into the second period uh, down there in Class A. And elsewhere along the uh, mats here, we have Corey Daw of Burwell in the D-182 semifinal, 30-1 against Wilmock of Archbishop Bergen uh, at 32-6. So this will have something to say in the team race. I think Archbishop Bergen really needs this one, and Daw probably not in a position that he feels like to help him out. No, Daw's tough. I mean, super tough. Just took a big shot. Look how powerful that is. Up and over. No takedown awarded yet. Dawes needs to circle up. Dawes in pseudo good shape. He needs to get these arms worked out. Those those calves work out a lot better. They yeah. don't fight back as Will, much. I'm surprised Dawes didn't have the rope there. Willowock did a great job here. This whole thing's going to end up going potentially dangerous. Boy, this Willowock pretty good. Carney High boys leading Millard West, by the way, at the half, 39-27 on ESPN Radio. Carson Zwigman, by the way, in that matchup of the other 182-pound semifinal, ended up getting pinned. The runner-up last year gets pinned, so A-182 will have a battle of unbeatens tomorrow in the championship. And they haven't officially told us, but I'm pretty sure, guys, that 182 is where we will start tomorrow in the finals because Burke's is the 170-pounder, right? Uh, is that what I've got for uh, Omaha Burke? 160 or 170? Uh, maybe he's 160, so we might start at 170 tomorrow uh, and, and then have a chance at those four-timers. Yeah, Nick Pardones, Padrones, I'm sorry, from St. Paul, now wrestling on the outside mat, 0-0 zero zero with Justin Hale of Oak and Craig. Uh, Padrones really has wrestled well, I felt, in this tournament. Uh, Evan Marara from Hastings now wrestling Cody Lomox from Crete again to get in for a medal. Big throw position, and uh, Lomax is smart that he let go. Marara is going to get the takedown. He was going to go straight to his back. No doubt about that. In Class A, Dylan Miller from Burke, 56-0, is beating Josh Trumbull from Miller South, who's 48-6, 4-1. Uh, that would uh, move Burke up into a solid third place if they win that match. 
Pardones has got himself in some trouble here. Ends up on his back. It's still a minute 20 left in the period. They are on the edge, but I don't see a situation where Padrones could get out of bounds. He's got a... Oscar Richter over here has got the escape in the third period and now has just taken Xavier Vaughn of Creighton Prep down. So Richter's up 4-3 to three over... 12 seconds left, Doug. Vaughn, yeah, just 12 seconds left. He's got to ride him out, and he's in for a medal at 220 and A, or 182 and 80. Ooh, yeah. but a roll through. Oh. Corey, Corey Dahl just pinned Ethan Willowock from Archbishop Bergen. But was timeout. Oh, they're going to argue it. So what happened down there, Doug, in with the uh, Eli, or Oscar Richter match? Richter, in the last 12 seconds, able to ride him out, and Oscar Richter, with the takedown late in the third period, is going to go into the medals for Grand Island with a win, 4-3. to three. And Dom Burwell, as you said, gets the win in four minutes by pin. And is a couple of... Uh, Burwell didn't get what they wanted at this state tournament, but the two kids uh, still going are in the finals. Marara of Hastings remains out there. He's got a 5-0 lead over Lomax of Crete midway through the second period in the consolation round at B195. And here we're going to get to 220 in Class C, Doug. This is going to be somewhat... uh, No, we're not there yet. I'm completely wrong. No, we are. John Merton from Boone Central Newman Grove. As, as most know, Dale Bonge retired, a longtime coach there. Uh, and, Doug, they've been together for 18 years, Albion, when it consolidated with Boone Central. Albion had 29 individual champs. In 18 years, Boone Central has zero. And I can tell you, this may be their best chance since that time. With John Merton, he's 40-3. and three. He's been rated number one all year. And watching him last night, he was an absolute animal, and he's just taken the mat against Austin Marks from Battle Creek. And it's all over down here in C heavyweight as St. Paul's Nick Pardnos has been pinned in a time of 4 minutes and 22 seconds. It'll come up just short of a medal. The uh, Wildcats brought 7, but uh, won't have anybody on the stand tomorrow. I watched Nick Padron since he was a little kid. He's been around that St. Paul program a long time. Nothing to hold his head down about, Doug. He's wrestled tough. And he's a good kid, and I'm happy that he was able to get down here and wrestle at the state meet. Evan Marara of Hastings will take a 5-1 lead over Lomax of Crete as they go into the third period now on Matt Four. They elect to wrestle both up here in neutral position. And the new coach at Boone Central, Newman Grove, is Majerus, of course. He's a Boone kid. National uh, champ. National champ at uh, Shadron State. That's exactly right. He'll do a tremendous job there. Wrestled for Dale. It was kind of fun to see Coach Bongi a couple weeks ago at uh, state duels. This is his first year out since, I don't know, well, kind of like you, Coach McCann, since the Tyrannosaurus Rex was around. <laughs> Dale Bongi's a tremendous human being. If any of you have He's met a great him, you know. Guy. Yes. Real good friend. So, but no score down there in that uh, John Merton, Ooh. Austin Marks. Marks from Battle Creek, good kid. Marara of Hastings still in a tie-up down here. Lomax of Crete looking like he wants to body uh, throw, and now we've got a little action down there, but back to their feet they come. 
And Edwin Baptiste is uh, from friend and a little bit of a tussle in the Class D, 182-pound against Dylan Hirose from Howell's Dodge. Did I say it right, Doug? <laughs> yeah, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, that's right. Dylan is exactly right. I don't know. Sometimes I warn you about those Polish, Czech, H-O-R-E-J-S-I. I'm going Hirose. Yeah, it's probably Smith. <laughs> uh, Miller ended up beating Josh Trumbull, so uh, the freight train from Millard South uh, slowed down a little bit with that loss. Miller remains undefeated for Burke at, eight one, at A195. Baptiste up 2-1 to one in his match, and now back over Marara. Finally gets a takedown here in the third period. He's going to let him up. It's 7-2. to two. Marara with 20 seconds to go in the match, and he's going to take him down again. And that'll make it 9-2 in favor of Marara. It looks like that's what they're just going to let it be, a regular decision. But uh, Well, it was a slow start for the Tigers, but they got two at the end. So Pape a winner, Marara a winner here for Hastings. Let's look at the team scores here for you as they uh, become updated in uh, just a moment, probably right after that match. Uh, Hastings has slid back into third, but Scott actually leads Class B with five kids here. Unbelievable. And here's how things set right now in Class A. Your leader is Millard South, 135.5 East, 121. Burke, 108.5. Kearney, 107. Columbus, 105. Scott, 75. Scotts Bluff, 65. Hastings, 64.5. Lexington, 61. And Grand Island Northwest, I believe that says 54 right now, setting in fifth. So, so that'll that is... be in the mid-60s if, if uh, Greece can do his thing. Man, Omaha Scott... How can they do it with five kids? Well, Northwest four, because, because they're only going to get four medals. The, the heavier kid didn't make it out of this morning. And so they have just won all these semis. They have put the bonus points up there uh, as well, and it's uh, very impressive, even if you're one of those folks that obviously, and a lot of them uh, don't like to be Scott fans. In Class C, Valentine has really opened it up here. They've got 127, Broken Bow 99, David City 97.5, and in D right now, Plainview 99, Archbishop Bergen 88, Amherst 60.5. That really hasn't changed here over the last hour. No, because they're all done. We are into the 1982 still a little bit here in B. Uh, we still have some more wrestlers from our area that are ready to take the mat here and, and go for some medals and try to be in the uh, Parade of Champions, including in the Class D heavyweight. We've got Keen Martin of Omaha, we've got, or Overton. We've got Jacob Jarabic coming out from uh, uh, Arcadia Loop City. He takes on the number two wrestler. That should be uh, amazing. As you said, Greece of Northwest and Brown of Adams Central will face off here in the B-195 uh, semifinal. So we'll be looking forward uh, to that coming up as well. But right now we'll take a break and be back with more of the state wrestling semifinals here on Power 99. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Swim all year round with an endless pool fitness system in your own backyard. Hi, this is Doug from Detterdings. Our endless pools are unmatched, whether you're training for a triathlon or improving your health. See and try the endless pools at Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island. 
CRAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Office equipment, supplies, and service. That's what LaserTech of Nebraska offers you. LaserTech, putting the serve back in service. Doing what can't be done every day and the impossible with two days notice. LaserTech in sunny downtown Shelton. This wrestling update is proudly sponsored by the gang at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Looking for a new career or a career change? Call Casey at Belchner's today and find out how you can begin a great job right now at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Best of luck, wrestlers. Back in the Carney Tillion Repair broadcast booth here in Omaha as we bring you more high school wrestling. Edwin Baptista has finished off a win in the Class D-182 semifinals. Uh, we still have these gentlemen coming up in the semifinals from the listing area. Grady Grease of Northwest against Connor Brown of Adams Central in B-195. And Josh Stahlbomber of Kozad is in the Class B heavyweight and in Class D. Uh, coming up here uh, at the D heavyweight, we told you about Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City and Keen Martin of Overton. They will be in the separate uh, heavyweight matches here. Yeah, and John Merton did win for Boone Central Newman Grove. Firsts are important, so Boone Central Newman Grove has given themselves a chance to, uh, first of all, have their first ever state champion. It's such a storied uh, community there out of Albion, but also it would be Majerus's first state champion, so... And all of that information coming from our crack research team. Yes. Mark Hudson. Very crack. Yes, very crack. So we, I appreciate that, my friend. So we have wrapped up down here in a couple of the consolation matches. C and D are done with their consolations, but they are not. At least they haven't moved anybody around yet. They're keeping them on their mats. If you missed anything, here's what we've got for you, what has happened so far tonight. For Carney High. Archer Helan wins the consolation one to nothing. Then you have uh, Hunter Nagatani losing in the semis ten to one. Riley Steele wins his consolation ten to four. Gage Ferguson eliminated one nothing in the ultimate tiebreaker. Philip Mumi, the defending state champ, scary, got thrown on his back by Carter Kuchera, but wins at eleven to nine. Gage McBride wins the consolation three to one. Nick James is on to the finals with a pin in two fifty four. Carter Abel's lost in the semifinal in 40 seconds, and then uh, Gus Franzen for Carney uh, lost by a score of 3 to nothing and has been eliminated. For Grand Island tonight, Juan Pedro lost in the semifinals 4 to nothing. Yeah, Grady Grease from Northwest wrestling Connor Brown from Adams Central, and Grease goes out, puts Connor Brown straight to his back. Minute 16 left here. 
Greece also, I, Cooper Kaiser is going to take the mat as well. Both of these guys from Northwest, we've been talking about it, how important this is going to be coming in. Grady Grease gets the pin. That's 13 team points. Cooper Kaiser is going to, if, if he can pull this off, is going to put them probably in the top two. So let's see here. That's big. Grady Grease going back to the finals, beating Connor Brown of Adams Central, who will have a chance to come back and get after things tomorrow. 55 seconds was the time, and now Cooper Kaiser, the Cobra for Northwest against Hunter Thonin of Conestoga, who's 35-13. and 13. And just a couple yesterday when we watched in that first round for uh, Northwest, and Kaiser was one of them. It was just like he was a four-battery guy with only two batteries in there, and he comes in and gets the takedown uh, early in this first period. Yeah, loses in the first round. Marcos Martinez loses in the first round. And then Marcos can't make his way through this morning. So uh, this is big for Northwest. And I, I anticipate the Cobra looking for a pin here at some point, Doug. Columbus really needs this win out of Anthony DeAnda. He's 44-4 and four from Columbus. He's wrestling T.J. Huber from Gretna, and they're locked up at a 1-1 battle. Kaiser will come to the end of the first period with a 2-0 lead. Over Thonin, and so we will go to the middle, and they decide Conestoga wants to go both up. Ooh, so, not me. Not not against the Cobra. Yeah, he's he's got the fangs out, baby. Yeah, I'd be careful there, but we'll see. Just 2-0 here. Hunter Thonin had, did 35 wins on the season. Of course, Kaiser, a state runner-up last year. He is the senior. So we'll see here. They're right in the center of the mat. Dueling this thing out. Sam Coulterman from Wahoo, the hammer at 195, is taking the uh, mat. Against Meyer of Norris. And Coulterman, obviously the undefeated senior, trying to make quick work of this one. And Coulterman is an absolute monster. Wanted to give you some more of those results from earlier. For Grand Island, Pedro lost in the semis 4-0. Cushing lost in the semis 9-4. Lucas Savage eliminated 8-1. Salpas was eliminated by a score of 3-1. Oscar Richter, winner in the consolation, 4-3. Ethan McPhillips is still coming up at heavyweight. Yeah, no score here still in the second period. Kaiser, it's going to be 2-0. to zero. Kaiser just got ran straight out of bounds. Woo, there's a little bit of energy there that started in uh, Thonin. Minute left in the second period, still 2-0. Remember, Thonin took both up. Really got all the big boys out, the heavenly weights. That's what wrestling's supposed to be. And they are going to start moving some of these guys around. So we'll keep an eye out here as we get fast and furious to end uh, this second day of the state semifinals. Kaiser's still up two to nothing. Yeah, we better get going. He's stalled here quite a bit. He doesn't want anything to do with this. Thonin just got really mean with him, to be quite honest with you. And Kaiser has not responded to that in any shape, way, or form. Huber from Gretna just took a two-to-one lead on DeAnda. That'd be a Kaiser just got a big takedown. Looks like could get back points. Going to be four to zero. Ten seconds left in the second. Found the shot he was looking for, and that's going to be the score as they go into the uh, third period. Four to nothing. The Cobra Cooper Kaiser for Grand Island Northwest, looking to win three in a row today. 
I'm sure he'll go down here, Kaiser will. Earlier today for Grand Island Northwest, Grady Aarons makes it into the finals with a win in 4-23. Colin Quant, winner in the consolation, 5-3. And then you just heard Grady Grace win by a pin. If Kaiser wins this, Northwest goes 4-0 tonight. Yes, and, and I know they're in second now. They'll be close to the lead. 75 for Scott, 69 for Northwest, 68.5 for Hastings, 66 for Lakeview. Kaiser just needs to wrestle here. There's a leg in. Thonin's got a leg in, trying to run a power half, but he's way off to the side, way too high. Now he improved his position. Now Kaiser's got to wrestle. Down four. He's up four to nothing here, but he really needs to get himself going. Guys that lay around get turned. Thonin's got a leg in yet again. Kaiser's moving around. He's looking to crossbody ride into a deep cross half. We'll see here. Still a minute 15 to go in the match for Cooper Kaiser, up 4 to nothing. Yeah, what he needs is a fresh start, a fresh whistle, so he can not let the leg in, and he gets the reversal to his back. Oh, this would be good. Kaiser's got him locked up really pin. good. He That's got the pin. 16 points for the Cobra. Seabrance is fired up. Look at him. 4-0-2, Cooper, the Cobra, Kaiser, Back into the middle round. And either, I'm not sure, they're either going to trail by one or be tied for the lead. Ho, oh, the Vikings are going. Grand Island Northwest has left a lot of points on the table. Hastings has left some points yes. on the table, and they're still both right there. Omaha Scott really hasn't left any points on the table, and no. that's why they're leading right now. No, Grand Island Northwest is going to be tied with Scott, I think. After this, Scott has no more wrestlers tonight. So I we're, think, go, we're going double overtime here. With the Onda of Columbus and Huber of Gretna. Yep. And Columbus, Columbus just, just like, got beat. Well, he just tried that, to grab an arm, and he just fell to his back. That, so. was, that was a major upset. He wins. The 26 and 10. And four yeah. versus 26 and 10. Man. Wow. Yeah, that, this hasn't been very good tonight for the Discovers. Number one, Jesus Magana of Schuyler has a 2-1 lead over Garrett Mankey of Bennington as they get ready to go to the second period. And this Magana's a hammer. He's kind of like Choppa. He's short, kind of just tough and mean. He's wrestled some close matches, but he's undefeated, rated number one in the state. We'll look at some more results here, guys, while uh, we don't have any of our Central Nebraska wrestlers on the mat in Class B. Here's what's happened tonight. For Hastings, Bryce Brown was eliminated 3-1. to one. Isaac Hunsley lost in the semis 6-4. to four. Mason Brumbaugh lost in the semis 15-6. to six. Damon Pape, a winner in the semis by a score of 21-3. And then Marara of Hastings wins his consolation match tonight by a score of 9-2. to two. For Adams Central, Tristan Obermiller wins his consolation 5-0-8. Cameron Court eliminated one to nothing, and Connor Brown just lost, as we said, to Greece in the semifinals in 55 seconds. All four Aurora wrestlers will medal. Caden Swoboda lost in the semifinals 7-2, but in the consolation, Trevor Cluck wins 5-1. Seth Wonk wins 4-1. Carter Persley wins 11-1. We gave you the Northwest results. Holdridge will not have any medalists this year. For Central City, both Dyson Coons and Colby Brandenburg win in the consolation round. For Kozad, Jace Rossman is a winner, 18-2. And Connor Westcote uh, tonight for the uh, Kozad Haymakers came out on the uh, short end, I believe it was, 5-3. to three. 
So Westcote eliminated there for Kozad. They still have Josh Stallbomber coming up at heavyweight. Grape just got a pin from Columbus. Puts him in the finals. He pinned the Lincoln East. Carmison. Huge pin for Grape, 50 and 2 now at A220. Yeah, but still, all it does is let them pass Carney. I mean, yeah. they, they really let it go. And Northwest will sleep on the lead, uh, tied with Broken Bow at 75 Omaha points. Scott. Or Omaha Scott, excuse me. I told you this thing was a race to 100, 110. Anybody going to get there? Uh, maybe not, to be quite honest. For Lexington, Ivan Lazo eliminated 6-3. Ian Bailey eliminated 7-1. Brady Fago lost in the semis 5-1 to Wyatt Hotes of Gothenburg. And Tristan Berry wins in the semifinals in 5-29. And for Riley Cup uh, tonight, there it was. And he wins. Doug, Doug Jarabic just got thrown straight to his back by Cave of Weeping Water. Jarabic has to wrestle a real match here tonight. We've been talking about this the last couple weeks, and Cave is a big kid. He won't let you throw him down and do the calf throw. You're going to have to wrestle this kid, and Jarabic was really lucky that that was on the edge or this match would be over. Cave is only going to get two, and I don't think he'll ever be able to ride him because of the length of Jarabic. Again, Jarabic is in that 6-6 range. They're on their feet. Don't blink because somebody's going for a ride. I'll just tell you right now. And with all due respect to Keen Martin at Overton, who got pinned easily by Jaropic earlier this year, this is the state championship. Yeah, no, I do think so. And oh, that was so Cave. What are yeah. you doing? So yeah. Cave tried to throw him there, and Jaropic. It'll be interesting if this match goes deep. What does Jaropic have? He just has pinned everybody all year so easily because of his size. Again, he's six seven, two eighty five, and Cave is a big kid. Cave needs to slow the thing down here. Jarabic just needs to shake the cobwebs off here. He hasn't had this happen to him. He gets back to his feet. It's two to one. One minute left. Here he goes up for body where he wants to be. Oh. He, if, if he can get Cave tipping in one direction, Jarabic will pin him right where he sits. Okay, they're just, I mean... This isn't one of those heavyweight matches where you're not going to see anything happen. I'll promise you that. Mike Perenio just called and says he won't take a wager on it going the distance. Yeah, no chance. Oh, oh just K- K- Lat dropped bounds. him. Lat drop, double overs. See, for Jarabic, his mind's got to be spinning here a little bit because nothing like this has happened to him all year. Now they're going to take, and there's a little bit of a blood timeout, probably favors Jarabic because he can catch a little coaching. Well, Cave definitely is energized in this match from the very opening whistle. He ran over, got the blood wiped, and ran right back to the center. Yeah, he has no fear here to pull the trigger. Sometimes in a heavyweight match, that's not the best thing. Beautiful little slide by there by Cave. Fought off by Jarabic. Jarabic just needs to get back to being who he is. There, digging his deep underhooks in. That's a good job by Jarabic. Press forward, dig the underhooks. Keep your chin down on your chest so you don't get headlocked. But that'll be the end of the first period. Cave had the early takedown, and so Cave of Weeping Water leads Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City 2-1 to one as we go to the second period. And so this won't be one of those that probably, well, it won't be a 1-1 overtime type of deal. Now they went, and Cave went both up. So Cave, you know, and, and that's smart. He, he got the first period takedown. Look at there. that. Omaha Scott's tied now. Yeah, Jarabic digging the big underhooks in. 
Jarabic's in good position there. There, attack the legs there. Oh, he threw him. He's on his back. Yeah, Jarabic. Oh, oh May's going to stick him. <laughs> Look at that. This isn't two dancing bears out there. These two guys are for real. Jarabic. It's over. It's pinned. over. Jarabic has been pinned. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Cave, Cave was a good enough wrestler to be able to deal with uh, the size of Jarabic, and that's exactly what happened there. And, and and he showed three different times through that first period that he wasn't afraid to pull the trigger there. That's a big deal. State runner-up last year was Jarabic, had absolutely mowed the field down this year. Nobody had been close. This was the one kid I thought he needed to get through. It would have been nice to see this match tomorrow. And you, you think about it, you talk about schools that have went a while to get champions, and uh, Loop City hasn't had a whole lot of the time well, for Ar- a long, long time. Loop City itself has had zero, uh, and Arcadia Loop City had one. So they are a little disappointed back home in Rebel Land tonight in the pin in 228. And now that means Keen Martin of Overton will take the uh, heavyweight Stage here. And he's got Christian Yaw out of Elkhorn Valley, 37 and 14. Like to see Keen Martin. We really thought we were going to have an all area final tomorrow, Doug. A little disappointment there at this point, but what we'd like to see is Keen Martin punch his ticket through. One of the things that's tough that happens in these is when you're on deck and the massive upset happens right in front of you, and especially like when you're maybe a favorite. It can make you question yourself, and Keen Martin is the favorite in this match. So let's see how that affected him. Coach Hoyt's at the table. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe he's trying to negotiate a non-wrestled victory. <laughs> well, and again, Yaw, 37 and 14, senior. Martin, 37 and 4, junior. So we'll see here. I'm not sure what the. Maybe they're having trouble getting it loaded into track, Doug. This might have been drawn up on a different mat. No, no, because that, that is the D semifinal mat. Oh, no, mat. you're exactly right. Zaleski's over here. Uh, Coach Zaleski, Coach Hoyt. Unless they were changing the color, maybe? Well, we can make it up. What was? <laughs> well, we know which is which. So we're winding down here. We still have Worth of Lexington that's going to be coming up in a consolation match here. Uh, after losing to Safersky, we've got Stallbomber of Kozad that is in a semifinal tonight at the heavyweight in Class B. And Martin for Overton is about ready to take the mat. Yeah, here we go. I just still wonder. It, it has to be a track problem. Earth to Colin Pfeiffer. See if we can get old Colin down there to fix it for us. Of course, Colin's the track man, does a great job with that, officiates, former state champion from Amherst. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors, including New Beginnings Family Services, empowering children, families, and individuals through teaching, hope, support, and encouragement. Also, to our friends at Shockey Custom Homes, when you're finally ready to build your perfect home, isn't this the type of custom home builder you want? Shockey Custom Homes. Well, if we take a break, they'll fix the problem immediately. And if we don't, then they won't fix it. But we do have a Worth uh, coming up on the mat over here of Lexington against Nielsen of Plattsmouth. Oh, he got the takedown, did Worth, and then just got rolled and pinned, Doug. Worth got the takedown, got a little overzealous with the turn, and was turned and pinned. In 37 seconds, 
And again, that's one of those you just expected. Worth was going to roll to third after losing to Stafurski in the ultimate tiebreaker last night. And now and it he's is, out. It is interesting. You know, he loses some, somewhat of a controversial match last night and then leaves with no medal. Well, they've put the shirts back on the kids down there, Doug, in that uh, Class D semifinal with Kine Martin and Christian Yaw. Oh, that's that's tough. You watch the big upset happen in front of you. Then you go, okay, so you're getting ready to go out and go. And then they say, put your clothes back on. We've got eight mats, four open, but you can't wrestle. Yeah, pretty tough. Pretty tough. It looks like they're going to move that uh, over to mat eight when it's done between Cone of Bergen and Knowles of Clearwater Orchard. So we're not done yet. Still have a couple of semifinals. Trying to get to the Parade of Champions. Back with more a moment on Power 99. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek is your full-service grocery store. At Foster's, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings. Auto glass replacement, Unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. This broadcast is made possible by Clipper Publishing. Remember to read about our local athletes' accomplishments in the next issue of The Given Reporter, The Shelton Clipper, and The Wood River Sunbeam, or online at clipperpub.com. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. And along with the Hall of Fame coach Tom McCann and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda back with you here at the CHI Health Center in Omaha where we are getting close to the wrap-up show for tonight. We have just about ten matches left. A couple of them are involving area wrestlers, and, of course, uh, they have not moved them around here. We would have them all going. Stall Bomber of Kozad is the last match that is to be called here tonight against Sutton of Oahu in the heavyweight and Keen Martin is waiting now for Overton, and it looks like they've got the problem solved, and he's about ready to take the mat now against Yaw of Elkhorn Valley. And if we have to wait to the Noah Stafurski, uh Class B semifinal to be over to do the wrap-up show tonight, we'll start that probably 10-15. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That ain't happening. <laughs> All right. 
Let's see if Martin can get it done here for Overton after watching Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City, the number one heavyweight, get upset and pinned in his semifinal. Ethan McPhillips from Grand Island has taken the the mat against D'Angelo Stapleton from Omaha Burke. This will be a tussle down here. Quick takedown for McPhillips. So the good guys, the Islanders, out to a quick lead there. Big takedown in the first period. Oh, just about got through. Did Kine Martin. A little elbow pass. Did a nice job. We're going to have somebody go for a ride here. Christian Yaw really working for a head throw. Kine Martin needs to let that happen and go back to that elbow pass. Kine Martin tries to kind of foot sweep. But again, Martin's not 285. No. We, we have to bring that up. We've done it before. And now he's getting headlocked and he's able to break out of that. Y'all wanted to throw him with a headlock. Yeah, he's a good-looking kid. He's just not 220. No, that's exactly right. He might be 235, 240. But I think if I'm kind, Martin, I stay in this here and look to elbow pass like he was doing there. Yeah, that's pseudo-smart. Let's see how it works out. Christian Yaw just turned around and walked away from him, and kind Martin said, no, you're not. Ran at him. Kind Martin has a body lock here. Throws it. And that's that's where he's got to be careful. Christian Yaw has the ability there to throw, and he's going to make that throw. Yaw's going to come up hurt, really limping on a knee that has a knee brace on it. McPhillips is going to get an escape and now a takedown here at the start of the uh, second period, and he has a 5-0 lead over Stapleton of Burke in the heavyweight Class A consolation. Yeah, there's only one thing better than starting a period 2-0, and that's having being 30 seconds in and have it be 5-0. He's getting back points, Doug. Oh. Now, now he's got to be careful. He just got reversed. He slipped off while he was getting the back points to go up 7 nothing. It just got reversed 7-2, but immediately comes to his feet here, and he's going to get the escape. So it is 8-2 McPhillips with a minute to go here. But they stopped it. They did stop it. Or are they discussing how many back points it was? Maybe we're going to get through this first period. Christian Yav, Elkhorn Valley, 0. Kine Martin of Overton, 0. And Christian Yaw, 37 and 14, is a heavyweight. Kine Martin, 37 and 4. They're telling him to go down. They want absolutely want Kine Martin to go down. I don't think he wanted to do that, Doug. Well, he won the toss. They didn't defer. But again, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now they're telling him take top. The coaches are saying take top. Okay, Coach Hoyt's going to walk out now. Or defer. Looks like whatever the case is, Martin will be on top. Boy, I don't know in a heavyweight match if you can do that. I would go on my feet before I took top. Immediately he comes to his feet, and Martin bear hugs him back down to the ground. Because the tough thing is there is then he goes back down, and you know in the third period he can make it two to two on two escapes. You got quite a bout going over on Class A. You got Cowley from Norfolk, 41 and 0, and Haas from Creighton Prep, 41 and 2, and they're tied right now, one to one. Yeah, McPhillips is going to take an eight to two lead. And by the oh. way, that Coach McCann, that's in the third period. Oh, it's third period. Yeah. Yeah. It's eight to two now to the third period. Ethan McPhillips is going to take a six point lead to the third period, trying to get himself a medal. So there was the escape. No. There was the escape uh, down there for Christian Yaw, but Kine Martin's going to 
quickly get the takedown. So now Kine Martin is has a two to one lead in this second period. A minute thirty left. Yaw's starting to slow. You're starting oh. to see Kine Martin really work forward here, Doug, and push and push. Now he's got Yaw completely broke down. Ethan McPhillips still eight to two. Minute eleven left. With, with five seconds left, Hossam Craven Prep took a bad shot. And Cowling from Norfolk just spun around behind. He got the takedown and wins it 3-1. to one. So Norfolk will have an undefeated finalist tomorrow at Class A, one, at Class a heavyweight. McPhillips still has a minute 41 to go. He's up 8-2 to two and back over here to the D heavyweights. Oh, hey, looked like he was going to jump in the coach's arms, but they both jumped up and grabbed each other. <laughs> Pretty excited boy from Norfolk. you got to be one of those guys, Tom, if a heavyweight like Tolstead or somebody come running at you, you, you just got out of the way, right? <laughs> That's right. You say, Jed, Jed, Coach Miller, here, step in front. Yeah, the freshman from Waverly, Trevor Brown, just took down Noah Stafersky in the heavyweight semi over there in B. But here we go, coming down into the kind of money time in this Class A match down here with uh, D'Angelo Stapleton and Ethan McPhillips. McPhillips leads 8-3. to three. They're on their feet, one minute left, right in the center of the map. Martin of Overton, a 2-1 lead over Yaw of Elkhorn Valley here in the second period. Yaw got the uh, escape to start, and then Martin got the takedown and just rode him out here with 10 seconds to go. It'll be really interesting. I would think Yaw would go down, and you'd think uh, Martin's going to need another takedown, but Yaw is gassed. He's laying on his tummy. He's not coming out at all. We're going to go to the third period. I'm sure they're going to tell Yaw to take down, but I oh God, they don't know what to do. And Stapleton has got a takedown over here for Burke. It's 8-5 now, McPhillips, with 30 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, they did not. Yaw did not decide to go under Kind Martin. They took both up, which I think makes sense simply because Yaw is gassed. What Martin needs to do here from Overton is not take a poor shot. A little arm drag there, really good. Makes you look busy. No real fear. Yaw tries to headlock. Martin says no. Takedown nobody yet. It, I, there, takedown Martin. Four to one. Did a great job of circling. Getting back points, Doug. Martin's getting back points. There we go. Now he's at, with Yaw out of gas. Now you just lay on him. Get your fat on him and <laughs> make him lay there. McPhillips of Grand Island holds on for an 8-5 win over Stapleton. And Burke and McPhillips will wrestle for a medal tomorrow. Come on, kind Martin. Four to one, seven to one now. With another turn going, Yaw's out of gas. He won't get off his belly. Still a minute ten to go in that match. And Martin will face the number two ranked wrestler uh, tomorrow in the championships after he beat Arcadia Loop City's Jacob Jarabic by a pin in 228. Martin just continues to work, continues to work. We still have Stall Bomber of Cozad coming up at B heavyweight semifinals. Yeah, I think there's a real chance. I, I know there's only 40 seconds left. Martin, kind Martin from Overton could win by pin here. He's really putting the work in, and he's just ran y'all out of gas. The only Overton wrestler, only Gothenburg wrestler. Yeah, Gothenburg and Overton are undefeated. Going to get... 
a stall point there. Goes to eight to one, and there's the turn. I told you, 18 seconds left. He's going to get the pin. Kine Martin here. He needs to just. There it is. Nice job for Kine Martin. Worked his way all the way through. At one time, was rated as high as two or three. He had to wait a while to get out of the mat there as they figured out track, but he is going to come away with a pin in five minutes and 48 seconds, and I think the first time since his coach that Overton has had somebody in the Parade of Champions. That is the first time since his coach. Coach, Both of his coaches have been in the Parade of Champions. Of course, Mr. Hoyt, two-time state champ from Mullen. And his assistant coach wrestled in the finals. Coach Zaleski. Uh, five years ago, four years ago. More than four. Wrestled Tanner, or not Tanner Hercock, but Stewart. No, it's Tanner. Stewart was the other. Yeah, no, he wrestled Tanner Hercock. So Martin comes away with the win via the pin. A couple of matches that are still going on out there. Uh, Trevor Brown of Waverly leads Noah Stafersky of York 2-1 to one as they go to the third period. And we're still waiting for uh, them to put Stallbomber out on the mat here. He follows that Stafersky match. So let's hear from some more of our fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll be jumping into the Impact Seeds postgame show. Stay here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a New Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Shelton Walker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. Klingelhofer Wheel Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in south-central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Doug Bolt with Pioneer Seed in Upland is a very proud supporter of the Minden, Axtell, and Wilcox Hildreth wrestling teams and wants to wish them the best of luck at district and state. Pioneer Seed is your premier seed dealer. Get a hold of Doug today and get your seed order in. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers with a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full service department. Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Carney. We take pride in what you ride. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue Overpass in Kearney. 
Well, still have some drama going on right now uh, at the State High School Wrestling Championships with the Hall of Fame coach Tom McCann and Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda. And uh, once again, the big guy Stafurski is in overtime. The Husker walk-on against Trevor Brown of Waverly. That was an interesting way to get there. He just laid directly on top of Brown and didn't do anything either, and he still got the stall call. Like I said, I told you we'd be here all night once he wrestles. There's just not much to it. And it's tough now as a, as a big, fat heavyweight because you, you get greasy, and it's, it's just really hard to make something happen. A lot of people think these turn into this. It's not necessarily on purpose. It's just hard to get a hold of somebody. Even little six-pounders don't sweat like these big dudes. So Stafurski wins the toss. He's going to defer. You can, I mean, oh, I, it's tough. I mean, you have to go down, but the freshman's just not big enough. This Trevor Brown's going to be something else. He's a tremendous football player, as we know. So he's got to get out. And Stafurski just gets on him and just puts his all of his weight up on him. And, and he's just going to lay it. See, that, that's how the whole third period was, just right here, never out to the side. Stafurski literally is just laying directly on top of him. You have to get out to the side at some point. They'd call that, you know, some people want to say that stalling bottom, but in the rule book that's called overpowered because the top wrestler won't get out to the side. Yeah, well, I've gone through four hours and been nice to him. That's poorly, <laughs> that, that's poorly done. He yeah, that's like a record. an attempt to go for the fall. Yeah, that's poorly done. He laid on him like two two-by-fours laying on there. And now he's going to win this way again. No, he's not. No, because he got tackled. <laughs> I'll just tell you right now, that's the football player coming out of that kid. He literally, Stafurski came to his feet, started to turn, and here comes Trevor Brown and just flat tackled him. It blew right through That's him. a really nice job here. He can get him down again. Stafurski. Go to a leg. Uh... He just doesn't have enough. Stafurski's going to win. He's but they got to wrestle it out. There's 14 seconds left. Oh, he shot under and got flattened. Yeah, needed to hit that sweep single. Stafurski's going to win two of the longest matches in world's history. <laughs> well, good for him. He's going to the finals. Hey, you let me walk in the parade, I'll win like that. I don't care. Good for Noah Stafurski. And I'll tell you, Trevor Brown from Waverly is going to have plenty of opportunities to do that. Hopefully, uh, Stafurski, if he ends up on the defensive side of the ball, he can hold opponents to this type of uh, – uh, output for the Huskers because that's where he's going. Oh, boy, Trevor Brown tried to shake the official's hand. He didn't see him. Official wasn't being disrespectful. He just didn't see him. Yeah, wow. All right, so here we go. We've got uh, Kozad heavyweight. Here comes Derek Hammerlin. Sit down. Try to see if he can't get a state finalist here. And those... Might be a few fans that you know down there from Wahoo. I've been sitting in front of us for a long time. And then the Kozad fans move in and sit in front of us. So there's just a couple of matches left. And you know what? There's something about being the last match. Uh, unfortunately, there's still not that many people here. But there aren't enough that are going to watch these last two matches. Yeah, Jack Sutton from Wahoo, 44-0. He's the definition of a hammer. He's going to wrestle Josh Stahlbomber from Kozad, 38-4, both seniors. 
I'm just going to tell you right now, Stafirski won't be able to stand around against Sutton. They'll have, oh, beautiful low single by Jack Sutton. Stall Bomber does a really nice job to fight it off. They'll kind of come up in a waterfall position and then back down. You have a pretty strong back if you're Jack Sutton to pick up Josh Stallbomber that way. Stale made it out. That's a great job by Stallbomber, Doug. That was a tremendous shot. Two different uh, body types here by these heavyweights, as you kind of talked about. Sutton a little bit more height to him. Ooh, Stallbomber gets the takedown. Sutton in on the shot, and he kind of whiffed. Yeah, he did, and you got to be careful as a heavyweight. People don't understand that. They say, why don't they take risks? Because flopping around with a 130-pounder is different than all that weight. You're like a turtle when you end up in the wrong spot. We have got some amazing team scores. All of a sudden, York is third in Class B. York behind Scott and Northwest. And Archbishop Bergen got a big win, and they are going to be tied going into the finals tomorrow with Plainview. Yeah, this is great drama. There's actually probably two team races still to go. Valentine is pretty much taking care of Class C. They have 127 to Broken Bow's 99. Yeah, Jack Sutton, he's struggling a little bit. It's a beautiful low single that he's trying to shoot, and it's he tries a super duck there. Better be careful with that. But it's that, that low single, it's that Kyle Snyder low single that he's shooting and what Kyle Snyder uses on those big guys in the NCAAs uh, the last couple years. Sometimes you can get a big dude that it's a little bit tough to finish on, and that's what's happening here. Something's got to be a little bit careful. He knows what he's doing. He's 44 times he's done it this year. But this is high drama. This would be an upset of one of, of the tournament without question. Got another heavyweight ultimate tiebreaker coming up down here between Spencer of Northeast and Samuel of Omaha Bryan just to see who's going to get into a medal. And imagine that. It's 2-2 going to the ultimate tiebreaker. I wonder how that happened. Wow, they're trying to decide what they wanted to do there uh, with Sutton Oahu. He wasn't sure he wanted to go down. They went ahead and took down. I think his athleticism will allow him to get out. Stallbomber did a pretty good job the first time. Stallbomber can't give up in a... A reversal there. Does a nice job with a little suck back. Locked hands. Stallbomber locked his hands, and he's going to give up the reversal. Three-point swing right there. It's four to two. So Stallbomber goes from leading two to one to now trailing Jack Sutton four to two. Sutton looks comfortable on top here. Stallbomber's big, though. You see, look at Sutton trying to take him off both knees and can't get it done. Hammerlin looks, Coach Hammerlin, Derek Hammerlin, of course, great coach at Cozed, was at Med Valley before that. Got a little concerned look on his face now. A long day of wrestling has come down to this final match to see who's going to be the last guy to qualify for the Parade of Champions tomorrow. This is really important for Josh Stallbomber to get out in this minute, Doug, because it'll allow him to go down and get out and make it 4-4. This is a really important 50 seconds here. Stallbomber hasn't been close. And they're going to stalemate him out and restart. He needs a big explosion here. Big explosion to get himself out off of a clean whistle. Sutton does a great job of breaking Stallbomber down. Stallbomber just have there must be a tremendous amount of forward pressure 
by Sutton from Wahoo. Because Stallbomber's just having, and he is trying. He's bringing his knees up, and Sutton just says, no thanks. I know Coach McCann's going to be leaving us here in just a moment. Coach uh, Millard South has the lead in Class A, the, the one that you've been watching all night long. And as I start to talk, Stallbomber does get out. Uh, can anybody catch Millard South tomorrow? I think it's going to be pretty tough. They've got some solid people in the finals that are going to be hard to beat. They've got a 14.5-point lead over Lincoln East and a 15-point lead over third place in Burke. I think Lincoln East could gather a few points on the backside, but it's going to be tough. Millard South's got some real tough individuals. Carney High didn't have a bad night, but uh, they didn't move up anywhere. They're sitting in fifth place, and uh, I don't – who knows, though. Moomy and James will both be favored tomorrow. I don't know how many of the Columbus wrestlers will be favored tomorrow. Well, I they yeah. might be able to move up a spot uh, in the team race, but I don't see a uh, top three now after, anymore for Carney. No, because Burke has uh, the two Burke boys, and they're going to be hard to beat. Yep, two undefeated number ones. How about what we got going on yes, here? Stallbomber did get out and then took down like we thought the plan should be. Sutton just about had him turn. Stallbomber fought it off. So. Just to reset it, Jack Sutton of Wahoo, 44-0, leads 4-3 over Josh Stahlbomber of Kozad, 38-4, to go to the state finals tomorrow. Jack Sutton been rated number one the entire season. Stahlbomber's got to get out to tie this match, and it's just a matter of finding his way to his feet. Sutton has not done anything necessarily to turn just one close time, but to turn anything, they're going to stalemate it out again, which makes sense. But Sutton's forward air, uh, forward air pressure, forward pressure has been fantastic, and he's done it kind of out to the side where he really can't get called for stalling. The Kozad fans are right down in front of us. The Wahoo fans are off to our left here, right in the middle of the mat. Now we have a little blood time. I think this actually helps Sutton from Wahoo. Stall, yeah, stall, I, stall, I agree. Yeah, Stallbomber, I think, can get going. Sutton sucking a little air here. Stallbomber's got to be able to just use that explosive piece right off the whistle, get himself to his feet. Because I think Sutton's used to finishing that low single on guys, and he shoots that late like this when somebody's slickery, and he could find himself getting taken down. So here, back to the center. One minute, eight seconds to go. Stallbomber. Got himself cleaned up. But see, there's just no movement. Now, Stallbomber is to his feet. Sutton's in on a leg. Stallbomber kind of looking like potentially could find a reversal here. He's got a cradle. They're going to have to give him credit for the cradle because Sutton still has the ankle. No points awarded yet. You got to lock his hands. Well, he had him locked once. There's the reversal. 42 seconds left. It's going to be 5-4. to four. I still think this probably is overtime, Doug. 30 seconds left. 5-4. to four. Josh Stallbomber in what would be a earth-shattering He's upset. Trying. Stallbomber's in really good shape here. Lots of forward He's pressure. Trying. He's but trying. What, what you've got. He's trying to roll him. Oh, man. That's a lot of weight to roll. There's only 15 seconds. He's out. Sutton's a reversal. Out. A reversal. Woo! Was that great or what? 
And Stallbomber's flattened out, and he's out of gas, and that's the end of the match. Sit out, duck back, came out the backside. It looked like Stallbomber was going to pull the upset against undefeated Sutton of Wahoo. Man. And he slid out, and Stallbomber looked like he had been shot, and it was over. What a match. That might have been one of the best matches of the day. Six to five. Kozad comes up just short. Man, what a good effort. Those are hard to sleep on and then have to be here at, what, 7 in the morning to weigh in? Oh. Yeah, no doubt about it. So 8.30 tomorrow morning, all classes come back for the consolation wrestlebacks. Everybody wrestles. If you win, then you go for third and fourth. If you lose, then you go for fifth and sixth. And then at 2 o'clock, the semifinal is turned into the championship, the parade of champions. Tomorrow we'll be here all day with the updates as well. And, Coach, it was great having you up. Hey, it was great working with two professionals. You guys do a great job. I don't see you had eyes all over the place. It's hard for me to concentrate <laughs> on more than one match at a time. I'll tell you what, ADD, I don't know, but maybe we invented the term up here. Uh, before we let you go and uh, and, and uh, hook up with Mama and, and, and go talk to the coaches or whatever it is you're going to do tonight and come back tomorrow, uh, just your thoughts on what you saw tonight. Uh, usually you have some great – we had more of a team race tonight than we've had in years across – the board. Uh, I thought the area wrestlers did pretty good. Uh, I don't think we had any real shocking surprises uh, on a positive side for us. We had a couple upsets. Jarabit getting beat at heavyweight, although it was one versus two. Uh, but you were watching Carney High and Grand Island uh, specifically most of the night. What were your thoughts? Well, I think the closest thing to a real major upset was when Moomy got put on his back, and you know he fought off that. But boy, that was really a surprise. But uh, a lot of close matches, some real good wrestling, and uh, I think the wrestling's uh, looking good. Uh, as far as coaching at the collegiate level now, you know, a lot of these guys down here, boy, they have a lot of uh, get up and go, and I think that's what you, you look for at the next level. And, and, and uh, I, a few of these kids have, have signed with uh, UNK already, and uh, they had success today, and we just look forward to working with them in the future. Well, I'll tell you what, had that, and for Colum- for Carney fans, they're so thankful, and for Moomy that that didn't happen. Had that happened, uh, that was 13 more points, and Columbus right now would be sitting in second place in the Class A team race with 131 points, and uh, Millard South has 135 and a half, so they'd have been right there. Well, and more guys, importantly, they'd have yeah. been 10 points ahead of Lincoln East for second. Well, a lot of these guys uh, can score a lot of points tomorrow coming through the backside by getting falls. You know, that's a lot. You know, like Larry said earlier, you can actually score more points coming back, pinning people, uh, wrestling a couple times tomorrow than you would if you ended up taking second. Well, we will uh, take a final break, come back and run down all the results from tonight, let you know where everybody's standing going into the medal round tomorrow, give you the updated team scores on the Impact Seed postgame report coming up next. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. 
Rexius Nutrition's Thermovar Weight Loss Kit not only helps curb those holiday sugar cravings, but targets the hips, thighs, and spare tire you want gone now. With 25 Midwest locations, including in Kearney at 1420 West 24th Street, get your free sample today. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. At American Family Insurance, we believe that with the right support, any dream is possible. For auto, home, business, or life, contact us today. Contact Jim Crayson at the Jim Crayson Agency at the corner of 2nd Avenue and 46th in Kearney. Call 236-6868. And day two of the 2019 Nebraska State High School Wrestling Championships are in the book. It's time for our post-game and a wrap-up show brought to you by Impact Seed. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation by contacting Pioneer sales professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. And uh, let's uh, get your uh, thoughts on what we saw here tonight, Larry Baker, and then we'll run down the team scores and the results for our area wrestlers. Well, it really was a fantastic night. I, I like the pace of the night, to be quite honest. I mean, I still know it was four and a half hours, but... Um, I thought that it was a night that went well, flowed well. There was a lot of tremendous wrestling, a lot of exciting matches for our area. Uh, um, and I hope everybody was able to listen to that. I think um, you go through the team scores. I can talk about uh, – uh, Yeah, we'll break it down. Because, because I think there's some interesting stories tonight. This will go down is a – uh, if a coulda, shoulda, woulda in a lot of places, Doug. Well, especially in Class B. Especially in Class B with Northwest and Hastings. Uh, both. If, if Scott wins, there's going to be a lot of people puking in their mouth in central Nebraska. Not because oh, of the no. Scott deal. No, and not because right. of their effort. But how did that happen? This was the chance for somebody else to win. Scott should never have won this year. If they win tomorrow and do it basically with four guys, it's probably on the other teams that had uh, deeper in here. And you look at like a Blair that had 10. I mean, where are they? Uh, there was a lot of teams that left some things behind. And the teams that weren't huge in numbers are probably the ones that are going to help decide this because he kept knocking off these guys. But let's start in Class A. Your team scores going into tomorrow's championship. Millard South, 135 and a half. Lincoln East, second, 121, a half point ahead of Omaha Burke, 120 and a half. Let's be, let's be honest, the coach uh, had, the, had the best observation there. you got both the Burks guys tomorrow that are expected to go in and win. Uh, James for a four-time, and, uh, and then his brother, uh, Jacason, yep. uh, he's also undefeated. That's uh, pretty big points there tomorrow. Lincoln East got a couple guys too, but 
uh, you almost have a couple of guarantees with Omaha Burke. The leader in this tournament should be the team in fourth place. Columbus will puke in their mouth on this one forever, Doug. They lost matches they were favorites in tonight in the ones where you get 11 points on them. And, I, you, you know, the Moomy deal is one of those things that just, you know, that would have been a flash in the pan. But that moment, there were moments tonight where Columbus should be leading this tournament. So uh, Columbus is in fourth at 118, still a good shot to get second. I think they're going to score a lot of points yes. in the, tomorrow morning in that round. And Carney High is fifth with 107 points. Grand Island has slid to eighth with 58 points individually for Carney. Archer Heelan wins his consolation match 1 0. Hunter Nagatani lost in the semis 10 1. Riley Steele won the consolation match 10 4. By winning the consolation match, you'll wrestle for third through sixth tomorrow. Gage Ferguson lost by the ultimate tiebreaker 1 0. Nobody scored. Uh, his opponent got out and uh, or held him down, I guess it was, uh, and won, rode him out, and it was one to nothing. Philip Mumy wins eleven to nine. He's on to the finals. Gage McBride wins the consolation three to one. Nick James is back to the finals with a win in two fifty four. Carter Abel's lost in the semifinals. He was pinned in forty seconds, and Gus Franzen was eliminated with a three nothing loss for Grand Island. Two in the semifinals, but neither. One Juan Pedro lost four nothing. Blake Cushing lost nine to four in the consolations. Colby Lucas Savage eliminated eight to one. Tyler Southless eliminated three to one. Oscar Richter a winner four to three, and Ethan McPhillips the heavyweight was a winner by a score of eight to five. In Class B, your team race tied at the top. Omaha Scud and Grand Island Northwest have seventy five. York with seventy two. Hastings sixty eight and a half. Columbus Lakeview, 66. Scotts Bluff, 65. Lexington and Wahoo are tied for 7th with 61 points. Cozad, 15th. Aurora, 16th. And Adams Central is 20th for Class B. Yeah, when you look at this, 1st to 7th, separated by 10 points, absolutely absurd. But when you do look at this, again, Grand Island Northwest, start there. Uh, There's really kind of three guys in there, three matches deals that we you know they should be leading this thing by at least 10 maybe as many as 20 i'll also argue that hastings the exact same thing what this really should be is hastings and northwest having pulled probably 20 clear of everybody else didn't happen uh and you're exactly right man scott catholic might win this thing tomorrow Individually, for Hastings, Bryce Brown eliminated 3-1 to one in the consolation. Isaac Hunsley lost in the semis 6-4. to four. Mason Brumbaugh lost in the semis 15-6. to six. Damon Pape will walk in the Parade of Champions. He wins by Tech Fall 21-3. to three. And Evan Marara will go for a medal after winning by a score of 9-2. to two. For Adams Central, Tristan Obermiller wins his consolation match in 5-0-8. Cameron Court eliminated 1-0. Connor Brown lost in the semifinals in 55 seconds tonight to Grady Grease of Northwest. We'll look at that in a moment. For Aurora, Caden Swoboda lost in the semifinals 7-2. Three winners in the consolation. Trevor Cluck 5-1. Seth Wonk 4-1. Carter Persley 11-1. For Northwest, Grady Aarons wins his semifinal match by pin 4-23. Colin Quant wins in the consolation 5-3. Grady Grease wins in the semifinals in 55 seconds. Uh, and then Cooper Kaiser comes away with the win here for Grand Island Northwest in the consolation. So he'll be in for a medal, uh, winning by a pin in 4-05. So the Cobra got to the finals last year. He's got a, still a chance to get third this year. Yeah, which is a big deal. And, you know, and, and points-wise, it, uh, it, it'll be just fine. I just will say, as you're you know, kind of finish and be. I did pick Wahoo yesterday, and they still could do this. Hold your, 
Holdridge will have no medalists. Uh, for Central City, Dyson Coons won in the consolation 7-1, and Kobe Brandenburg won in the consolation 6-3. They'll be in for medals. For Cozad, Jace Russman is into the finals, and he has had big wins. He won 18-2 today by Tech Fall. Connor Westcote was eliminated 5-3, and then you just had the uh, heartbreaker there for Josh Stahlbalmer losing in the final seconds in the semifinals. Uh, by a score of 6-5. to five. Finally, here in Class B, we look at Lexington. Ivan Lazo was eliminated 6-3. Ian Bailey was eliminated 7-1. In the semifinals, Brady Fago lost 5-1, but Tristan Berry wins by a pin in 5-29, and Riley Cup wins 14-4. They'll both be in the finals. And Jade Worth, boy, uh, how, how unexpected is this? He's eliminated, got pinned in 37 seconds, got a takedown, got rolled through to his back and stuck just that quick. Wyatt Holtz of Gothenburg wins 5-1. to one. That was over Fago of Lexington. In Class C, this is probably the one that's most securely put away. Uh, Broken Bow had a 15-point lead coming into the day where they said Valentine's Day for Broken Bow. Uh, Valentine didn't like it. 127, Broken Bow 99. David City still has a chance to catch them. They're at 97 and a half. Wood River is 7th with 53 points. Carney Catholic is 13th with 33. Yeah, what I would say about the team race in C is I don't know that Broken Bow wrestled poorly. It's going to look like that. That's not the case. I mean, they probably lost a couple that maybe you could go, like, you know, shake your hands on. But the fact of the matter is they had tough draws. They wrestled really well. Valentine... Uh, really rolled. I thought the story in C was more in the individual matchups. Evan Waddington making his fourth final. Uh, Wood River getting two. I thought that was a really big deal. And um, I don't know that people will really grasp how big of a deal that was with Jacob Jarapa getting beaten uh, from Loop City. Well, here are the results for Carney Catholic. Uh, they will have uh, Chris Felder falling in the semifinals. He was wrestling so well and ended up up getting pinned in 444 then in the wrestleback Zach Rogers wins 5 to 4 and Matthew Felder wins in 409 so they'll have three medalists for Wood River Dylan Anchetta started the night winning the ultimate tiebreaker 4 to 3 he's on to the finals Carson Thompson lost in the semis by pin in 339 Evan Waddington wins 8 to 3 he's a four-time finalist he'll try to be a two-time champion tomorrow but it looked like he dinged his shoulder up a little bit and that'll be something to watch tomorrow in the finals and for Ravenna, we have Alex Chapa. He gave uh, Lathan Duda all he wanted tonight, but uh, it was 4-3. to three. Uh, Lathan Duda, broken bow. Oh, yes, my cousin beat Alex Chapa 4-3. to three. He'll be the lone medalist for Ravenna. Daniel Eskendon, Gibbon will have a finalist. He wins tonight by a score of 12-6. to six. Donovan Trumbull will not medal this year. For Centura, Kyle Bentley lost uh, to the David City kid in the semifinals by a pin in 233. And Austin Simmons lost in the consolation. He's eliminated Seven to three. St. Paul's heavyweight Nick Padnos lost by pin in four twenty-two. So no medals for the Wildcats. Aiden Smith of Minden was eliminated earlier today. For Sutton Lee Carlson wrestling his way back through, he wins fifteen to four to go in for a medal. Joseph Hendricks lost in the semifinals by a score of seven to two. Ord will have one medalist, and Jesse Ulrich he won tonight in the wrestlebacks in 215 for Loomis Bertrand they'll have a medalist Jacob Hilmer was a winner tonight in 408 Southern Valley and South Central Unified Sandy Creek no medalist now finally we go to class D here on the impact seeds wrap-up show Archbishop Bergen and Plainview are tied for the lead with 99 and no one else is close Amherst is actually third with 60 and a half Elkhorn Valley 57 Central Valley 56 Mullen has 55 and Burwell seventh with 48 for Amherst Isaiah Shields lost. These are all semifinals. Isaiah Shields lost Tech Fall 16-0. 
Quentin Frank wins 5-3. Sam Florell lost 11-3, and Jaron Potts lost 6-1. Yeah, it was not a good night for the Broncos. For Pleasanton, Tyler Pulaski's the story. He wins by Tech Fall 18-3. He wins tomorrow. He joins the prestigious club of four-time state champions. For Alma, they'll have one medalist. Dalen Russell pinned Jacob Senf of Axtell in 41 seconds, then the upset of the night for our area. And again, it was one versus two, but undefeated Jacob Jarabic, the heavyweight from Arcadia Loop City, the runner-up last year, gets pinned tonight in two minutes and 28 seconds. So I'm, there you go. I'm glad I added that in the Class C wrap-up. Yeah, Thanks for telling me. Ansley Litchfield will have a one medalist. That's Blake Rosesky. He wins 6-4 to four here tonight. For Axtell, uh, Dustin Klingsporn was beaten 10-5, to five, and as we told you, Senf was, so no medalist for Axtell. No medalist for Elm Creek. Kobe Smith got beat 9-4 to four. for Elwood. Zach Dickow wins in the consolation by pin in 228, and in the semifinals, Connor Schutz was defeated 10-2. to two. For Burwell, both their semifinalists win. Joel Ostrom 9-1. to one. Corey Daw by pin in four minutes. For Shelton, Jesse Saucita lost in the semis 7-4. to four. Michael Couts, a winner in the consolation 4-2 to two in overtime, and Alex Slagle lost and has been eliminated by a pin in two minutes and ten seconds. For Arapaho tonight, Tristan White pinned in 228. He's been eliminated, so no medals for the Warriors. For South Loop, Tate Nagelstead will medal. He won 4-2 to two in overtime tonight. In the semifinals, Franklin's Chase Hauserman lost 16-2. to two. Kine Martin for Overton. He's in the Parade of Champions. He wins in five minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, Riley Rittner was eliminated earlier today for uh, Wilcox. Held with Blaine Minnick of Red Cloud Blue. Hill was eliminated, but Dalton Hansen has come back through for Harvard. He'll medal for Harvard. He wins by a score of 4-2, to two, and that wraps things up here on tonight's program, brought to you by Impact Seeds. Craig Weeches and the boys over at Pioneer, your Pioneer Seed dealers. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation. Contact Pioneer sales professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Final word, Larry Baker. It was a great night. I know we say it every Friday night at the state tournament, but this really was good. This has been a great state tournament. I think really one for the ages. You have two classes to, uh, going to bed tonight tied at the top. Uh, class A probably has its winner, but there's tons to be done there. Class D probably has its winner, but the other trophy's not wrapped up, so just incredible. All right, that's going to wrap things up. By the way, uh, in basketball tonight, Carney High girls fall 59, 65-59 to 59 to Millard West. The Carney High boys win. And 75 to 58. So 8.30 we get going tomorrow. We'll have updates all day long here from the final day of the state wrestling tournament, then into the boys' sub-districts next week, girls' district finals over the weekend. Thanks so much to our many fine sponsors, for our producer-engineer back at the studio, Stacy Johns, for the Hall of Fame coach, Tom McCann, Larry Baker, H-Man taking care of the photos for PlatteRiverPreps.com. Check that out as well. This is Doug Duda saying goodnight from Omaha. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor.